Talk Brunch. Served hot. Talk Brunch Live. I'm Rick Darrow. Here with Dustin Frazier and Roxy Toxic. And the best part is tonight we're in front of a chat room of nobody! Isn't that the cool <laughs> thing now? Just do shows in front of no fucking buddy? Like, Wash your fucking hands. So because of the strange situation the world finds itself in, strange things have been tending to happen worldwide. And not to make things too serious here, but uh tonight. And I didn't I'm not exaggerating this at all. I got to see a Japanese woman angrily screaming at these two Mexicans. And she was uh, very emotional and very aggressive. Thankfully Mysterio won that one. But she didn't even stop at that point woman just kept screaming so uh yeah these things happen that sounded like some shit that would happen where you live (laughs) (laughs) i was waiting for the location and everything (laughs) no the location was the performance center (laughs) i was like oh wait yeah i've seen it yeah so (coughs) i have that uh have the chills bring that shit here Everyone feeling a little bit rough. <laughs> Unbelievable. But no seriousness. Yeah, we're going to talk a little bit about updates, cancellations, things that have been going on in the world of wrestling. But we're also going to uh, delve deep into what you really should worry yourself with and uh, whether or not you should be worried. And then we're going to take your minds off of all this nonsense. There's been all kinds of tragedies and things that have happened. We've been here for like hurricanes and storms and shootings and we've always addressed it and i always promise you feel better by the end and i promise you tonight you will so just stick with us and everybody just chill the fuck out write it down i'm just kidding i reached for the phone too (laughs) it wasn't even like it was instant just (laughs) yeah everybody just needs to chill everybody just be cool like samuel l says and tell that bitch be cool tell that bitch be cool my fucking favorite line ever (laughs) Be cool, honey bunny. Write it down. <laughs> All right. So some stuff has happened since we last spoke. You know, yeah. thing, thing, <laughs> things have been a little bit weird. Yeah. Yeah. So we're going to start again. Yeah. I, I think we're going to start things off with a, a public service announcement. Is this? Um, Let me see. Yeah. Here. You have the music for that? No, no, there's actually, I, I don't know if there's music. I'm running the, I'm looking at the program at the same time as you. Damn, brother. I, like, I, I didn't know if we had like a drop for that. I know we have one for the breaking news. I didn't know about the public service announcement. Oh, I don't know. This isn't my public service announcement. You thought it'd be Fucking me. Fucking saying, brunch. Let's see what the hell this is going on here. You know, as being a WWE superstar, traveling all around the world, I meet hundreds and hundreds of people a day. And now is more important than ever before to practice our hygiene. You know my mantra is get these hands. Right now, I need everybody to wash these hands. Look at that. Wash these hands. <laughs> wash your had, fucking hands. I and you had to do that after that first mix match challenge. Watch your ass, too. Yeah, some of y'all motherfuckers don't wipe out there. Wash the ass as well. Yeah, they can't wipe. <laughs> There's a toilet paper shortage. You're going to tell y'all them to wipe with what? Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. 
Some of y'all do have y'all dogs talking about some. Why y'all copying me? Squat by trees. Oh god. Why that poison? Ivy, that poison ivy trick on man versus wild don't look so crazy. Now do it. There you go right there. Squat, squat by trees. Wipe with leaves. Oh god. That's the, that's the solution to all of your issues. There you go. Thanks, bear grills. Just, just don't yeah. go for shit. Where are, those, where are those bears that are always cleaning their ass? Let them know we can use right? some more toilet paper out here. Where the Charmin bears at? You know they there got There they are. That's what they call right. Are they called officially? Are they the Charmin bears? That's the stable name? That's what the fuck I call them. Like, <laughs> that's what I would call them since I was a kid. <laughs> I wasn't. I don't know if that's what they though. really call them. Like, the bears are on Charmin. Fucking. The Baron Stain bears. The, the shit stain uh, bears. The shit stain bears. Yes. Yes. That's their name. That's their name. Wash. Oh, raw. Y'all better not run a Charmin commercial during a break. <laughs> it would be awkward, right? Yeah. Or, or it might be the best well, they time run a to corona do it. Corona bloody advert. Yeah, well, they could use all the help they could get. No one's buying the shit anymore. <laughs> oh, God, this is right. No toilet paper and no water. <laughs> it took a pandemic for people to realize they shouldn't drink Corona. It's <laughs> a depressing moment in life, isn't it? Anything that you need to add lime to for it to taste good is no good. Yo, we did that shit last night. That yeah, was we did that last oh night. Let's God. not let's not go. Let's not revisit last night. <laughs> If you don't watch the game streams where there are discussions similar to this, well, then that's on you. Y'all need to fix that shit. We've been saying that for how long now? Yeah, a lot of stuff went down this week. I'll be missing <laughs> to, shit. To say the least. We don't want to segue too far from the wrestling. But yeah, a lot of shit went down this week. So, but sticking to the topic, the important topic, toilet paper. Apparently, R-Truth put out some sort of a, what is this here? This is a, a toilet paper... Uh, saving trick? Is that legit what it's called? What the fuck? You know, you know what? Now that I think about it, he black and from the south. That kind of makes sense that he got a trick. Yeah, well, you know, the, we're, at, we're at a time when everyone's trying to help each other, you know, so any contributions are appreciated here. Hey, sweetie. I know you got He's showing his daughter. The toilet paper thing is the thing you're seeing right now. So we're going to try to preserve, right? I told mom and my, the rest of the kids are on this side. We're going to like white. We're going to use one roll at a time, okay? One piece at a time. What you want to do, you want to fold it this way first. I saw this on TV. I saw this now. I saw this. I'm not making this up. Then you want to fold it that way, right? And what you want to do is you want to tear this tip off right here. You tear the tip off, but you put that tip right there and you hold on to it. That's what you want to do is you want to open that up, put that, and that's how you're going to wipe your ass right here. <laughs> wipe your ass with that. But when you're done, you just fold this up nice and neat. And you can wipe all the shit off your finger, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> and then I tip my toes in the teeth. This right here. Good with that right there. Okay? And then you clean your nails out with the tip he yeah, ripped off in the beginning. Oh, <laughs> bruh. Boys and girls, this is what we call ninja ingenuity. <laughs> what? <laughs> Yo, I love how thought how much he thought that out. Down to how you will clean your nails afterwards. With one square. This man is a genius. <laughs> no, no, he isn't. I'm sorry, see, I stand corrected. No, he ain't. See, 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 see the problem is he that the problem is what happens when you get the runs. Like that the, I'm sorry, Truth. That don't save you from mud butt. Are you like you? <laughs> that 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 that's <laughs> That strategy <laughs> is not swamp ass proof, right? <laughs> yeah. Oh, but you know he's a he's a freaking wrestler. Those guys are 
they're really gonna have swamp ass man <laughs> like their diets are pretty on point you know that shit only exists when you're eating garbage so it's like i mean all i'm saying you probably haven't thought about that in years you'd have to catch a stomach virus for that kind of shit all i'm saying is i remember once upon a time this one girl in the u.s he shit her pants mid-fight so yeah yeah that's because oh. the octagon's scary. You're talking about. You remember that one, right, Roxy? You know. You're talking <laughs> I about. Do. Uh, I know which one you're talking about, too. The one who took a quiche in the ring? <laughs> no, it's like running down his leg. I remember, and you could no, see. No, no, it was a woman. It was a, that, it, it, no, no, no. We're talking about a woman like a, more recent than that. Talking about a woman. It was like a year or two ago. Like I said, she took a quiche oh. in the ring. She got put in a submission and literally got the shit choked out of her. Like, yeah, oh, I'm on about the blokes one. There was a, there was um a guy. There was a, a male. As far as I know, the other one you're talking about. Yeah, that one was like centuries ago. The quiche, quiche did it. Uh, what was that? Like a year ago, year and a half ago, maybe. maybe like yeah, no more than two years ago. Yeah, but from and for the most part, when when someone like especially fitness people's diets are tight, that kind of stuff isn't going to happen unless they have a stomach virus. Word of advice: I don't want to get medical on you guys here. If you're having swamp ass and things like that, change change up your fucking eating habits a little bit. Maybe you are ordering too much. Right. And, and to me, ordering once or twice a month is almost too much. I know that's that's tight for some people. But yeah, a lot of that shit has all kinds of chemicals and stuff. Of course, your ass is exploding. <laughs> you know, the, you're like fucking moronically feeding yourselves the shit that's sold, the, the, the corporate foods that they're slinging on your throat. I promise you, I'll give you, I'll, I'll, what price can I give somebody if they prove me wrong on this? We don't have any fucking prizes around here, right? Oh, God. Two rolls of toilet paper. Takuhasu. <laughs> there you go. That's, yeah, Two rolls of toilet right. paper. Two rolls of Ooh. toilet paper. If you, if I'm wrong about that, I promise you, if you just don't eat all that shit that you order, you won't shit like that. <laughs> don't start no shit. Won't be no shit. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> oh, God. I told you guys, we're, we're, we're nearing to a year of me just cutting off all the garbage in the world that they try to yeah. feed you next and, month will be a year yep and i feel great 100 percent of the time i stopped i stopped eating junk at wrestlemania wrestlemania was my last binge junk day and we're, we're nearing up on a year and aside from having the covid 19 in me i feel great no i'm kidding no but in, in all seriousness but yeah like i have no I, I feel good all the time i wake up feeling good i go to sleep feeling good i'm just i just feel good all the time and you know what it's been one year haven't been sick either everyone's still alive Saku. what's up good old marceline in there oh yeah we are we out here <laughs> quarantine but we out here we 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 out here quarantined <laughs> We in here. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> we in here. <laughs> oh, that worked out way better than I expected. All right, well, let's talk about the information that's come out again. I read this along the first time that you guys uh, hear it as well. So it's like I'm, there's not really much prep involved here. But from what we're seeing here, it looks like the CDC has decided, a lot of you have already heard all of this, that there's to be no gatherings with over 50 people for the next eight weeks, sporting events, concerts, anything like that. They said it could spread to the, it could contribute to the spread of COVID-19 and to people who travel to attend these events and it will go to new communities like, you know, festivals, parades, weddings, all that kind of stuff, uh, it's just risky to have one person that might be there that infect that community. And then all of those people are coming from different places. So then it spreads to them. 
so first of all, and just throw my opinion in here, it's not so much that someone's going to go into like a stadium and give it to everybody else and everybody else is going to drop dead because it's so lethal. It's more because those are the only situations in our society where people come from all different directions and places. So it's easier to spread it when you have a group of people coming from different places on the globe, gathering into one compressed area and then all scattering back about to the different locations that they're from. It's easier. It's harder to control. That is one of the things. That's essentially what a pandemic is. The difference between an epidemic and a pandemic is an epidemic is basically, uh, I believe it's something controlled within a closed area. It's not global. Like I think it would be like a city or something where it's like when it spreads globally and it's in different places, that's more or less a pandemic. It's not in one contained area. So what they're trying to do essentially is to just deal with that, you know, just try to minimize the amount that spreads. What is this guy talking about? I don't know. I have no idea. I'm just going to ignore it. That's a stupid question, sir. I love how you all lie about it too. <laughs> just so you know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. At the end of the day, I want all, I want all drones targeted on that man for the next dumb shit that comes out of his mouth. They know. <laughs> Thank you. Of course. You don't get many chances here to step out of line. I don't mean, and I mean that with the most love that it possibly can mean. But yeah, in our chat room, you maybe get a line or two before you cease to exist entirely. There's never any wars or any of that kind of shit here. We got enough going on. Up oh, there, you go. There he is. Bye. Send, this is this is how Wait, we piece let, it let, out. Say, let, let, let me do the honors. Let me do the honors. And boom. Wait. Na 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 na. Boom. <laughs> Oh wait, 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 no, no, I gotta do I gotta do right, I gotta do right. There you go. Yeah, it's kinda like that's about as much of a shot as you get. Yeah. We we will give you a Mordecai run around here. Maybe. <laughs> yeah, you, you have our I, actually no 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 no. You get the Kazarni treatment. Like Yeah. Don't bring that tired shit over here. You know. Don't give me the satisfaction. As an aspiring stand up comic, I am insulted at your lack of comedy. <laughs> I take that shit personally. I work hard for my shit. All right. Yeah. That being said, cheese. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, I had the cheese. That's what he has. He has with the cheese. It's smile now, motherfucker. <laughs> cheese. I'm smiling. Was that what it was? Were you foreshadowing the smile on my face? Shit. Oh. Firing and banning people used to be my hobby before this. Oh my god! You know what's funny? <laughs> I haven't had to, I haven't gotten to do that in so long, too. That was the best part. Like, I got uh, excited. I was like, "Oh shit!" Here we go. Where's the cheese at? Yeah. Well, good luck. It's not easy to make multiple emails nowadays, either, motherfucker. They always ask for phone verifications and stuff that you'd have to go through. I'll see you in forty-five minutes. <laughs> if you want to try to get I another sentence, hands, motherfucker, I'll snap with the other one. This is a different internet that we're in now. This isn't the old world where you can be all disruptive and crazy and shit. You get to be a dick maybe for a few seconds, and then you're purged from our universe. You get to be a dick for a few seconds and then instantly flaccid. <laughs> anyway. Keith, I giggle. I earned that shit. Not him. No. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Toodaloo. Yeah. So where were we about? Oh, yeah. Right. The CDC. So they're recommending all of this stuff. Basically, they're trying to contain this pandemic. That's the thing that's happening here. It's just that they don't want it to spin out of control. And it just be we have like a sort of like the flu where it becomes a seasonal thing that we can't fully ever get rid of. This is at mm-hmm. least, again, this is just the guidelines assuming the information about the spread of this is correct 
You know, not saying it is, not saying it isn't yet. But uh, there's been a bunch. We don't of, know. Yeah, we do know. Well, I'm going to say I I know. We're going to get into that later. Um, <clears throat> it's bullshit. But anyway, these are a list of pro wrestling events that are <laughs> being altered by the coronavirus. <laughs> I tried to hold it. I fucked that one as hard as I could. I couldn't do. Uh, <laughs> as you guys know, SmackDown was at the Performance Center. Later on, we're going to talk about that vacant SmackDown that we got the privilege of experiencing. <laughs> you know, I saw people on Twitter were talking about it's the best SmackDown of the year and that they loved it oh and everything. I guess that's just the fans just not even realizing that they just discovered that they hate themselves. They think that they're the worst thing about the fucking show. You know, because when they're not there, they like it more. Go figure. There was a super show in Toronto that's also being canceled, WWE Super Show. There was a bunch of house shows. I don't want to read all of these here. MSG, they had an MSG uh, in New York City coming up on the 22nd. It's not going to happen. We just got an announcement tonight on Raw that WrestleMania itself, which this thing went through a lot of changes. At first, it was uh, they weren't sure if it was going to change. Then the uh, there were restrictions put on them, essentially, where, where like Florida themselves told them, like, you know, if you don't... uh cancel this we're gonna have to cancel for you have to cancel or postpone it so we're gonna come we're gonna get back to the wrestlemania stuff don't want to go too deep into that though aw dynamite that's happening uh wednesday that was gonna be at rochester they had to move it to the to the dailies place uh the march 25th aw dynamite blood and guts that's still sort of up in the air evolve had to move their pay-per-view 147 and 148 from march 14th and 15th this past week it's gonna be postponed till may 8th in michigan and in chicago illinois uh, New Japan, all of their events are done from March 1st all the way up to March 21st. And we don't know what's going to happen in the next few days. Maybe they'll have to continue to postpone. We're not sure. Uh, OTT Wrestling, they had a Scrapper Mania, which that's, that's gone now. Start on March 15th. Uh, that show's gone. PWG, March 29th, they had a Kobe event at the Globe Theater in Los Angeles. Uh, that's gone. The XFL is entirely gone. That season's finished. So. That's just a few things. We're going to get more into the details about these, but there are people who are freaking out. Look at Sammy Callahan over here. He was, fi- he was terrified to find something that, that spread and screwed everything up worse than his runs do. But he wrote here, uh, fuck you characters. You get that one in there, didn't you? Uh, you know, you, you know, you know me and that guy. Fuck characters. Fuck storyline. Our safety is the most important thing. Until this gets better, I'm not going to any wrestling shows i beg the world to be as safe as possible in this extremely scary time let's join together like never before we can get through this my family my animals myself is more important than fake fighting in our underwear i'm sorry i'm not gonna show until this is contained i hope everyone does the same the world our loves is not worth it yeah what are you some sort of pussy like first of all look i get that (laughs) wrestling is kayfabe and everything and that these people have souls and underneath it they're just playing a character and everything but come on dude like there's so much that bothers me about this statement like you don't have to say fuck characters and fuck storyline you can just say something like for now characters and storylines have to wait why does it have to be fuck characters and storyline we actually all like characters and storyline that's not what we want to say fuck to we want to say fuck to the coronavirus and things like that into any you know into the restrictions in the situation but it's kind of like why would you be like fuck characters or fuck story that's like if your grandma got sick with cancer and instead of you saying fuck cancer you were like fuck grandma Right. You know what I mean? What the fuck did grandma do? Except catch cow, you're more angry at the cancel. Why fuck characters and storyline? To me, that's just a stupid way to open. And um even if you're not gonna go to any wrestling shows, do you have to write in all caps any? Like do you have to show your cowardice in caps? 
you know, Mick Foley and, and Terry Funk would have never writing it down. Mick Foley and Terry Funk would have never done that. You know, they would have never been like, you know, even if they felt that way, just to maintain some sort of. And also, when people do things like that, and you're a celebrity, and you're showing, even if you're small time, and you're showing any kind of fear like that, you're sort of fear mongering. You know what I mean? Yeah, pretty much. I mean, you know what I mean? Exactly. Well, like six later. Why does he have to talk shit about his profession in order to sell his point? But the point being, even if you're someone who feels this way, which I disagree in, with, and I'm going to get into why later on. But even if you're someone who feels this way about this virus, like if you're in an important place where a lot of voices are going to hear you, why are you going to freak people out? Let's just say that you're correct and that we're all screwed and we're going to all die. Why are you freaking people out? It's bad enough that according to your analysis, we're fucked. So now you're going to cause mass panic. By panicking. Because if you're, if you look up to Sammy Callahan, which I hope to God nobody does, but if you do, and you hear this guy going, I'm getting the fuck out of here, man. I'm not going to any shows. Oh my God, my loved ones and my animals and my teddy bears. Oh, everybody be safe, please. Aren't you going to fucking be scared? Like I think about back in the day when I was a kid and I saw my, my heroes and Warrior and Hogan and Macho. And all. Imagine if my Macho was like, oh shit, I'm getting out of here. You, you fucking. <laughs> You'd be like, oh, shit, you know, macho man. You know what I mean? To a child's mind, that's fucked up. It's just like, holy shit, even macho man's leaving. I would have freaked. So all I'm saying is that, yeah, I get that there's kayfabe and shit, but it's just a discouraging thing, and it lowers morale when you have people who are in positions, social media positions, and they're freaking out first. It's not worth it. Like, the way he makes it sound, first of all, that's a little bit dramatic. The world, our loves, what are you doing? Are you trying to make a spirit bomb like Goku? Are we talking about COVID-19? the fuck is this the family my animals all the people in nature and like dude first of all they've already talked about the fact that dogs can't get it apparently so aren't you the guy who hits people with fucking fluorescent lights and stabs them with bar <laughs> like what right like what happened to ove like get out of here it's more like ovb <laughs> oh bitch <Jesus>. anyway <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. You know, the wrestler who literally wrestles in trash. Like Stacey said, the garbage wrestler is worried about catching shit God. now. You know, you been worried about more like hep and shit like that. You're worried about the motherfucker who's spitting jump on that face is worried about catching shit. Like, calm down. Like, relax your ass. <laughs> so, yeah, Tampa said that they would have to pull the plug on WrestleMania. The county commissioner, Les Miller, spoke to Fox 13 and he said, I'm hoping that Vince McMahon and WrestleMania and WWE make the call themselves. But a week from now, if they've not done that and and we're still in this situation, we're in, we'll probably have to pull the plug on that. And uh, according to Brad Shepard, he was saying that a lot of the employees inside, they didn't know what was going on. They wanted a concrete decision to work with. And they felt like Vince was just waiting for Florida to force his hand so that he could be like, hey, listen, guys, it was all them. It wasn't me. And uh, the part of the problem is that according to Shepard, it takes 10 days to build a WrestleMania set. So it's like they don't even have the time right now. You know what I mean? Like, are they going to send the crew down there right now is what his analysis is in order to start this? We're probably this is screwed. This is this is dead in the water. So you got fucking uh, Sammy Callahan, who's scared to uh, scared to wrestle. Adam Page sent out a public service announcement, which what is this here? I'm bringing this up for the first time. Have you seen it? Oh yeah, I think I know the one. Yeah, I think I know the one you're talking about. Yeah, what is? Oh, this? I haven't yeah. seen that. Truth be told, it's a smart decision. Corona or no Corona? Yeah, that's what it basically is. That he'll no longer drink beers. Yeah, he just won't drink. Be drinking random fan, random fans beers, and I was like, yeah. Let me see. That makes yeah. sense because I mean. Oh come on, man! 
Somebody and this is right after. Dad, this so. is like a week after I said, and here's a man who is not afraid of the coronavirus when he started drinking. <laughs> okay, let me take a look at what this is. It's blurry as hell, is what it is. Whoever took the screenshot of this, fuck you for that. <laughs> what happened when you fucking try to take a screenshot from a Motorola Razor like you? Yeah. But uh, he basically said, Hangman Adam Page will, for the time being, no longer be able to accept beer from any fans should they be in attendance of events. Adam will now be traveling with his own beverages to consume and look, looks forward to instances of conveniently appearing unopened beverages. Page will still be doing plenty of cowboy shit. Uh, yeah, so you don't have to worry about that. And he's only going to be drinking whiskey from now on to make sure it helps kill any infections. <laughs> Fireball all day. Oof. He'll also avoid doing holes that require close contact with opponent's faces. I can't even tell if this is a kayfabe statement or like, are we? I I feel like it's like a mix of both. Yeah. All right. Well, I'll put in the chat for anybody listening on iTunes. Most of you listen on iTunes. I'll put in the chat room there. It It looks like it's like lighthearted, but with an element of seriousness. Yeah. Like he's seriously not going to be drinking on people's beers, but I mean, yeah. Where he's like, but seriously, guys, don't fuck around. I'm not going to. I'm not going to do this anymore. I'm just saying, people out here eat ass nowadays. You don't always be drinking people's beers and shit. Yep. <laughs> I was going to eat ass and go right to the show like ain't shit happened. Literally. Yeah. Like, yeah, by the way, shout out to the chat room. I see all you guys out there coming in and out. I, the bot catches this. I don't think I'm not catching the amount of you on here. I just wait to the end of the show. Time constraints and stuff are the main reasons why we don't shout you out. But I see you guys. Yeah, We see y'all. Yeah. Uh, Kevin Nash and Scott Hall also. Uh, they said due to health concerns for our fans, both Scott Hall and myself will not be traveling to Las Vegas for the toy con when billion dollar entities, NBA, NCAA, March Madness determine it's not in the interest of their fans health. It's a no brainer. Hope to see, to see you once it's clear. All right. Even, wow. even the NWO, which, uh, by the way, the, I guess the hall of fame's canceled. Yeah. Hall of fame and takeover. Yeah. Because it goes without saying you can't have an event like that. So more shit to be canceled. Mm-hmm. AEW, initially, they said that all of the AEW events were currently moving forward as scheduled, and the safety and the well-being of the AEW fans, partners, and talent is always their top priority, so they will continue to closely monitor a rapidly evolving situation related to the COVID-19 and be guided by government officials, health organizations, and venue management. AEW will update ticket purchases if there are any changes to the schedule, and they encourage everyone in the AEW family to be good to themselves and each other by taking preventative actions as recommended by the CDC and WHO. The who? 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 After that, shit just started falling apart for them because uh, they rescheduled uh, that uh, blood and guts that was at the Prudential Center that was July 22nd. And they don't have a new location for it. And uh the Rochester, New York and Newark, New Jersey events were called off. The fans that purchased tickets to those events were offered a refund or they could have their original ticket then transferred to the July 22nd uh, rescheduled events. So they reserve that option. Uh, according to Melser, he said that Tony Khan was working really, really hard at redoing the show for Wednesday, but that they were, at last word, they were planning Elite versus Inner Circle six-man 
for the blood and guts advantage on the show that week, but they're, but they're mentally going with the idea that next week they'll have another show and they'll have the blood and guts in Jacksonville with no fans. He's, he's not sure. He says he knows that the build that they were going and that's the reason why the blood and guts was this week and that, uh, they pretty much have everything booked on like WWE. They have everything booked up to May 23rd's pay-per-view. So, uh, he's not sure if that means that they're going to go with everything that they planned or if there's no shows or if there's going to be a May 23rd pay-per-view. So, for a while, their stuff was up in the air from what I'm seeing here. And then they wound up deciding to televise this upcoming AEW Dynamite from the Daily's place, as we talked about in the beginning, to a quote-unquote restricted audience in attendance to provide some kind of crowd, which I think that's actually pretty smart. Yeah. So, they're not going to be in Rochester, New York, Wednesday. Instead, they're going to be in Jacksonville, Florida. And they're going to have uh, a different kind of crowd, you know, like I guess locals mainly, which is not the spread. When you look at it that way, having local gatherings, the spread isn't as drastic as having people come from all over. If you want to contain something, at least have them show their IDs and stuff. For the time being, that might not even be the best course of action, because what you're really trying to do is just minimize the spread of this from getting to old people. Yeah, pretty much. That's like the real way you want to do it. And it's smart because it's not so awkward having just empty fucking seats. Like, so like the empty seat thing, it's just weird. It's like, like, am I supposed to act like nothing's going on? Like, what, what, like, what are we doing? Like, I like the fact that they're not in a sense, I guess, stopping everything cold, but they're adjusting to it. And it seems like an actual adjustment, not just, hey, we're just going to put it in the small ass building with no people and act like nothing's wrong. And then what we're going to do is we're going to show you like 35 replays from revolution. It's going to be great guys. We're doing it. Yeah. No, it's, <laughs> it's like trying to continue things and do it just as I guess in the safest way possible, which makes a lot of sense. Yeah. I mean, like tonight's role was, there was elements of it that were funny, but it had that overlying blanket of awkwardness. Like yeah. you had like um Stone Cold come out and we'll probably get into it a bit later, but he did like his signature shit. And then it was funny like initially, and then it was like, Well, there's no one fucking there. Oh yeah. So <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely we're gonna tell you how awkward it is when we get to the weeklies. But yeah, it's um it's definitely it's a smart move. I mean, blood and guts the match beyond as some people call it. It's something that's exciting enough to where it's like, you don't want to outright just kill it off, but no. definitely maybe adjusting maybe where it is, when it is just something until things kind of settle down a little bit. It's a smart move. And then of course the local crowd, it's even smarter of a move because then people still get to be there and experience it rather than just, exactly. okay, we're all sitting at home and the AEW guys are just in the hair beating the shit out of each other to dead silence. Well, this is where I think the WWE have got it wrong because, you know, no, and as, as, as horrible as it sounds, I don't think any of us actually want to see a WrestleMania from a performance center. Right. Like, like the last, I think the last time I remember seeing a WrestleMania where it was, where the place was anywhere near this small was, I think it was a uh, 20. That was the last time I remember seeing a WrestleMania where the plays looked that small, and that's just because it's Madison Square Garden. You can't MSG, do that yeah. nowadays where you have these WrestleManias where it literally looks like you could see the damn arena from space. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, how 
how as much as I appreciate the performance center and everything that it does for uh, pro wrestling, you know, for that company, you can't say it's the grandest stage of them all. See, like, there's I, no fucking stage there. <laughs> like, like NXT could pull it off because Full Sail is already a small place. Truth be told, you don't notice it as much. But other places, you're gonna see that, and it's gonna bother you the entire time. Yeah, because I've seen impact in like bigger places. You know, it's it's weird. Not, yeah, they're not dead in the water. When I look at the situation with it, it's smarter if you're gonna have venues and stuff, have them locally the way AEW is doing. You know, that's just a smarter move. You know, yeah, just it, have... it's smarter not only for the people who are there, but for us watching. Yeah, there's it's still risk of spreading not it. Weirdly. There's still risk of spreading it, but it's a lot less of a risk. You know, yeah, it's more but, of a uh, containable risk, containable risk, I guess. Yeah, yeah, but uh, apparently Tony Khan has told all talent that no one's under pressure to work at the show next week with what's going on. And that anyone feeling any illness or stressed about travel, it's okay to stay at home. He said no one's going to be judged by that decision. They're not going to make anyone lose their spot or, or be de-pushed because uh, they're not comfortable in regards to dealing with this. Yeah, so. I, I, I like that. Um, give everybody the freedom. Like, hey, do you want to be there? No? Okay. Like, it's not our issue. Yeah. And like Stacey said, this is all government conspiracies. They don't want us to talk about what's going on. That's what exactly, that's what I was thinking this whole time. I'm like, you know, whenever things get serious, you notice that they try to cut off our lines. They couldn't do it last time because we have the backup internet here. There's a conspiracy out there. You know what I'm saying? There's a conspiracy. A C-O-N spiracy. <laughs> oh, that's what I got to yeah. say about that. <laughs> so, uh, they basically said, and they announced this officially today, that all future AEW Dynamite episodes are going to be on a closed set. So, uh, it'll still be on TNT, but, uh, they're going to be at closed sets with personnel only. Pretty much just like WWE is doing. So you've seen your last full venue AEW for a while. <sighs> and then WWE yeah. released a statement. Go ahead, Roxy. No, I'm just wondering because obviously, like with with WWE, um, you go to to breaks, don't you? But if you're watching AEW live on the Fight Network without people being there or crowd sound, how's that going to work? Well, like I said on here before, well, well, like I said on here before, when reviewing AEW, they seem to be very honest and candid about their breaks. Or if they have something to show, they'll keep showing it. If they don't, they're fine with you seeing the ring crew cleaning up and just them talking banter on the mics, which is one of the cool things about the company. So, I mean, I think they'll just be as open and transparent about it as they've always been. Whereas WWE always tries to make it seem like something's going on. If you've watched AEW on Fight, they're pretty casual. If they're, You know, like everything's just laid back. Like it has the yeah. same vibe that the company has when they're on social media. Cool. I'm glad we cleared that up. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I think it'll be okay. They're probably going to work through breaks, knowing that they're on another yeah. network, I imagine. As far as if a match is going on, why would they stop wrestling? You know? Ask a MacDown. We'll get to that later. We'll get to that. I got the clip. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Someone needs to help me Join. understand how I got the clip. That Were there certain foxes around the world that didn't go to commercial break? Because I noticed that I'm, I'm looking at it. The clip that I have, it's someone who's cameraing SmackDown. And like when the commercial break came on, they everybody in the ring just kind of stopped moving and they were just kind of standing around waiting like they're waiting for the bus. Then when they came back, they all started wrestling again. It was just weird because that was on a Fox channel. If you look at where whoever got that, and it was like, what what happened to that Fox channel? Did not have commercials? <laughs> oh, God. That pissed Alexa Bliss off, by the way. Not for nothing. She doesn't get pissed off pretty easily. 
We'll get into that later on, though. But WWE released a statement to the investors in regards to the coronavirus, where they basically said, uh, WWE has substantial financial resources, both available cash and debt capacity, which currently total more than $0.5 billion to manage the challenges ahead. The fundamentals of the company's business remain strong, reflecting the passion of WWE's fans and the quality of its content. Management continues to believe the company is well positioned to take full advantage of the changing media landscape and increasing value of live sports rights over the longer term. The potential impact of COVID-19 and corresponding changes in the way WWE operates may adversely impact the company's business, including but not limited to its live event ticket sales and the sales of merchandise at those events. It should be noted that the company may be directed to cancel, postpone, or relocate certain upcoming events, and the number of these changes is unknown at this time. The company is currently unable to quantify the potential financial impact of COVID-19, but the financial impact of the company may be material. Accordingly, the company is withdrawing its previously announced first quarter and full year 2020 guidance due to the increased uncertainty of the financial impact of COVID-19 to the company. They're basically saying, listen, ticket sales are probably going to suck because of this. And we sell a lot of shirts and stuff at these venues that are not going to be sold. People come in, they buy tickets, they buy shirts. That's probably going to not look too good on this. And you guys also have to have a heads up that the states might tell us that we have to cast, cancel some of these events. And uh due to that, we're not going to really be able to tell you guys how much money we're going to lose thanks to COVID-19. But it might not be that big of a deal. And we're also saying, we're also calling bullshit on our first quarter in 2020 because of the increased updates in the situation that's the best way i could translate it look all of our sales are going to be hurt all of our sales are going to be hurt we're not sure how much bear with us hang tight and uh yeah so everything's changing apparently you used to be able to take prom pose photos with female superstars yeah i i yeah the old behind the back prom photo bit yeah why i I don't know people are weird let me take a look at this. Make sure that it's as weird as it sounds. Um, wait, what? She never walked up. You never walked up to fucking Sasha Banks and be like, "I want to put my dong on your back." Like, the, the only prom pose that I know of can't be displayed. So, what are they talking about? Let's see. Here. Yes, that's just, that is creepy. That's creepy as all fucking hell. Oh, so this is what they mean. This. This oh God. Mean? <laughs> oh, that is the look of a woman who is enduring this photo. Oh, you have the photo already. Oh. Oh, it's up on the screen. Oh, that's... I don't dread to see this. <laughs> that's just... So here's... Man, I have so many mixed feelings on this. Oh my god! Listen. Wow. And I hate to say this. God, I don't, I can't even think of an elegant way to put this. There isn't one, so you might as well just lay it rip. You know what it is? She stood there, smiling... Knowing damn well she can feel her boner on her ass. Is that boner on her ass cheeks? Glad, you, about took, glad you took that part because I, no, I don't have to say that. <laughs> he got ready for the picture. Oh, <laughs> glad you got that part out of the way for me. So I'm a little bit better going into this now because that's, you know, the, the other things, which is the reason why I'm glad you got that part out of the way, is because I was going to open with if this was the AVNs. Or some sort of adult video convention, pornography convention, 
and I hate to say it because it's Becky Lynch, and you took a picture like that with someone, since it's about sexuality and physicality, it's less creepy. Like, if this was you taking a picture with, I don't know, who's the current porn star? Fuck it, I'm going to go. If you take a picture with like Jenna Jameson, let's just go 90s, I don't care. Damn, you threw it back with that I one. I right. I don't want to use a current porn star. I don't like people to know my taste. True. <laughs> I'm just kidding. But anyway, let's say you take a porn, porn star picture. It's less creepy because it's Jenna Jameson or, or, or someone current, put someone current on spot or Mia Khalifa, whoever the fuck it is. Then it is, then it would be Becky Lynch where it just looks like you're, you're hugging a wrestler and it's awkward for her and it's awkward for you. You should be, it should be weird for you. Like any other picture but that. It looks like right before the camera snaps, she whispered in his ear, I have a boyfriend. It just looks like you'll catch cooties before you catch Corona. <laughs> you know, it's I just don't know, weird. Man, he looks pretty I'm, happy about that photo. I'm yeah, no shit. To, this is probably the first time he's touched a woman in a year and a half. <laughs> I'm gonna have to relabel this this link. I was gonna tweet it out as superstars no longer prom polls. Let's change that to something. The man gets more. poked. Let's change it to oh, there we go. Put it in the chat room for you guys there. Wow. <laughs> No more WWE prom post photos because it's creepy and gross. And in parentheses, and COVID-19. <laughs> Motherfucker, look at like his theme song. His mom was like, I got something in my left pocket for you. <laughs> WWE should never. WWE should never. I don't give a shit if it's WrestleMania. They should never let that be the picture that you take. Right? Like, like, like it, it looks like he's hugging a man again. Like, Becky is having no part of this freaking, like pedo grip like what the fuck she looks like a standee like the look one at that get on the WWE show. He, he, he looks like he is about to lift her and take look the at, fuck off after this picture look at all the shit you know Eve Torres, look at all the shit eve torres tried to give donald trump for his picture this picture is guys right? practically trying to butt fuck her like eve you sit down and you shut the fuck up like you know becky had to deal with this awkward ass picture a year look ago and he said nothing i take donald trump any day over that Right over the, the, over the awkwardness of the polls, not the guy. I'm not judging the guy. I'm just saying the awkwardness. I mean, yeah, if it's if it's peace, least Trump got money. Like the worst thing about this photo is that you know that he's going to put this on his Facebook to people who don't know anything about wrestling, and he's going to go, "Ah, oh, me and my girlfriend." You and your girlfriend where though at WrestleMania? Because that's the thing that's behind you. <laughs> Good lord! Your girlfriend likes WrestleMania. Yeah. Yeah. It looks it looks like one of those photos where it's, she's just being photoshopped in. But you know what the bad part about it is? Even that wouldn't be that that wouldn't even be the best case. Like it's like she's taking like she's not grabbing his arm, nothing. She's just there. I might take yep. the I might take the little icon that they use for COVID nineteen and just photoshop it to his face and that'd be the graphic. <laughs> I mean if you could pull it off. I mean pull it off. We've done harder things on here on the fly while on the air. <laughs> no, you know what, that's so true. Actually, that'd be a perfect one for be cool, honey, honey bunny. Yeah, make him COVID nineteen, Captain COVID. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, they're gonna hate us. Anyway, oh, so well. other things fucked. XFL, like I said before, they have called transition. Off- oh my god! <laughs> right. <laughs> XFL called off their season. What, like three games in? Yeah, that was it. Jesus. Damn. Yeah, I know. They have a... Let me take a look here. Bear with me, guys. I'm just putting all this shit together and reading it for the first time here. So they basically said that uh, all the players, they're holding off regular season games, but the players are going to be paid and all the ticket holders are going to be given refunds or credit to future games. And uh, 
they're going to be paid benefits and their base salary. And they couldn't have done it at a sooner time because they basically did have somebody that uh, tested positive for COVID-19 in the XFL. According to Pro Football Talk reports, uh, they said that the Seattle Dragons player, we don't have his name or anything, but he tested positive for it. So uh, now you got to think about who in the XFL was in contact with the Seattle Dragons play. I didn't follow their, their freaking thing. I have no idea what the hell happened. But you guys can let me know. Well, originally it was doomed from the start. Now coronavirus has killed it off. Third time's a charm. Fucking coronavirus said not again. No. We don't want this out here. (laughs) Take it back. (laughs) Motherfucker, you failed the first time. No. (laughs) Oh, man. Yeah, so he tested positive. He wasn't feeling good. (sighs) And now, according to ESPN, XFL players are allowed to sign with the NFL or Canadian Football League. So they were told this after they were given physicals this past Friday. Before that, uh, they needed to wait until after the XFL playoffs before they could talk to NFL teams. But now they're free to do whatever the hell they want. So... I can't say I'm no football expert here. I do wrestling, but I, I don't think that's good news for the XFL. I can't say that this is going to work out very good for them. Not, not at all. You know, so like, like, like you, you really think he hate me go pass up an opportunity to possibly go to the Super Bowl? No, like that's what I'm saying. Like the, the, if the NFL like, was even interested, they would probably take the top players and then leave it even more bare bone than it already was. Yeah, they leave you with a fucking C squad, like. Alex McCarthy reported that WWE's contingency plan for WrestleMania would be to hold the event this in during the summer in June or July. Wow. And and clearly we found out tonight that's not the case. They're gonna have it at the empty performance center. But uh you know, he was saying that June, July is one of the plans because European travel ban, numbers of events shutting down, the NBA season being suspended, and he just doesn't see how they can run Mania now. And I personally think that waiting until June, July in theory, might have been a smarter move for them. Yeah. But at the same time, who's to say what if it'll be better or worse in June or July? You know? Would would it have still been in Florida? So experts are saying, and I hate to do that because I don't want to fear monger here, but experts are saying that if everyone did what they're trying to do right now, like if you all dotted your I's, crossed your T's, did uh, what's it called now? Social dis- distancing or whatever the fuck it's called? Yeah. Uh, if you all stood away from each other, effective immediately, like everyone globally practices this, we would be able to kill this by October. And that's like if everyone right now, there's no one who screws around and doesn't believe and goes, bah, I'm going to do whatever. If everyone just tightened up from now till October, you have a good chance. And I don't think everyone's going to tighten up from now till October, but that's what some analysts are saying jordan grace she's the impact wrestling knockouts champion right now yeah she uh dethroned ty valkyrie ty valkyrie was the impact wrestling knockouts champion oh that's for right like because a, uh like because tessa year, blanchard yeah. is the is the world champion now right right All yeah right. gotcha yeah i was thinking of the world champion see how they confused me <laughs> i thought that she beat tessa blanchard i was like that's no, kind of no. weird okay she said that uh 
unfortunately, she has to make the decision to pull out of Venom Championship Wrestling because she has a wedding in two weeks and there's a lot of elderly family members and he doesn't, she doesn't want to take any chances with her health, which that makes sense. That's what's going to affect more than anything, the elderly. You know, it's not going to yeah. affect. So th- that's what they're trying to minimize. It's not that you're going to be killed by it, but they're trying to minimize the people who are vulnerable to get as small amount of casualties as possible. Yeah, um, like when you're younger, you're not, not even that you're like immune to it, but it's like it wouldn't hit you as hard. Right. So Meltzer was saying that the AEW, even though they don't own that building, the Dallas Place building, um, they can sort of run it like a closed set if they need to. So they're going to be okay using that. Like that could almost be their performance center type deal. They'd have to pay rent there, I guess, obviously, but it, it'll sort of be one of their things. And obviously WWE, good investment in the performance center because, uh, even though it's not being used as a performance center, it's the, it's a building that WWE owns that has rings and has all the equipment and things that you need to be able to make a show. It's the only building that they own that they would do. If they didn't have this performance center right now, they would be screwed. Full sale university closed down completely. NXT would be homeless. Don't, don't confuse it, guys. Full sale where NXT is taped, that's not the performance center for anyone that wasn't following back when this whole thing happened. When they transitioned from FCW to NXT, Triple H decided that it would be a good idea for them to build a facility that's 100% theirs where wrestlers can go and have rings and have entrances and have all the resources that they need. That's a completely WWE building, not something that they rent like from Full Sail, not a little venue or something. He wanted there to be a building for the wrestlers, almost like a base for the wrestlers to go to. That's what the performance center is. The reason people confuse it too is because it's tightly tied with, with NXT, which makes you think of Full Sail. Full Sail is already gone. So if you're, if you're wondering, no, they didn't all go to Full Sail and where, and where NXT is. No, this is the performance center that you see like on breaking ground. You know what I mean? Like that building where you see them training and shit. That's what they're using now because it's the only building. They don't have control over whether a Full Sail opens. It's the only building that is pure WWE. This is their shit that they own. So they could do pretty much whatever the hell they want with it within reason. That being said, Full Sail has closed. And it's being reported that NXT is going to be at the Performance Center for a long time. They're not going back to full sale anytime soon. Melsa was speculating that if they tape multiple episodes at once, a lot more people will get a chance to stay home. If they took the show off of being live, they could do like the old NXT and tape three or four episodes in a row, then have these superstars wait it out and then run the episode sequentially every Wednesday. Whether or not they're going to do that is yet to be seen. But we do know that they have moved to the Performance Center because it's the safest option for them. At this point. Uh, yeah. Now, uh, yeah, a lot of people are sort of, uh, like Renee Young, uh, WWE backstage. That show's not being moved to anything. WWE backstage is done for now. Production is suspended. So, and it's not going to come back. Uh, we don't know, but they're saying we're hearing that it might not come back until March 20th, which isn't really that long. It's only a week of production, but I guess that means they won't have an episode ready, which Renee Young tweeted out saying this is a huge bummer all around. We love doing the show, but of course, healthy, healthy and safety are number one. I think she meant health and safety. See you guys real soon. Uh, we also have, uh, combat zone wrestling, good old CZW saying that their 13th anniversary show that was on fight TV. And their March 21st unapproved pay-per-view, they're still going to go on, but there's going to be empty venue. So even CZW, that basically let you drink fluorescent lights if you want to, are tightening right. up. You could pee in a fucking electric fence, but they know when, when fucking coronavirus shows up, eh-eh. <laughs> yeah, so 
a lot of people doing it. Braun Strowman, you could tell he's having a little bit of anxiety because he he tweeted. After he did that Watch These Hands thing, which at first I thought maybe that was company directed until I really started seeing his Twitter where he put it, blows my mind what's going on in the world is the lack of consideration for other for others people have good god these tweets walking through the airport watching and listening to people <laughs> cough and sneeze without covering their damn face without a care in the world for others beyond unacceptable exceptionable i think he means unacceptable all right i don't know is there an unacceptable is that a word no right unacceptable no be not at all <laughs> what the fuck's unacceptable that's the longest word i've ever said unacceptable i hate to be a grammar fucking nazi here but i don't think i've it's ever seen a unex- grammar nazi that man made up a word it's unacceptable <laughs> He doesn't accept it, and he doesn't exception it. It's unexceptionable. Unexceptionable? That's how angry he is. That he needed a stronger word than unacceptable. This shit is unexceptionable. It just wasn't a word good you know enough what? to explain his disgust. I, I feel like we could let it slide and hit the drop that time. Can we really? Even though he didn't earn it? I don't know. <sighs> I feel like in the haste of it, I, I feel like I, I can blame the anxiety on that one. All right. LeBron's okay, a little freaked. He's a little freaked. Unexceptionable. You know, he's a freak. He, he angry tweeted and fucked up a few times grammatically in this. You know? <laughs> Someone must have sneezed near him. You know, he was like, Achoo! he was like, God damn it! Like these Fuck. conditions are unacceptable. Holy oh, shit! <laughs> <laughs> I would love for you. I I, would, I didn't have time to do it, but I would love for one of you guys to find the timestamp on this on the story I told. During uh, the party game zone. You know what? I kind of want to hear it again. <laughs> but in the meantime, I'm going to keep going through more of this COVID stuff to tell you guys how much longer the rest of us have to live. Seth Rollins also gave a bit of a speech here. Let's have a look at this. This was a, this might have just been him on social media. Yeah, I think this was just him on social media. He was at this Dead Boys Fitness Instagram account. And he did like a thing for them. And... uh. Yeah, the thing that he did was like a Q&A where they asked him about WrestleMania and how he felt about the COVID-19 and everything. I promise you this whole show is not going to be COVID-19. I'm going to start answering. I'm going to answer immediate questions at 2.50. So hurry up. 2.34. Oh, almost 2.46. Once we get to 2.50, I'll start. I'll just answer. I'll just say a few things and get it out of the way. And then I'm not going to answer them anymore. Man, you guys are... Then we'll talk about regular things. It's really teetering. Ah, oh, they'll get there. There it is, 256. All right, first of all, I don't speak German, so Project Schiller, I'm not going to start today. Second of all, WrestleMania, I don't know. Don't ask me questions. I don't know. I'm not in charge of that. I go where they tell me. This Monday, I'll be in Orlando with the PC, doing Raw in front of nobody, just like SmackDown was on Friday. Probably just how NXT will be on Wednesday, all right? <clears throat> about WrestleMania, nobody knows. It's all up in the air. So just wait for further announcements on WWE's social pages or whatever. Okay? That includes our Day of the Dead Boys, which people have been yeah, asking me. So Day of the Dead Boys is up in the air. It's all dependent on if WrestleMania happens or not. If WrestleMania gets the go-ahead and we can put 70,000 people in Raymond James Stadium, then I'm sure we can put uh, 100 people in a little park in, in uh, Tampa. So if WrestleMania is a go, Day of the Dead Boys will be a go. That's all there is to that. Easy? Easy to follow? Everyone understand? I don't know about WrestleMania, number one. Either do I. Not that I know. Nobody knows. Two, 
if it happens, Day with the Dead Boys will happen. End of the story. No more questions about that. Got it? Get it? Great. All right. I hope everybody's healthy. I want to issue a quick apology to anybody who uh, is in the Omaha area or in the Midwest that was coming to the World of Wheels signing last Friday. Obviously, WWE needed to cancel uh, all signings with talent who are going to Orlando uh, for the PC tapings because of the air travel. We don't want to go to a signing, see a bunch of people, get sick, take it across the country. So. We had to uh, cancel my appearance at the World of Wheels signing for that reason. My apologies. I'm sure we will try to make that up to you as soon as we can. Uh, that was out of my control. So um, that is what it is. Uh, other than that, I'm going to give it over to um, Joshy. And um, I'm gonna, my shoulder hurts. So here's Joshy. Okay. Well, damn. Yeah, he just goes where they tell him to. He goes where the money and the pussy is apparently because that's all he's gotten since becoming a WWE superstar, right? <laughs> Listen, man, wherever these people forgive me have gotten me great pussy and lots of money and fame, so I just go wherever. Like, are we inconveniencing you, sir? Like, shit. They tell me to pedigree, I pedigree. Yes. They tell me to curb stomp, I curb stomp. It's whatever. So, I, I just, wow. <laughs> I just seen him in a different light there. Why, why is that? Like, what specifically about him? I don't know. He just seems very. I don't know whether he's agitated or overworked, tired. I don't know what the fuck, but I don't know. He's, I don't know. I mean, I've, I've been told by people that he comes across as an asshole in real life. That's the first time I've actually directly seen it. I've been I mean? suspecting this guy of having something off about him ever since he put down mint chocolate. Like for me, that was kind of <laughs> like, what? <laughs> Like, what? Wait a minute. When did he do that? Yeah, he was saying how shitty mint chocolate was. That was a few months ago, and I was like, "Really, dude? Oh, what he needs you to trust him because I'm going to come for him otherwise." Yeah, like that—that that upset me to the, this day. Even if you turn face again, man. Mint chocolate. What is wrong with wow. you? What do you? What kind of chocolate do you eat? <laughs> <laughs> Sexual chocolate. No. <laughs> no. Right. <laughs> I had to. Don't tell him that he's going to show up at your house in no fucking time. Oh, my Ooh. door's locked. You think that's going to stop him? I saw him rip a cage off, rip a door off a cage. <laughs> Fuck you mean? Hey, I'm now on I coronavirus lockdown. Fucking mint chocolate. What's the matter with this guy? Oh, crap. I think I found it. I actually already did. Sorry, I didn't want to interrupt Roxy. Uh, I, uh, I found it. Uh, I found it during the during the Rollins drop. I was I was a bit <laughs> of a multitasker. I'm just trying to bring it up on our Tron, so I still need like a minute or two to transfer the link over. We run a complicated bridge here, guys. You got to bear with us. Yeah, it, it gets a little crazy. But um, while you're getting that up, it's kind of a uh, not necessarily wrestling related, but apparently this uh, whole thing's even affected uh the NBA 2K game because mm-hmm. one of the features in it is um in its online mode it basically it, it, it updates um one of its online modes based on how the nba season is going since the nba has basically stopped their season that mode has in a sense almost ceased well they need to add that mode to some of the wrestling games how come their stuff doesn't change based on how their season's going yeah but the, yeah. the most you ever see that the two kid at the wwe two game um do is with uh there are road to glory, and that's just you have to qualify to compete at that particular pay per view. But yeah, it'd be better if like more of that stuff was changing up along with it. But all I'm saying is, I mean, a hint to the guys making the AEW games. But yeah, <laughs> yeah. 
All right. So I'm going to paint the scene for you guys here so that we can talk about this. So this is this I'll is Wednesday. You were here for this. Oh, God. I know some of you guys don't listen to our Wednesday streams. Our Wednesday stream, it's like a game show style thing. We do trivia and stuff like that. Lots of fun. You can interact through the chat room. Come look if you haven't. Those only get uploaded to Facebook Watch and YouTube. Uh, they don't get uploaded to SoundCloud or iTunes or Stitcher or TuneIn fucking podcast addict all that stuff we might be listening so that's why you might have not ever seen that being said so it's myself destin and mist on the air and uh we're talking this is just a story that happened to me okay let me get this here i I said this a little bit in the chat room but i figured i wanted to bring it up here too uh so when i was traveling the city today i just figured i would have a little bit of fun maybe next time i'll tape it because i really wasn't expecting this reaction but a couple of times, you can ask Stacey's mother, she was right there with me. Like, I would go onto the trains, for example, and I would em- I would enter the cart, and I would go... <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. And, and to no. be honest, I was just being a little condescending, and my dude, I did not fucking expect the reactions that I was getting. I did it like two or three times, right? Different Different instances. First time I did when I first got in the train and first time I did when I first got in the cart and sat down and everybody looked at me and I literally had to go, just kidding, just kidding. (laughs) Then this woman, this woman enters the train with her two kids and she walks like right past where we are. I don't know what made me, but I just did like a really old man and I was like, (laughs) and like, they all turned and looked at me. Now listen, now listen, this was a black family and they looked so white in that instant. Oh no. And then I, I looked, at, and then I I looked at her and I smiled and I just like before, well, I'm just kidding. And then she laughed, she popped, she liked it. She was like, oh, you got me. She was like, oh, I was about to say, you got me, you got me. And I was like, yeah, I got you. <laughs> that is amazing. The screwed up part is what if you weren't fucking around. And then the last one was uh, walking in Manhattan, walking down Times Square, because it always happens to me, and I hate that shit. These two women are walking slow in front of Stasis and I. So I kind of got, like, right behind them. (laughs) 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 So they both turned and looked at me, and then I went, I'm just kidding, I just wanted to get past. And then as I walked away, they went, well, it worked! (laughs) (laughs) Jesus. Oh. Oh, I thought it was so funny. <laughs> Messed up it shit, was, man. Uh, said, well, it worked. Anyway, so that was that's what we do. That's kind of stuff that we do. In between uh, rounds, we'll just bring up oh. random stuff. And that was just one of them. I remember I wanted to clip that, but I didn't have a chance today with all this damn COVID-19 news I had to put together. But yeah. yeah some of y'all fuckers got to show up on Wednesday, all right? Don't show up and just wrestle it. <laughs> Everything else is funny, okay? We work hard for this shit. You know how many tears on the shed and trying to play that game when I can't see past the tears for y'all? <laughs> I was crying um, during that shit. My stomach hurt. I had a headache afterwards. Like <laughs> fucking people. And look how scared everybody is. <laughs> My favorite one is just the lady and her kids. Cause I was like, I see that moment. <laughs> the look she gave me. Cause she gave me that look that sounds like Boy, my motherfucker, you better keep, no. She gives you that bitch if you get my kids sick. 
I already had to take them out of school. <laughs> oh, man. So much corona. Bring that sickness around my children. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna tell you something right now. You gotta you give them a little bit of a you gotta, pissed off black woman or kids, all right? <laughs> you gotta bring them in give them a little Eddie Murphy delirious. You bring this virus into my house, Gus, with my children. <laughs> You bring this virus into my house. <laughs> oh, God. Got to give him a little of that Eddie Murphy delirious. <laughs> Every now and then. Oh, shit. That is too much, man. <laughs> you got to have fun bit, sometimes. Like, yeah. Some fun. Not to the point of scaring people. Yeah. Yeah. Like, that's a, that's like if I had a blood, like if I bit a blood cast one, <laughs> and I, like I had some of it run down Ooh. my hand. <laughs> Now you pushing it. Right? Shit. And I look around at people holding my hand like, oh, I'm so sorry. This is normally doesn't happen. Fucking that shit has something just like that happened to me at work the other day. I'm sitting here. I can't remember what I was fucking cleaning. And I think I almost swallowed my own spit and I coughed for a second. When I tell you, I felt everybody in that kitchen look at me. And I was just like, I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah. That is, it is. Uh, it is definitely rough. Say at least. So movies also let's not forget guys movies television series most movies and shows that you've been waiting for have also been canceled right yeah pretty much canceled yeah. and or delayed you know tons of things that were that you were looking forward to are pretty much done uh what movie was it that fast and the furious movie didn't they postpone it by like a year yeah fast nine is not going to show up for probably at least for me a year for a year i guess because That's they want to hit like a good box office time so the movie's in the can to my knowledge, but they just don't want to air it right now. What are you guys thoughts on the delay that long? Yeah, I mean, a lot of people were going to, a lot of those Fast and Furious fans were probably going to go see it. So it's like, you want to make sure that thing is completely out of the way before you do something like that. Because all it takes is the wrong person to be in that movie theater and here we go again. Yeah, I'm trying uh, to see here if, uh, if there's any more updates in regards to AEW's show next week. But yeah, it looks like the Daily's Place is the place where it's going to be. Even The Rock here. Look at this. The Rock had a Netflix thing that he had to suspend. Did you hear about this? Oh, this I did not hear about. Yeah. No, no, me. This is an Instagram thing. Uh, it's something called Red Notice. Red Notice, is that his company? They're now suspending their productions due to the coronavirus. Uh hmm. He basically said, we are pressing pause on our Netflix production of Red Notice effective this Monday for the next two weeks. It's my privilege to speak eye to eye with our entire crew to help give a little clarity and guidance as the most important thing right now is for us to get everyone home to their concerned families. Got to protect our babies, spouses, loved ones and elderly. We'll continue to monitor and assess the situation closely to make the best decisions for our families first and then our businesses. With a resilient nation who ultimately will always rise to the occasion to be accountable and work together to overcome whatever, whatever hardship lies in front of us. Our country will do its job as the rest of the world will do theirs. Everyone, please stay healthy, vigilant, safe, and let's protect one another. We're all in this together. And then signed DJ. And then the actual link that he put up with this, I'm going to put it on the screen right now. I really appreciate all your hard work and your patience during this time. But, you know, my number one goal for you guys, and it's our number one goal, too, is that we're going to get everybody home to their families, because really that's what we need to be right now, is home, taking care of our families and making sure they're good and supported and taken care of and protected, especially our elderly. 
Uh, so we're going to make that happen. We're going to do everything we can to make that happen and make that happen fast. We love what we do. We're very blessed and lucky, but you know, this is the kind of stuff that can wait because the most important thing is, is to take care of our families. Yeah. Gotta take care of your people. I, I respect him doing that, but at the same time, the amount of people doing this is what's contributing to the problems that we're having. And again, going back to my warrior metaphor, people who've looked up to the rock as both an actor, a hero and a wrestler, it's just lowers morale when you see the rock go home, you know, it's just like, well, guys got to wrap things up, you know, and I get it. It's, it, it's probably the right thing to do. It's just a lot of big people coming forward and being so public about it. I think it's having inadvertently, the the reverse effect of what they desire. This isn't making people feel good, you know? Like if uh if you live in Metropolis and Superman says that he has the fucking mumps, you might get a little bit nervous. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and that's literally what this is when you see like a lot of people doing that kind of stuff. You know. But how do you make people feel good in in this kind of situation, you know? You disclose the important information that they need what they can do and uh and how they can go about their lives but you don't freak out which it looks like a lot of people are freaking out and that's ultimately been a problem people are acting like this is umbrella or the walking dead and we have zombies and right now social media is just becoming more toxic than ever there's just all kinds of people on there and Everyone, I get it, has something to disclose, but I just think that the information needs to be presented in more of a factual, less freak outish way, less over dramatic, uh, because people are at this point being dramatic. And what worries me is I'm not saying that this is going to be better or worse. I'm no scientist. I could tell you what I think, but I would say take my opinion with a grain of salt. I'm no scientist. Take everyone's opinion. But whether or not this gets better or worse we're in the early stages of this and for people mm-hmm. to be freaking out like this at this point it doesn't even matter whether or not it's going to be a big deal or not people have already made it a big deal everyone's saying i hope it's not a big deal i hope it's not a big deal guess what it's not even a matter of whether or not this is going to be a big deal the way people have reacted have inadvertently made this a big deal no matter fucking what all of the things that you're worried about happening shortages on supplies and food and and things being shut down you're sort of causing them by reacting to them the way that you're doing. So it's already a big deal. This isn't a matter of whether or not the virus is deadly or not. That doesn't fucking matter. The economy's already hurt from it. It's going to take a long time to recover just from the limited amount of things. There are things that are done. There are things that are over. That XFL, whether you like it or not, that business might be fucking finished. There are people that are going to be losing their job. But the point being that the reaction that people have had has already caused a worse reaction than the virus itself. And that to me is the bigger problem. The way, and you know what? I blame social media. This has happened many times. We've had H1N1 or H1N1H1. We've had the, we, even things that weren't health related, the Y2K there and, and, and fucking, yep. you know what I mean? The West Nile virus. We've had all these things, but now that social media has become a prominent force, people are fear mongering and they don't realize that they're fear mongering because they're scared. So they're also fear catalysts because they don't even realize that they're carrying their own through their own fears and insecurities that they're conveying through the internet and people follow these people that's why they're called fucking followers and then those people now have insecurities and fears and they're conveying them onward to their followers who are following their followers and before you know it everyone's scared and you know what even the president has followers everyone is following someone i don't think that we should have followers there should be a section for leaders there how about go. that mm-hmm. followers and fucking all this other shit where's the leader section please somebody tell me 
This is the reason I've always been anti-social media, aside from plugging our stuff on there. Because at the end of the day, it's really easy. And I've said this before. That's what makes Twitter and all this other shit so dangerous. That any monkey with thumbs can create a tweet. You know, if you really care about something, at the very least, I think you should convey it on a bigger platform. Because it's so accessible and because it's so easy, you should reach for something harder. Anything harder. Whether you have a blog, whether you have a podcast like us, whether you're a streamer. Any effort that you show me, in your opinion, that's not just a fucking tweet is going to make me value it more. Because everything takes more energy than it takes to write 256 characters or whatever or, or less. And that's my problem. There's a lot of mongering around and it's like Twitter's becoming catalyst for a lot of this stuff. It is becoming ridiculous. And that's what's really worrying me. It's not whether or not this becomes serious or whether a lot of people get sick. People are already getting sick, but it's becoming mental illness because they're reacting negatively towards this. And this is, again, in the early stages. Who's to say that by April 17th, this isn't going to actually be really bad? We can't say. We've seen entire countries. We've seen all kinds of places affected. Full city shut down. Who's to say if in a month it's not going to be worse? But the point being for them to act like this now, how the hell are they going to make it through a month from now if it's worse? Exactly. They're mm. fucking up right now. Everybody's acting crazy right now. There's nothing to be worried about. When you look at the numbers, the numbers aren't even scary. It's just being read by people who don't normally read numbers of, of, of fatalities and casualties and, and disease and stuff like that. So they're looking at it and going, oh, my God, everything's worse than this. That doesn't mean this doesn't have the potential to become worse. But that's the key word here, potential. It has not been as bad. And it doesn't mean it can be. So I do give, com- you know, you know, I, I definitely give credit. I commend uh, the, the city for acting as far as uh, minimizing casualties with what they're doing. I'm not saying that that's not effective, but I'm just saying that people are making this a lot worse than it needs to be. So be careful what you say, who you have as a following and what you're telling them. Make sure that you're just getting all of the information because otherwise you're just making a fool of yourself out there. And I hate to see that. There's not enough information to go one way or the other right now, in my opinion. You shouldn't be scared to live your life. You also shouldn't be stupid. What's the middle ground? The middle ground is to continue to live your life, but take the precautions that are being instructed. That's all. Yeah. It's you know, that simple. Follow instructions and, and shut up about it. That, that's what people aren't doing. And that's the reason why a lot of this is becoming a problem, you know. Uh, I'm going to talk about a few more cancellations and stuff here before we talk about some of the some of the people on the opposing side, like myself. Uh, NWA Power, they have basically had to suspend all of their operations. They said that uh, they're gone until June with live performances. The Crockett Cup pay-per-view on the 19th, uh, the NWA Power tapings on the 20th and 21st, uh, the Superpower episode that they're supposed to have on the 17th. Uh, all of that stuff is, uh, kaput for now. They're not doing anything with it. So NWA power is going to be on a break. Impact had to cancel lockdown, the lockdown pay-per-view March 29th. You know, they basically said that, uh, they're canceling March 28th, I guess was a lockdown and breakdown was March 29th. Both of those are postponed. Yeah. Cause I did hear that lockdown was supposed to be returning this year. And it's like, yeah, that's been affected too. Yeah. But according to PW insider, Impact Wrestling is still paying everybody, regardless of the fact that they canceled everything. Everyone under their roster is getting their money for all those events as if they worked. Oh, so good. Take care no of your one, people. No one's going hungry in Impact. Everyone's being well taken care of. They told them not to worry about nothing. You know, their events are canceled. has nothing to do with whether or not the wrestlers get paid. You know, the Impact Plus and special that was on Twitch, uh, that's also going to be canceled. So this is what I'm talking about with this kind of stuff. There's a lot of people that are 
I think everyone's scaring themselves into a group style of hysteria. Something funny, though. Samoa Joe tweeted out a picture of his bidet. Am I saying it correctly? Bidet? It yep. Sprays your ass. It sprays your asshole. That pressure wash. Oh, a B day. A B day. Is I say a B day. Have we been pronouncing it wrong over here this whole time? What the fuck? I don't oh, know. I know. How often have I had to pronounce it? <laughs> I, I've it? always known it to be bidet, but I mean, I, it's a bidet. I knew right? what you were talking about. It's a bidet. So it shouldn't really matter. It's a bidet. Cleans your eyes. Yes. Anyway, uh, <laughs> Samoa Joe. Some of y'all that can't wipe. Samoa Joe. And I bet you're you wonder how how right like just for me to go from bidets to Samoa Joe, um, he has them in his house. Um, <laughs> That's what I was thinking about Samoa Joe. You never expect to learn like it's just, and now you can't unlearn it. Like I gotta yeah, get like this. You, you convince yourself that that guy wipes his ass with sandpaper. Like, but like, no. the ne- like, like the next time I see him, I'm gonna be like, yeah, somebody pressure washed their ass where they can't even read. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's good. He has a pressure washed ass. <laughs> you know there he is there's his that's his picture by the way not me you know we ha- we that's have one great. tweet out that says our truths uh toilet paper game is strong so now we're gonna have one that says some more drills but bidet game is strong there you go there it is oh. right there so he basically said everyone thought i was being a bit excessive when i had these installed throughout my home now i sit upon sanitary throne of smug satisfaction I hear it in his voice. That's the fucked up part about it. Yeah. He did that Samoa Joe fucking promo. <laughs> a sanitary throat of sacrifice. <laughs> you know the fucking whisper screen promo? He fucking so now he doesn't have to worry about toilet paper. I'm thinking, no, he doesn't even need the R-Truth technique. Why do you think he brought this up? Because he realized that he he's saved. Now there's going to be a bidet shortage. Oh, God. At that point, like, what the fuck? Like, <laughs> Yeah, at that point, we riot. At that point, we riot like it's Rodney King style, motherfucker. Oh, don't get me stuck. No, we don't. We don't riot at that point. Uh, uh. <laughs> fuck the beat. <laughs> fuck, 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 fuck the beat. <laughs> oh. oh, man. That would be way better. Ruin that song for me. I swear to God. Give somebody a different kind of swirly on those, right? Oh, Jesus. <laughs> It's in the back of my eyes. <laughs> you know that fucking feeling? You go to the pool and you get water behind your eye. Yeah. <laughs> Still high on water bill. Still high yeah. water bill. Stacy says, "Yeah, well, you know what? Not as high of a price as you'd have to pay with no toilet paper." Yeah. But the thing is, you need to ask yourself: your your ass is going to be wet afterwards. So what you wipe it in? I don't know. I've never seen these contraptions go to work. It depends on how thorough they are. Like if it, like if it's the kind of spray pressure that they used to use during segregated times to like hold back black people, then you would be able to get a nice and clean ass. <laughs> I'm by no means endorsing holding back black people with water spray pressure, but I'm just saying oh that I always thought about how clean you must get when that happens to you. Oh, so just God. imagine that, that level of water pressure hitting your ass, you'd be good. Oh, it's, oh, if, it's, if, it's like, if we're talking like schoolyard fountain, then you'd be pretty fucked. You know, like you, yeah. light, you need you that shit to have rims. like it needs to have like that blast, like that. Whoosh, you know, where it just it just hits you, it lifts you off the fucking able, that seat. Needs to be able to get a lonely housewife to a, to a night, right? Yeah, exactly. It has to lift you off the seat. Oh God. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, at that point, send that shit back, all right? <laughs> <laughs> Oof. Oh, no. I, uh-uh. When it's time to evacuate the area, you just get on that shit and it blasts you off. 
power. Football today. <laughs> but hey, sir. <laughs> oh I'd I'd hate I'd hate to be a doctor in a fucking ER trip for that shit. What yeah, happened? Right. My bidet misfired. <laughs> oh God! What the fuck just happened? I don't understand. I don't know. It's how Joe. Joe did it. Jesus Christ. All right. So Kane released a statement to the residents of Knox County, Tennessee, in regards to the coronavirus. And let's see what the hell Kane has to say here. Better look at this toilet, right? This is Knox County Mayor Glenn Jacobs. I wanted to give you all an update on the coronavirus situation here in Knox County. As of today, we have no confirmed cases of COVID-19 in Knox County. I think we all realize that at some point that will probably change. It's a statistical inevitability. But as of now, we have zero confirmed cases. The Knox County Health Department is running point on this issue. They are in constant communication with the county, with the city of Knoxville, with the Knox County school system, with the University of Tennessee, with the Tennessee Department of Health, with the CDC and the private sector ensuring that we all have appropriate plans in place and can make the correct response. But my message to you today is to not let fear dominate our lives. President Franklin Delano Roosevelt said many years ago, we have nothing to fear but fear itself. He said those words during an extremely dark chapter in American history. And what he meant was that in spite of very serious issues that we're facing, in many cases, it is our response and how we react that really defines who we are. It's our response that's sometimes more important than the issue itself. My great fear is that the fear, almost hysteria and panic we see surrounding the coronavirus is as dangerous, if not more dangerous, than the virus itself. So my message is, please live your life. Don't let fear dominate your life. Use caution, use the proper precautions, wash your hands, use hand sanitizer. If you need to use a fist bump, use a fist bump instead of a handshake. If you're sick, stay at home. If you feel that you need to get tested, get tested. If you are in a vulnerable population, such as our seniors or people with immune system disorders and deficiencies, Exercise a great deal of caution. For the rest of us, live your life and don't let fear dominate and define who we are. Because I'm worried that our reaction, our fear, our hysteria, our panic surrounding the coronavirus can actually cause more long-term damage than the virus itself is going to. So live your life. Thanks for watching. And uh, yeah, I swear to you guys, I, 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 I did. I did not watch that. I don't watch anything before coming on here. I don't prepare at all. I just pretty much run the program with you guys. I did not watch that, and it pretty much mirrors exactly what I'm saying. It's not even a matter of whether or not this is going to be serious. This is serious right now, and it's serious because of the people making it serious. And again, everyone was so worried about. What if there was a shortage on supplies and what if there was a shortage on food and toilet paper and soap and all this other stuff? They were so scared of it happening that they made it happen. The virus hasn't done anything yeah. yet. 
we are in the crisis that everybody's worried about. It already happened. If you're in, if you're living in this world and you're thinking, I hope this doesn't become bad, I, I've seen it already. It's bad. But the sad part is that it's not because of the virus at all. It's just us. It's just it people. We're, we're probably fucked. And I hate to say it that way, but it's not because of the virus. So everyone needs to just chill out and stop acting like this. I really wish that we could purge Twitter for make everyone just, just, I wish that would go away for a few months. That virus, you know, that's a real sickness that we keep coming back to it on this show. It seems like no matter what we talk about for years, guys, we've been saying that the real sickness, the real underlying sickness is not game addiction and anxiety and depression and ACD and OCD and DVD and DDP. It's none of that shit. Turn the, turn the fucking Twitter off. You know, like everyone who's doing that kind of stuff. Yeah, I, I think um, breaking the fourth wall for a second. You would mention maybe I think it was offered like what last night. You'd even have like an interaction with Roxy on Twitter, and I was like, holy shit! I thought I was seeing things. And I was like, yeah, that's like the one time I've interacted with somebody on Twitter in forever. Yeah, I never see you on Twitter. When I saw you re- like you responded to something that Rox put on uh, Twitter, and I was like, holy shit, Destin! I was like, nobody. I'm I'm usually a man on a like everyone. Most of the t- the talk much community is, is Facebook esque. Which full disclosure, I I kind of. Very recently, I would say, within the past couple of months, I moved to Twitter. And the Facebook still exists and people can still reach me. But I really moved to Twitter in the sense that the whole since 2014, when we've been doing this show, uh, the Twitter, the two Twitter accounts, the Rick Darriman and the Talk Brunch account, they've just kind of been there. You know, and I just kind of copy and paste things and go about my day. Yeah. Like I, I, I very rarely have made it like my place that I go to and look at stuff, which it kind of has become just because I'm really sick of. Like I just think Facebook sucks at this point. So, uh, you know, but even when I've like visited there or just infrequently checked it out, I've noticed I never see Destin on there ever. All of our guys, Squires either. Squires can't stand it. He likes being on Facebook. And now I see you there. Yeah, yeah like lately it's just. Primarily because it's the one place where I have contact with Roxy, so it's like, of course, I'm gonna be on there now because I mean, fucking Roxy. But <laughs> it's a it's a yeah, better like, platform, honestly, Destin. It's better for the kind of stuff we talk about for gaming and for wrestling. That's more of a good platform than than, than yeah. uh, Facebook. Facebook has literally become where old people go. You know what I mean? It's like if Corona wants to find the old people, it just needs to make a Facebook account. <laughs> Jesus Christ! You know? That was it's dark like, but true. It's a bit different for me because obviously I'm very immersed in twitter that's like my go-to but i can 100 percent agree with what you guys are saying because every i mean don't get wrong i've i've tweeted out a few things about it but like it just seems to constantly be like constant feed and -and so-and-so said this and -and so-and-so said that and there's just so much shit on there about everything that's going on very hard to believe what what's true and what's not and it's like i don't have a fucking clue what's going on i'm just listening to what i'm being told to do i'm being given advice and i'm just like okay well i'm gonna take from it what i will make my own opinions make my own ideas about it but like you know i i get why it's toxic yeah and and guys that we're not telling you on here by any means that doesn't mean don't tweet about it if you want to. And what I'm saying is don't obsess over it. If your if your Twitter account reads something like just caught the latest episode of Hell's Kitchen, LOL, can't wait for WrestleMania, and then 
hope I don't catch Corona. That's one thing. But if it's just kind of like Corona, Corona, retweet, Corona, 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 close down Corona. Trump, retweet, then Trump, Corona, Trump, Corona. It's because of Trump, Corona, Corona. Twin then, peaks, then Corona, after Corona. It's kind of like, what the fuck is wrong with you? And that's a lot of the accounts that I'm seeing. We've had to get rid of people from from this community because that's that's just kind of weird. Like, do you, are you like... What is, what's wrong with you? Do you have other shit to talk about? Besides, like, it's one thing, and that's what Kane's trying to say here. It's like, yeah, sure, be aware and everything. But people will start to freak out. Everyone has someone who follows them. Whether you have a small following or a large or a medium, it doesn't matter. It's a following. Much like Corona, that shit spreads. Don't think that your small influence doesn't eventually cause ripples that basically resonate out to larger communities. So you have to think about the way that you act when you're doing that kind of stuff. The way Kane did it. Those people in Tennessee probably feel good. Yeah. Yeah. They're probably, they're said, probably like, the hey, only people aware, that feel good. Be safe, but don't freak the fuck out. Like, you know, and, and that's the reason he's mayor. Cool was saying he was trying to figure out how he became one. Well, you just saw an example of how he became mm-hmm. one. Look what he did. He, you know and he I mean? set another fire. He set a man on fire in kayfabe. Isn't it crazy? Look at this man for a minute. I want you guys to look at this guy for a minute on the screen here. Isn't it crazy? Think of all the mayors that you know. Isn't it crazy how much more trusting this dude looks than every other one of them that you can possibly think of in your entire life? You know what I'm saying? Like- this guy, I believe him like I've never believed anybody before. And this is a guy who I've seen set JR on fucking fire. They fucking shocked Shane McMahon and tombstone his mom. You know what I mean? And it's just, it just goes to show he's a good mayor and his, his message. This is the best message that I've seen because, yeah, is the corona thing going to get bad? It already has. It's all of the shit we were worried about. It's already completely happened to us in, in a shorter period of time than we estimated. All because of us, you know? So now we're going to have to recover from not even... And that's what worries me. Going back, and I want to stay too long. As, but what happens if in two or three weeks, the people who are worrying are right? And it is worse there. We already made it worse ahead of time. We're not even going to be able to ride this thing out the way we would have if everybody didn't freak out in round one. You know? You're like yeah. an MMA fighter who you only came to the fight prepared with enough stamina for the first round. And if you didn't knock the guy out then... Then you're fucked for the next four rounds of trying to recover. (laughs) And that's what this basically is. We blew all of our steam in the first round with this fucking thing. But nothing's happened yet. And they went out there swinging and running around. And now we're gassed. We run out of resources. There's not many supplies left. Food's low in a lot of places. People are already, morale is already down. The economy's plunged. And this fucking thing hasn't even hit us yet. It's it's the same thing that happened to fucking Ronda when she got beat. She was gone in round two. Like, that was it. It was just a matter of time. Yeah, we let this thing holly home us. Now we're just waiting for the, you know, <laughs> Austin Aries. I know you guys don't like when we talk about him on here. Sorry, but uh, I found some good points with his stuff. Let me see if I could bring this up here. He he sent out a screenshot. Oh shit! Yeah, mm. this is. I guess I, you guys might have seen this already. This is coronavirus facts. Okay, and uh, it basically is showing every election year has had a disease. In 2004, we had SARS. In 2008, we had avian. I don't even remember that one. In 2010, we had swine flu. In yeah, 2000, I think that avian was bird flu. Oh, God, yeah. In 2012, yeah. we had MERS. In 2014, we had Ebola. In 2016, we had Zika. In 2018, Ebola returned. And 2020, now we have corona. So, to say the least, we can see here, and I don't want to play with conspiracies. We'll save that for October. But there's definitely a pattern here. You know yep. what I mean? Like it's, and I'm not saying it's, it's not a, I'm not accusing him, but there's definitely an interesting pattern here when you look at. Oh, yeah. There's always an election and something going on and there's always a disease. I scroll through YouTube 
And I advise a lot of you to do the same. Don't use the PC version of YouTube. That's garbage. If you do, use youtube.com slash TV so you could get like, it sort of looks like Netflix when you look at the tiles on Netflix. Reason I do that is because you can go to the local section, local news. I don't like the news, but I like to be aware of things. That is a crazy paradox, right? A contradiction of terms. An <laughs> oxymoron, as you would call it in layman's terms. But Rick, what do you do? Well, it's simple. As you guys know the way tiles work, when I go to the local news section, I just scroll from left to right, and I don't actually click into too many things. I'm just reading the headlines because the headlines generally have what you need in regards to the story. And then when you need a little more information, you click into it. These are two or three minute clips. It's easier than sitting there watching a one hour news program, which no one does. But you can just scroll the headlines and just get a general taste for what's going on every single day. And I couldn't help but notice scrolling the other day. Coronavirus, COVID-19, Corona, COVID-19, isolation, quarantine, COVID, blah, 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 blah. And then there was like this one little Fox News two minute clip in between all of them if you scrolled long enough. That was like the United States fires missiles at Baghdad in retaliation to American troops being killed out there. And it was like, that's funny. I wonder if anybody notices that one. Like we fired missiles yeah. a little while ago. Mm. <laughs> but but there's all this corona shit everywhere. Who has time to read the news about missiles being fired? Exactly. <laughs> you know, I just couldn't. And I'm not saying, again, I'm not trying to play conspiracy theorists here, but I just found it interesting. That right at the time that every single news article, called, there's one little article if you just look long enough about missiles. One just kind of snuck in there. Like. Yeah. Why? You should never live in a society where missiles getting fired is unnoticed by humanity. If you brought us back down to our base Neanderthalic form and put us in loincloths with spears, we'd notice if a fucking missile launched. <laughs> so you're telling me. That there's enough shit going on right now. That you, Nobody that you, sees it coming. <laughs> that nobody's going to launch a missile. You see, Somebody you got should... the new Parker fucking Call of Duty. Nobody's on shit. So there's definitely reason to question this kind of shit. You know what I mean? Like, there's definitely reason to be skeptical about the severity of the situation. And if it's really going to be that bad, and that doesn't mean it's not going to be that bad. But I'm just saying that I question it. Now, again, getting, we're going to get to my opinion at the end of this just remind me because i'll forget but anyway so i'm looking at the austin aries tweet here and it basically says uh fear mongering a perfect compliant corporate consumer slave needs to be three things number one unhealthy number two unhappy number three unsafe we then will buy shit or freely give up our remaining freedoms and rights in pursuit of the illusion that'll make us healthy happy or safe hashtag coronavirus while the sheep herd together, tell me how dumb I am. 3,700 people worldwide have died from coronavirus over the past month. 4,800 Americans have died from heart disease in the past three days. 48,000 a month. No mass panic, government intervention, no closing KFC or McDonald's. And that's what I'm talking about, guys. Look at those numbers. You don't have to believe me. You don't have to say Rick's just being an asshole going out to trains coughing paranoid. And you know what I mean? Look at these numbers. He's absolutely right. There are way more car accidents. There's so many things going on. That doesn't mean it's not a threat. It's another threat. There are many threats in this world, all of which we have to deal with. A lot of them more dangerous than this. And uh we're hurting ourselves by stopping certain things. I wouldn't say all things. Big massive events at arenas and stuff like that. That's smart. Sure. I think when once you go down the food chain to the smaller things and the smaller businesses, then you're just hurting people because the, the, the widespread epidemic is going to be at stadiums. Because, again, going back to the beginning of the show, 
people are traveling from all over the world, all over the country, gathering in one place and then all going back. So that's different. But when you're telling people to close like the local pub, that local pub probably can't afford to be closed. You probably can't afford to not run your business. A lot of these businesses run week to week, paycheck to paycheck. You can't rationalize that because them starving is just as bad as them dying in a lot of ways. Mm-hmm. So for me, it's crazy when I hear about that level. Sure, WrestleMania, it may suck for us, but you've got to close that down because it's too big. Close that shit down, you know, but don't tell Pop's freaking diner down the street that he can't serve his regulars. And that's where accountability comes into play. Because the reason Pops can't serve his regulars is because our government has doubts in our efficiency to be able to self-quarantine ourselves when the signs are there. Why is that? Because a lot of people will say things like, well, it's just a cough. It's just a sore throat. It's just a sniffly nose. There's no such thing as just a, whether it's a cold or not. If you have a symptom of something, you stay home. Because if anyone understands the way viruses and things like that work, what might be a sniffle for you becomes literally a full-blown illness for somebody else. That's why they're called viruses. They fucking mutate. They're not worried Mm -hmm. about the effect it has on you. They're worried about the mutation it becomes when it goes from host to host. So the danger of this is that some people can have it, and if their immune system is strong enough, they'll have no symptoms, none whatsoever. I have a damn strong immune system. I, you guys know, I don't get, I don't catch a cold, but once, maybe every few years at best, I've gone six, I think seven you years. One the whole time I've been a part of this group. And you know why? Cause I wash my hands. And when I get it, it's almost dead on arrival because I'm, I'm constantly sanitized. I'm constantly cleaning. I'm, I'm eating good food. I'm making sure that I'm healthy. It's more for the people that are older than myself that are not doing those things that don't have those practice habits. And that's the problem. There's a good amount of people who don't. I didn't have to change anything about the way I live when this happened. And that's because that's the shit I was already doing. I wash my hands constantly if I touch anything. I told you guys this before. I wash everything around me. I've always cleaned hot zones, which if you don't know, hot zones are your doorknobs, your refrigerator, your your freaking locks, your uh, your freaking toilet tank flusher, stuff like that. You clean hot spots constantly. You keep alcohol around. You wipe shit down. You clean your hands on a regular basis. These are just things that I always do. My main motivation is that I always have shit to do. And any day that I'm sick, less shit to do gets done. It will, I didn't need to be scared into by, by Twitter to know that I don't want to come on to an episode of Talk Brunch with a sore throat or feeling like crap. Because you guys have seen this. One thing for long-time listeners, you guys know. If I'm on my deathbed, if I'm not dead, the show still goes on. And Destin knows that because the time he's talking about that I was sick, I was literally almost on my deathbed. I was like one oh, step dude, away I from the emergency room. Like you were and, I, and I said, I told you guys, I literally would have to be dead. I'm never going to be one of those people that needs sabbaticals and none of that shit. I've seen that with other podcast hosts where people need to be. De- I told you guys, I'm, I'm, I'm in this full power. <laughs> you know what I mean? So at my worst, I have come on here. There are episodes you could go back and listen to where I've had no voice. I do it no matter what. And anything, I'm not saying you have to be that way for anything, but anything that takes that level of dedication, which I all hope some of you have something you're passionate about, not just because of financial gain, but just because of spiritual or mental gain, uh, you're probably going to power through no matter what. So that being said, that's enough motivation for me to keep my hands clean and not want to catch any illness, not just Corona, but influenza and common cold, anything, anything. And the problem is that a lot of people don't have that mentality in our country, which makes people think of things this way. Not good. Exactly. You know, I mean, mean, shoot, breaking into a long one. People know me in my personal life. No, no longer with GameStop and I work uh, with Burger King. One of the things that's become 
it was a habit I already had, but it's become a bigger habit is washing, sanitizing my hands. When I tell you I can work a five-hour shift and guarantee I've probably washed my hands six, seven, eight times. And it's just now it's a habit, not only just in my work life, it's in my outside life too. It's just it's just really a good habit to have. It makes it to where you don't have to worry about stuff like this all the time because your yeah. body's healthy enough. You're keeping yourself healthy enough to where it's not an issue anymore. And yes, I do know Saku. It's funny, you're an MTA worker and I've never gotten to meet you. But yeah, I know exactly what you mean. And that's another thing, going to what Saku House was saying in the chat room. Uh, it's become a thing for me where I just don't feel comfortable if I don't do it. I keep a small, and I've told you guys this before, I keep a small bottle filled with alcohol, usually 70 to 80% alcohol, um, by my desk at all times. If I go to the bathroom, I wash my hands, obviously, but when I come out, I, I'll take that bottle and as I sit down, I'll spray my hands real quick and just wipe it down. Don't be a pussy if you have a cut, whatever. It stings a little bit, you know. There are things that happen in sex that sting more than that. Just fucking take it, wash it out. You don't need sanitizer. Rub, 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 your, rub your hands with alcohol. Don't be punk asses about this. But I've been doing it for years. If I if I do anything, if I get up from this from this uh seat and I go do anything, instinctually, I'll come back and I'll alcohol my hands and just rub them together. And it's more of a habit because I may not remember all the things I did. You know what I mean? I might have gone to two or three places outside of the room that I'm in. I might have stepped outside and not thought about it, touched something that I didn't think about. Who knows? Maybe I didn't touch anything and I'm just wasting alcohol. Who gives a shit? But the point being, anytime I come back to this stationary position to sit down, do a show, whatever, I'm wiping things down. That is not a habit because of, of COVID. I haven't gotten sick no. in years and years. And you guys know this about me in years. It can't be 100% help, but I'm telling you, it could be minimized. And that's all you really got to do. Keep your hands clean and then keep them out of your mouth, nose, ears and places, eyes, places they shouldn't be. You know, it's like I've I've just I, I've always had an, an an issue with germs and stuff. I wouldn't say like I'm a germaphobe, but I'm conscious of my health just so that I'm able to perform better. So I'm, I just always kind of make sure that things around me are clean. You shouldn't be sloppy about the things that you do. You know, it, it's better to be late and have your shit tight unless you have a douche boss who doesn't get that. It's better to be late and keep your shit tight and crisp and polished to the point where people can see the crease on your suit than to be sloppy and early. If you could do both, be early and, and tight, which is hard nowadays with all the things going on, go for it. But Austin Aries is right. There's a lot of other diseases that are a lot worse. All people have to do is stop being being fear mongers when it comes to this entire thing. They, TMZ actually caught up with Chris Jericho and they asked him because I, you guys know he's supposed to be taking some time off because Fozzie's touring, you know, yeah. and they asked him how that was going to affect that. And uh, this is what he had to say. I'm going to run this on the screen real quick. How are you doing, Mr. Jericho? I, wanna, I asked, is your tour going to go on? The Fozzie tour? Why would it? Well, Pearl Jam just canceled their Giga the show will still go on with Chris Jericho and Fozzie? Why would Just the coronavirus, you know, like... You think it's more of just like a... The, the public shouldn't panic so much? I, I don't think the public should panic so much. So you're, so you're, you're going on no matter what? Well, unless, unless the cops make us not. Sorry, what'd you say, unless the cops? Unless the cops tell us we can. Like the government or... Yes, the evil government. <laughs> No, it's kind of a bummer because, you know, Coachella, Pearl Jam. That's hysteria, man. I hear you, my man. Well, rock on, bro. Take care. Like he said there, mass hysteria. You know, even he gets it. You know, people are freaking out. 
You know, Becky Lynch released a statement. She spoke to TV Insider and she basically said it's business as usual. I think we're constantly meeting different people wearing, we're constantly shaking hands. We know to use hand sanitizer. We've always, we're always exposed to so many different bacteria in our lives in so many different countries. You can't freak out about this stuff. You have to continue on and hope for the best. And she's right. How often do you see wrestlers with colds? They know to do that kind of shit already. Most people know to do this kind of stuff. It's the general, it's the general public that you have to be worried about. But I wanted to end us talking about the uh, corona with you hearing from some of the people in the wrestling community that aren't taking this shit seriously. Becky Lynch taking it as seriously as you need to. Chris Jericho not taking it seriously at all. Austin Aries not taking it seriously at all. Kane taking it as seriously as you need to. None of them freaking out. All credible sources, I feel. Where everybody, and Kane's practical. Yeah, obviously, statistically, it would be impossible for him to not get uh, some people infected there. Just if you look at the way numbers and the way epidemics and pandemics work, there's no way to not get it everywhere. Okay, I'm going to be frank about that. There's no way to not get it every single place. This is not going to end with there being places that go, well, what do you know? We didn't get it. No, everyone's going to get this. Every fucking place, every town, neighborhood, street, you're going to get this. It's a matter of, of, of controlling it, which is what they're trying to do. And again, that doesn't mean it's going to kill you. Some people, it's not going to do anything more than what a cold does. And another thing, respiratory. It's a respiratory disease. You're going to be breathing, guys. It's going to be cough. I haven't heard any symptoms being sniffles or sneezes. Thank you for uh, thank you for the sparks, Sako. 10,000 sparks there. By the way, guys, I know a lot of our community doesn't mess with the, the mix of stuff. The sparks do not spend money. It's the embers where you'd be spending money. I know some people are scared to hit that spark button. You, you're accumulating sparks just by hanging out in the live chat room. You can spend them whenever the hell you want. You'll build them back up. It's the, uh, it's the embers that you gotta pay cash for. And I don't want your cash for embers. Hold on to that shit. You're gonna need it during this. I don't know what you're gonna buy with it. All the food shortage, but you know, and there's no toilet paper, but hey, maybe you could wipe your ass with the money, right? It's <laughs> a good point. <laughs> I like how it took rocks so a moment to chuckle on that one. I know, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, guys, that's all that I'm going to really say in regards to uh, the whole COVID-19 thing. I want you guys, though, uh, Destin and Rocks, just give me your opinions overall on the entire thing. Well, for me, it's, 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 it's a bit difficult because... Um, I'm one of those people uh, that's quite susceptible to catching colds and things like that. Not because I'm unclean. I'm actually ridiculously clean uh, to the point where I would probably call myself a germaphobe. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But um, I have have, um, asthma and I have um, allergies and um, I'm also... I wouldn't say I'm immune deficient, but I don't have a as good as an immune system as everybody else. So personally for me, I've actually taken um, things into consideration and I've decided to do the whole self-isolation thing. Not uh, on purpose, but because I don't have to be in work until Friday. So I've decided like there's no point in going out because people are fucking crazy out here anyway. So I've just decided that I'm just going to stay home. I'm going to chill. I'm going to look after myself. And I'm just going to, you know, do everything I can to make sure that I'm the best possible version of myself as I can be. Yeah, so. and that's and that's the right attitude type. If you don't need to go somewhere, you don't have something that you have to do. Now's a good time yeah. to not take unnecessary risks. But going crazy the way people are doing, 
it's uh it's totally unnecessary yeah i might need to add, i might need to add though for my job i do work in a bar so like i'm a bartender barmaid whatever you guys want to call it over here over there and i know for a fact that there are people in this place that do not uh observe personal hygiene very well so for someone like me going into a situation like that with all this fucking bollocks that's going on there might be a point where i may have to step back and go do you know what i can't i can't be here right now so i haven't decided what i'm doing with that yet but i'm hoping that you know for the next three four five days whatever long it is now um that maybe things will start calming down but if they don't then that's that's just the way it goes that's just the way the cookie crumbles as they say bring it up you with know? your employer tell them look i'm i'm seriously thinking about not being available if the oh he's aware of that one of the girls are already off yeah um, and his mum is kind of like stage four cancer so at the end of the day if i contract it and i give it to him and he gives it to his mother then i'm I, I hold myself. It's probably not my fault, but I would hold myself personally responsible. So I'm just going to see where we go with this over the next couple of days before I actually figure out what I'm actually going to do. But for now, I'm just going to just hang fire and just see what happens, to be honest. There's no point in worrying and speculating about something that, you know, yeah. we don't really know a lot about. So I'm, I'm yeah, just going to take a chill bill and watch some films and play some games and yeah. that's how I'm dealing with it. Yeah, FYI, though, what we do know, just from seeing, observing it from different cities and states, including my own, is that a lot of places like that, be mindful, a lot of these bars, at least New York has enforced it. If you're a bar that doesn't serve food, you have to close. And if you're a bar that serves food, you can do delivery only. And I think that's the direction all bars and uh, establishments like that are going to be going. Thank you for that, for the foreseeable future. So uh, just something for you to keep in mind. I'm not trying to scare any of you guys that work there, but uh, the, you are going to see a drop in that because everything's going to be going to take out for a good long time. And that's somewhat justified. It sucks. And again, I would say with the smaller businesses, it's going to hurt them. I see the logic, but I don't see the necessity for it to be that extreme. New Jersey has a curfew now, right? Hoboken, I believe, has a curfew. There. Yeah. Has to be like, what is it, 9 p.m.? Like right across the bridge from me. Yeah, something like a 9 p.m. curfew. You know, so I mean, things like that are going to continue to happen. And that's what's worrying me about people freaking out before we've even gotten there. Yeah, that's that's weird. It's it's interesting to see, though, like like it the way that we're dealing with it, with the way that you guys are dealing with it, it's kind of like, oh, sorry about that. <laughs> um, it's kind of like um, you guys are like dealing with it like state by state, um, mm -hmm. region by region, and we're dealing with it like country by country, you know? Yeah. Well, yeah. Who do you think, in your opinion, who do you think is dealing with it most effectively? I don't know, to be honest. It's um, one of those things that, I don't know. It's it's really hard to decipher what um, who's dealing with it which way. I mean, I, I understand there are great bits and pieces that you guys are implementing, but there are great bits and pieces that we're implementing as well. And it's just really hard to distinguish who is dealing with it better. I mean, I, I can honestly say that you guys have a shit ton more people in in your country than we have in ours. Um, but 
I don't know. It like I said, it's different opinions and differing framework. I mean, like you guys, for example, you guys have already closed your school, so I don't know whether that's in accordance with Spring Break or not. But we've still got our schools open for the time being, um, which I personally don't agree with, but I can understand why they're doing it. But yeah, I, like I've seen panic buying across the board, which is not cool. Um, yeah. Just trying to think really. Um, I, I don't really have an opinion on who I think is dealing with it better because I think, like I said earlier, that I think that everyone's got their own unique way of dealing with it and taking from it what they will and just going about it the way that only they feel the way they can, you know? Yeah, no, yeah. I, I think that you are correct about that. And, um, yeah, true that. Again, it's about minimizing, you know, collateral damage. And I get that part right. of it. But just guys, be mindful about the way you present that shit. You know, don't say stuff that makes it sound catastrophic, cataclysmic, apocalyptic, nothing like that. You know? Pretty much. I mean, too, looking like my situation where I work, it's pretty much realistically like i only i go to work and then i'm back home and then that's pretty much my day and even when i'm at work like i've said i go well, i'll sit in there when it comes to Burger king like when in, in the back kitchen we're swapping gloves after every time we change a different task that we're doing so i'm probably washing the sanitizer my hands god knows how many days how many times in the same day so well, it's like well, you're, you're working with food you're supposed to do that life. shit you know you're yeah. working with food so it's a given it's just one of those things where it's like then you do that you do you take that outside in your personal life as well and even if you don't necessarily work in the food business do that same thing you don't have as much to worry about because then you're keeping yourself covered i mean you you see the environment where i'm working at we're sitting there having a laugh about it right now like somebody so much just cough for any kind of reason it's just like hey you but no because like, we're keeping ourselves in a situation where nobody's worrying about it i think me and like a couple of guys during a dead period we're having a chat about it, and it was just like, yeah, people are kind of blowing this shit out of proportion. Because, I mean, if you look all over the place, you're not just hearing about people catching it. I don't know if you've caught it. I don't know if you guys have caught it. You're hearing about people already recovering from it. Yeah. And it's are, like you never hear about recovers. people talking about that. Yeah, you know. No. And, and, and I, I get exactly where you're coming from, man. And it's like the same thing with me. When it comes to, like, me and Taco Bell, for example, Um, I don't work there or anything, but I think it's disgusting. So whenever I think about it, I wash my hands. That adds to more times of me washing my hands and being clean. Yeah. Like, just, like, I'll, like I'll, just, I'll be just straight up. Just think of a dirty place. I, started, I was going to say, like, I'll be straight up before I even started working there. I wasn't the best at it. I mean, I wash my hands obviously every day, but now it's a more frequent thing since I've been working at Burger King, which I mean, it winds up benefiting me in the long run, but just definitely good things like to practice, but it's like, yeah, you don't want to scare yourself the second something happens. Like, cause then you're just going to fall apart in the long run. Exactly. So now, uh, we're going to just try to lighten things up a little bit. I know, right? Like, how are we going to lighten things up? Uh, we're going to just show a bunch of sexy stuff. I'm not lying. We're going to show a bunch of fucking sexy things everywhere. I don't care. We're going to just take your mind off it. Before we go into some more news non-related to, to the COVID thing, just going to show a bunch of sexy shit on the screen. This We're going to start off with the page leaked. No, I'm kidding. We're gonna- oh, no. <laughs> You guys oh, didn't earn that. Y'all was worried about coronavirus, y'all. <laughs> maybe, maybe the zombie apocalypse will do that one. Oh God! Because there'll be no coming back. 
All right. Well, Lana basically has a deal with Bang Energy Drinks. It's a good name. And uh, she did a commercial here. That sounds like a really good too. Like I, I had um one before work the other day, and when I tell you, like I felt like I could fight crime. Like fucking that rush of energy, I wasn't ready for it. Like, yeah, I, I don't like carbs or sugar in my energy drinks. So the ones I drink are uh, what the hell are those things called again? I feel like you've told me before. Like, Rays, R A Z. I just looked over at them. Those are really oh, okay. good. I highly recommend those. Those those are nice energy boosters there. But yeah, yeah. I I rather look at her tips and drink a Rays. You know, but I just right. don't drink the bang. But yeah, she has a hot body on her. I have to say, Lana's one of the hottest chicks that they've had in that company, and they know it. They would never, ever not have Lana. You know? Like, I think yeah. that she could no. literally... They would get rid of Rusev and keep Lana. You know? Like, you, you tolerate the fact that she's annoying as all hell, and you want to strangle look at the fact that she's pretty. Like, like I said, they met each other through WWE, so WWE is more yeah. used to working with them individually than anything else. Um, She's also in a movie with Bruce Willis, right? Bruce Willis. Bruce Willis. Bruce Willis. Remember that Japanese Bruce Willis? Bruce Willis. Bruce Willis. Oh, Roxy, we gotta show you that shit at some point. Oh my god. I'm gonna say I just think that's funny. I have no idea what you're referencing, Bruce Willis. Oh fuck, give me a minute. <laughs> yeah, drop it in the chat room when you find out. I'll, I'll play the this is I'll play some of it because this is kinda long. This is long as thing. Thank you for watching my YouTube channel. Like subscribe and comment below anywho i have really exciting announcement i am doing a bruce willis film called cosmic sin it is a sci-fi thriller where i play the baddest assassin in the galaxy bringing yellow in very excited the character we're creating awesome yellow was the right move she braided all this in Yes. I am fighting for humankind. I am the best warrior, the best sniper, the best assassin, and I'm fighting for humans to survive in the galaxy against aliens if you love sci-fi i personally love sci-fi i think it's amazing star wars is one of my favorite movies my character is like han solo meets princess leia who i love them both so freaking amazing han solo meets princess leia who was dressed by marcus phoenix Ah! absolutely (laughs) love my costume um i just feel like i'm in the galaxy ready to fight i am so grateful and so thankful um to corey larg and also to bruce willis for casting me in this movie thank you guys so much originally this role um soul was written for a guy but the amazing actress that i am um the phenomenal actress that i am they casted me as soul and changed the male role 
into a female role. So I just want to give a big shout out to my haters and naysayers, all those freaking fans, all those people on Twitter that wanted to go out and talk about how my acting was so bad when I came out and gave the most amazing promos that the WWE Universe has literally ever seen. You guys are so ungrateful. It's literally disgusting. Like, do you not understand who I am? I am the greatest, greatest Don't ruin superstar it. superstar. She turned back into Raw Lana. She sneaked ah. it in. She sneaked it in. Let's get out of here. No. 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 Fuck no. out of here. No. Look no. at that. You got to be careful. She could transform. She's like Launch from DBZ. She could just transform into that <laughs> other fucking Lana. She's Launch. By the way, found him and the timestamp right below it. Timestamp? Wow. Why the fuck is there a timestamp? Isn't there like an isolated clip of it? <laughs> I think the actually eclipse kind of hard to fuck. Let me see. Oh god, but yeah, fucking she tried to like, like don't 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 heal that shit up. How dare oh, you? There's nothing like self belief. <laughs> this bitch go haul about some talk about some, all you people bitching about our promos, and I was like, oh no, not again. No, we are not going down this road. Mm-hmm. Bitch, I saw the wedding. No, we bring that shit to this movie. Like she suddenly she was so nice at first and grateful, and then yeah, all of a sudden like, it was like she turned heel again. I expected Bobby Lashley to show up in the background, like with his arms folded and shit. I was sitting over there like, oh, look at Lana. Just go. I was about to sit there like, oh, good for you, girl. Good for you. And then here come this bitch. Like, no. <laughs> Bad Lana. Bad. <laughs> Crazy shit. Yeah, you should be doing good, Lana. No, but you know what? It's still, you still get to look at her. You know, you got to be grateful yeah. for what you got there. Yeah, yeah. I just. So, so, sometimes it's just like you almost wish it was like a silent movie where it's like I can look at you. I don't have to hear you. Like, You mean like a picture? There you go. <laughs> Yeah, you wish. To I mean, if she's moving, fuck it. We can just say, but it's just like she's moving. So long as you don't have to see her or hear her, rather. Yeah, fucking. She start talking like, no, you're not good at this. Stop it. Yeah, I think I got your clip here. I gotta. I hate how damn slow it is to get things onto this Tron. It's more because of the way freaking YouTube is. There's so many different things here. Oh, YouTube. Yeah, I hate it. I legit hate the fucking thing. At this point, I'm convinced like he only uploads the stuff for YouTube, so I can go back and watch it and laugh. Like it's just <laughs> they are not fans of us. Because I'm pretty sure I'm the only one in the community who goes back and watches the game night just to fucking laugh. Like it was just... you know, it's funny. They literally have isolated it down to an exclusive cu- club. Because there's times I've searched for things on channels that I know of that I know exist and scrolled forever, and the thing just never came up on the search. Yeah. You know, that's the kind of stuff that really pisses me off about them. You know. All right. Anyway, let me see if I could get this damn thing up on the screen. So y'all can experience the magic that is Bruce Willis. Bruce it's Willis. Pain. I hate this fucking program. I swear. <laughs> yeah, so much he has a whisper about it. Yes. I'm, I'm whispering <laughs> so I, I'm whispering so I don't fucking scream. You know? <laughs> it's becoming one of those things. I hate that fucking program. <laughs> <laughs> Start flipping tables and shit. All right, here we go. This uh, Japanese Bruce Willis. It's fucking amazing. Oh, my God. 
I like how good he is at making Bruce Willis face. They have him do the climax of Die Hard. As a result of the old days when we used to hang out after the show and just go into the rabbit hole that is YouTube. That's the shit you find. Okay. I just, I, I can't. It looks like he's a walking filter. <laughs> It's like the Dollar Tree version of Bruce Willis. Oh, man. Oh, my God. looks like Like, greater value Bruce Willis. Holy shit. Bruce Willis. Bruce Willis. They almost made it better than it was Bruce Willis. Like, who's coming out? Like, oh, shit. Of all the things you could have said. (laughs) Because Bruce Willis really runs around shouting Bruce Willis. Oh, my God. You know, at some point in time, those two need to meet. Bruce if it Wilson. hasn't happened, yeah. damn it, it needs to happen. Bruce Willis in Japanese. Family reunion. Bruce Willis and Bruce Willis. Before we get into news, let's continue our, our lighthearted segment here. Because like I said, we I told you guys we were going to do have fun since the whole damn thing was going to be a pain in the ass. Yeah. So Zelina Vega tweeted out some lingerie photo. I think the reason all these girls are doing this is probably because of this, this whole situation that we're in. Because we're seeing a lot more of this kind of stuff. There's been a few of them out there. Yeah. yeah I, ain't I ain't complaining. So. Yeah, I see. Yeah, look at that we got. Zelina Vega. Oh, yeah. Bam! Boom. <laughs> not, much, not much of a story to go with it, you know. I don't have any story. That's yeah. Yeah. If you, I mean, listen, oh if you don't feel better by the end of this, you know, then I was wrong. But yeah, that's your I'm own fucking fault. Like you, you know. some grade um, A quality shit right here. Right? Yeah. She also took some poolside photo shots here. You could do the whole bum bum. Oh yeah. yeah. There's another one. People listening on iTunes are pissed right now. You better keep telling jokes, motherfuckers. When I go through these these pictures, you two better keep telling jokes because they're going to be like, what is this? We can't see shit. That's why your motherfuckers need to come here live. We've been telling you that shit for years. Oh, God. Yeah. Jesus Christ. You think fucking Alistair Black's matches with Buddy Murphy are physical? Holy shit. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> Look at that. Look at the chat and reactions. You see what I mean? <laughs> You're missing out. But it's late, man. I can't blame. But listen, you go to, go to mixer.com slash talk brunch and go to past streams. It's on the bottom. It stays up for 14 days. If you want to look at some of the visuals you might have missed, I don't put all of it. I put as much of it as, uh, I guess as I can. <laughs> yeah, it's a good way to put it. You know, 
Oh my god. Yeah, there you go. Mandy Rose also did some pictures. Which you don't even need pictures of her. She could just kind of exist. Right. And it would be okay. Yeah. <laughs> but here's some videos that she did as well. Look how high the temperature is. Not really much to that first one. <laughs> yeah, right? Is, did the temperature raise when she did that or no? Maybe. Fucking it, 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 I felt like it did. I don't know. Anyway. <laughs> Let's mute her music and just look at her. That's fine, right? We need the music. Right. Yeah. Not now. iTunes is double mad. They ain't even give us the fucking music. Slap the bitches. Unsubscribe. Dislike. She is fit as all hell. Like holy shit. Tight body on that one. Yeah. Complimenting the athletic aspect for anyone wondering for the record. It's like she could bench press. Bench press me. Like fuck's sake. Like, yeah, she really does. <laughs> like that wasn't even like a joke. Like she looks strong and shit. Like <laughs> that wasn't meant to be funny. That's the best part. Like. Yeah. Which uh, they knew it because remember when they brought her in, she was terrible. It almost looked like there was no hope of this woman ever being able to uh, be in wrestling. Put them girls up on the screen. You just broke it. They broke the internet. <clears throat> well, we're going to get it. more of them because here's Diana Perrazzo. How come she has the temperature on her picture too? Is, is this a thing now where all the girls have put the temperature? It, it, huh? I know it's one of the filters on like Instagram and stuff where like it just shows the temperature, which is weird. I don't know why it does that, but eh. I'm too sexy for my stream. I like that. <laughs> Should I write that one down? Yeah. <laughs> Why not? Congratulations, George. You might have been pissed one. They want you, Stacey says, they want you to be scared with no entertainment for you to relax and enjoy yourself. She sounds like that one night in the beginning of Monty Python and the Holy Grail who's talking about how oh his rights God. are being suppressed. <laughs> <laughs> Look at me. I'm being suppressed right now. <laughs> Bloody peasant. You heard it right there. <laughs> Yo, I heard Stasis fucking die in the background. That was amazing. <laughs> they wanna, they wanna suppress you. So yeah, there's Diana Perazzo, another chick who who has a pretty tight figure on her. When you see her on NXT, yeah, rarely when you do. I'm gonna need more of her and less of Shotzi Blackheart. So I mean, huh? yeah, and he got Chelsea Green also put out some stuff. Is it her doing oh. the Unprettier right? Oh goodness. I'm tweeting out some of these for anyone who just wants to scroll our social media later. Yeah, she's hot too, you know? Yeah. She's always looked really good. Even when she was a crazy bride with crazy shit on her face. Like, yeah. Just, 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 just the exact right I was hitting that right down. Mm-hmm. I've been hitting a real rough ride. Then we got Tayanara Conti barbecuing. He ain't complaining about the barbecue, is she? <laughs> I'm just saying lately when we talk about it, she always bitching. So yeah. The grill got released. <laughs> the grill got released. Hey, it's part of your job. You have to be in that level of shape, you know. Yeah. Mm. Going back to Mandy you Rose. Can't come out here with a flabby gut, man. Why not? That's sexy too. You, you, you can't run up in here looking like Chris Hero. You can't. Mandy Rose. Going back to her a little bit. This was a, this was another uh, image that she took recently. Sith Lord, hello, hello. Yeah, what's up, guys? Sorry, it's been bumpy tonight, but hey. I'm trying to do something better than Raw. I know everybody suffered through Raw, so we're doing our best here with with the stuff that we have <laughs> to do something better than Raw. I'd like to think that we put more effort into it than they did. I could have just ran the fucking Raw Rumble post show. <laughs> Let's be real. That still would have been more effort. Yeah. Quirky Bridge, Sith Lord Sting, Little Wolf Dog, Lord King Michael. I see you guys there. I don't think I haven't paid attention to you. Adam Awesome and everybody else. Oh, Adam Awesome. Yeah, the guy we banned, right? Was that him? The guy we banned? I don't even remember. I, I think it was. 
Yes. All I'm saying is we found the cheese, but you don't get none. So. Yeah. So that's Mandy once again. Bless her. How many people can wash this back in the mixer and just pause right there? <laughs> Lots. <laughs> and, uh, some, of about, some of y'all motherfuckers about some sticky keyboard by the end of the show. <laughs> That's not, you laugh, that's, but you don't. That know isn't the, the intent and purpose. But that being said, here's Drake Maverick's wife. I thought you were about to say, "Here's Drake Maverick." Like, oh, you troll! <laughs> like I told the shit out of everybody. Save the best for last, right? Drake <laughs> Maverick and, and right the climax. And it's bottomless. It's just his hands on his hips, shirt bottomless. Ooh. Drake Maverick facing forward, front profile. Ooh. Yeah, that is that is. He definitely hit the jackpot there, right? He oh the, yeah, he hit the Drake pot. You know. Hey, Madam know. Dixie, how do you like me now? <laughs> how <was> Surge? <laughs> Bet Surge when she was he, hitting this, don't He's fucking lucky. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Fair play. I bet he glad he, I bet he glad he don't got the 24-7 title anymore, and then he at least could have contemplated the marriage. Like, <laughs> I see why he was so sad now. Shit. How the hell didn't he consummate the marriage? It would be impossible not to. Hey, you get pinned by, you get rolled up by R-Truth in a hotel room. I think you just go to bed at that point. Most guys would be consummating the marriage, like, without even realizing. They could be sitting on eating Chef Bardi and then accidentally consummate that fucking marriage if she's around. Are you kidding me? <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking about here? How do you have difficulty? <laughs> you pick Chef Boyardee. You're so focused on a 24-7 title, man. Take a book from Paige's fucking book. And take a page from Paige's book, ironically, you know, and incorporate the title into your play. Oh, God. Title's not the only thing that has to be 24-7. Know what I'm saying? Jesus. <laughs> Jesus. It's just satire, guys. We're not serious about it. Take that take, take, take term hardcore Houdini to a whole different level. <laughs> I'm make it disappear. Watch this. Boop. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, dude. <laughs> Where did it go? See, there's beautiful things to look forward to in the world. None of you are going to die before you get to experience. Well, some of you are going to die before, but I'd like to think that many of you. I'm going to be like the COVID-19 here. I'm going to give you the statistical facts. Not all of you are going to be able to experience stuff like that, but some of you might. And even if the hope's there, that's something to wash your hands and live for. Right? Yeah, there you go. There's a good positive message in here. You know, we know what we were doing. We out here. Hashtag we out here. We in here. <laughs> this is the point where you can almost hear Hashtag me and Rocky in here. Wait, wait for more to poke it in. <laughs> yeah. So the last one that we're going to look at here, this was, I'm sure some of you have seen this, I actually linked this to you, Dustin. This was a vid- the special thing that WWE did where the women did a no makeup photo shoot. This was really cool. Your reaction killed me. Crazy. Hello, sir. I'm I did not recognize. Everybody's so different. And you'll see. Out of all of them, I did not recognize Bianca Belair. That was the funniest thing I ever heard because I was like, I knew it was her the second you sent me the picture. Vulnerable, opening yourselves up. We've never done anything like this before. So yeah, I didn't know. I'm so grateful you all wanted to be a part of it. I was so fucking confused. 
I just want to talk about the only it, reason like, it took me a second was because she didn't have the ponytail. Yeah. That was the only thing that threw me off. I look at the face and I was like, yeah, that's her. I did not write. I, I was trying to figure out who like who that girl was. Like I thought that, that was like one of their cancer survivors or something. You know, it's like, oh, they did one of those women history chicks that are from the uh, from the all women's thing. I was like, oh, shit. It's like, wow, it turned out to actually be her. Looks totally different. Truly amazing that we all embrace yeah, it. Like, yeah, it's I, kind of funny to hear really Eo like talk about how shy she I'm is. Yeah, Eo Shirai, you guys got to go and watch this. I already linked it on social media and everything. Really just hearing Eo just talk about her self confidence and just uh, you know, how she doesn't have high self esteem, but you know, the outfit, the makeup, everything just makes her feel more confident and more in her gimmick and stuff. Uh, there's a lot of good stuff here. It's interesting to hear them talk about uh, just in contrast. They all still look good, every single one of them. I'm just saying Bianca Belair is the one that I didn't even recognize. I, I didn't even know who the hell that was but uh everyone else pulling us you know that they're they're, they're, they're good looking no matter what they do scared or nervous or they don't need to like wear that. makeup and shit all the time um, you know it was all kind of taken away yeah like she looks like, the, everybody so there looks like amazing like support and positivity here um from you know everybody here look at that like that is incredible and, like this and sophie in general like all that there um, is a bit of nervousness though in the live kind of wiped videos away, like, compared support, to the photos how powerful it's like, like we can be to a each definite other. difference but so? obviously no, like they're gonna edit photos to make them look a little bit more airbrushed but at the end of the day i don't see any reason we say that that's we know there's nothing wrong with the way that they look right without all of that you know no not at all nothing whatsoever uh, this was like yeah this was a really cool thing they did you just got to see everybody it's funny how looking at uh ria i just i remember like from like things like the wwe's pc youtube i see it like just all the time so it's almost not it was it almost wasn't different yeah for me but then everybody else as well was drastically different i was like oh my god i've never seen any of you without makeup i gotta be honest ruby riots didn't shock me either no, they yeah. look more or less like how they all look how they're supposed to look. Yeah. Yeah. Every, everybody looks fantastic. And I mean, it's kind of funny. Like, it struck me really hard to hear EO talk about like her self confident issues. And then we see that freaking monster that shows up at NXT. And I was like, it's like two different people. Yeah. Yeah, there's her talking about, unless you put that part. Yeah, on. pretty. Like, you're gorgeous yeah. naturally. Like, yeah. Have you seen the photos? <laughs> we took a I, we took I, a I NXT really look photo, and she, and like she looks yeah. like she's like flawless, like oh, without yeah. makeup, yeah. without anything. Like, yeah, she looks like she's in a fashion. Stop it! Stop it! Stop it! It's the truth. Yeah, it uh, is. Yeah, I'm trying, always trying to be superstar. Yeah, but if without makeup and gear, gear gives me yeah, yeah, confidence. Yeah, confidence. yeah, so much. Change my mind yeah. to fighting. Yeah, that's so surprising to hear. Like you seem so confident <laughs> and like just like always. I'm so nervous about myself. What? What are you nervous about? I have confidence about wrestling career. I always makes. I have to get. I have to keep my confidence. I'm always trying like that, but sometimes my confidence is going down. <laughs> But there's there's things about you that so many people wish that they can have, like your smooth skin, Aww, your skin. hair. Yeah. yeah, just be. Yeah, it's it's crazy though to see somebody that you like kind of admire. Like I've I've admired your work and you for such a long time, and. I've always thought, you know, EO must be the most confident woman in yeah. the world because she's one of the best in the game. And she's also, you know, gorgeous. Like you, you almost, 
And you see that, like, you don't ever think in your head that, like, somebody like that, like, has any kind of, you know, you, you think you're always very confident, which I think makes you human. Like, everybody has insecurities, but in, in, in other people's head who admire you know that, you know, yeah. Like, you are one of the best in the world, you know? But I do think today was a, a step in the right direction for me um, with, like, embracing everything like that. But I'm still working on it, so it was, it's great to, like, hear everyone's side of it because I'm like, maybe I can, like, take a little from here and there. For me, and it took me a while to get to this point, a while to get to where I fully love myself exactly as I am, the, the color of my skin, the, the way I talk, the way I walk, the, the, who I am, where I come from, and even the way that the hair grows out of my head. It was body image for me. Um, body image was a huge thing that I have really overcome within the last couple of years. The industry I was in before wrestling, it was fitness and Yeah, see, this was, this was so such a cool shoot that they did. I was did. on that stage. And I had a, it was a 24 hour window where I had looked my best and my hair was done. My makeup was done. I was on. They should do stuff like this more often, you think? Shredded. And I always wanted to keep that look, that image of, yeah, they definitely should look like in the state on stage. And then just mix it up and throw the couple. I would be in this transformation stage where I was not happy and I would get down on myself. I'm too fat. I'm too skinny. I'm too lean. I look like a boy. I'm too muscular. It was just, I didn't know who. Like and I mean, who is you supposed to be like myself, you know, social crazy media. rockers. Uh-huh. And it finally clicked where it was like, I need to be comfortable in my own skin, my body image and what I feel best and, and how, how I perform my best now. And right now is the happiest and healthiest I have been, um, as far as body image. And I know I've been, so, yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah. And I mean, the whole thing with like, uh, the lipstick cool, like that's her gimmick. She's supposed to be that like this. Like that's her whole thing. She's supposed to be like the freaking punk rocker. Like if you're not a punk rocker or going that hard, you yeah. <laughs> I don't know what you're doing with your life. But nah, see, yeah, this was really cool though. I I wanna see them do that a lot more. Just throw just throw it out there, mix it up, throw people like Oscar, Kyrie, other kind of people like that in there. Yeah. And yeah it would absolutely. be really excellent. Mm-hmm. But I think that in this particular case, just a no makeup photo shoot, um, it was done very tastefully as well. You know, they chose the right people with the right looks. You know, maybe other girls weren't comfortable doing it. They didn't want some people. Charlotte would have been good for that, I think. Oh, yeah. I'm Charlotte would have been fantastic. I'm surprised that they didn't use her like out of everybody. But then again, it seemed like for that one, I guess, well, I can't even say they were sticking to the NXT girls because Carmella and Dana aren't in NXT. But eh. yeah. Definitely, def- definitely want to. I want to see why let's do that more often. Like, it's really cool, and you get a little bit of an insight to like how that makes them feel. Like, I'd have never known that Io Shirai had any kind of like self confidence issues. Yeah, no, I definitely wouldn't have either. Like that, that surprised me. Like, it's, it's kind of funny because every time I ever see Rhea without any kind of makeup, I instantly flash back to that video when she saw snow for the first time. Oh yeah, yeah, we were talking about that before. <laughs> Just when she lost her shit. Like. Yeah. But yeah. So there you go, guys. We've had some photos and stuff going on here. I know it's been a little bit disorganized. A lot of it because of technical difficulties all over the place. It's that coronavirus getting in the machines. Right. You know, the, the dogs are safe, but the machines aren't. You might, you guys might want to go run out and buy all the PCs real quick. <laughs> oh, you know, there's going to be a shortage. Run out and buy them all. Some of y'all motherfuckers going to be in debt forever. <laughs> Hurry. Quick. Act now. Before it's too late. 
breaking the nearest Best Buy. Go, go, go. Yeah. <laughs> go to Best Buy and buy best. <laughs> you know, that's what they that's what we want. This whole thing's been to get you there. Anyway, Young Bucks arrived Bucks at the Hardy compound. Yes, the Bucks of Youth. Remember those guys? Oh they, last generation week, they, me, yeah. They arrived at the Hardy compound last week. This sounds crazy. Are you uh, sure about this? I need you two to kick Zenith out of me and then bury me. Like, look you badly? No, I've had more than my fair share of that done. Throw a super kick party, disconnect Zenith from me again, and then bury us both so we can be resurrected. Get out of here, you little turd. <laughs> Is Arn Cassidy sure? here? You're okay. Yeah, Matt, you've oh, taken God. some really nasty shots to the head. No, no guys. I'm fine. I am... I'm about to ascend and bring on... Matt, you alright? You okay? Matt? Matt. He's dead. Matt? Are you okay, Mr. Hardy? We have to hurry. Prepare the coffin for... Entombment. Yes, Mr. Hardy. See me. Okay. What the fuck? Remind me why we're doing this? Just go with it. Who the hell's this guy? Where'd you think the casket came from? Matt, what is this? You two are the only ones that can disconnect Zenith. Please. Save us! What do you want us to do? Why are we here? Kick it out of me! You heard the man. Just, just try one. Hurry, quick! What? <laughs> God, maybe I'll try one. Oh. Oh, no. <laughs> is that how it works? Nick, yeah. we gotta get out of here. This is only take you to a local medical facility. You couldn't bury me. You couldn't bury anyone. EVPs, executive, vice, pussies. Wow. <laughs> oh my god. I guess that's why they call him Fat Hardy. Wow. Oh my god. Oh, you know what? Too much is happening at once. Right? So they super kicked him and put him in the coffin. Wait, he's coming back up. Thank you. Oh, okay, now close it. This is awesome. So now they have to bury him? When that be grave, the shovel had three H's on it. And Senior Benjamin put the cross on there and it says Zenith. So does he rise in three days? Two and a half. <laughs> so we don't even see him come back up this episode. So next week he'll, he'll, he rises from the ground. That's a whole week of being underneath it. He's probably the safest out of everybody from COVID-19. Right. So the thing I, I found it, uh, as I said to a friend, I just said, you know, I'm on Messenger. That uh, part with Maxwell. Did you hear about the deleted scene that involves that? Yes, I actually have it already queued up on the Tron. Maxo had a bot that at, the, kid at, the, at the part where the he says, <laughs> at the part where he's supposed to say, uh, 
I'll let you guys hear, but he, he, the part where he's supposed to say is Orange Cassidy here. Look what he winds up saying. Hey guys, this is Randy Orton, will you? <laughs> <laughs> that kid is awesome. Just classic. That kid, and, and funny, I was telling a friend the other day, I was like, if you only understood, that kid's been around this shit his whole life. It's another day in the fucking neighborhood when the cameras show up. Unbelievable. <laughs> I love the way he said it when he knew he fucked up. Like, shit. <laughs> is Randy Orton with you? No, he definitely is not, sir. Uh, uh, not today, buddy. Not happening. Oh, really. God. Uh, there's the link for anyone. That kid is awesome. I trying to get as many of the tweets up for our on-demand people. One of you guys, I forget which one. I think it was Michael Olsen. Or, uh, one of you guys mentioned that uh, watching us do the show live is like watching a high wire act. Because we're keeping everything going at the same time that we're dropping the, the tweets, and <laughs> we're dropping the links mm-hmm. and the tweets, and, and following the program and hitting the drops. It's like, yeah, it feels like a high wire act. So. All I'm saying is, people better keep in mind, better put some respect on that child's name. He is still one and zero in Impact Wrestling. All right. Yeah, he's the man. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> I love how natural it was for him to. Like... <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, that kid is a mess. All right. Well. It's time for one of our favorite things here. I got a flow. You got a what? I got yeah. a flow. I got a flow. You got a flow. So let it go. Yeah. Brother. <laughs> so, uh. Bret Hart did this social media live feed. Oh, God. I, I love when Bret Hart does stuff. <laughs> He's so mean. <laughs> oh, I, I wish I remembered to check it while I was playing it earlier. I have to see if Hogan's rating is higher than his in 2K20. They asked him what he thinks of Hogan. Yeah. Stu's in. Stu's covered. Um, do I like Hulk Hogan? No, I don't. I think he's a phony piece of shit. Um, <laughs> I'm waiting for the next question. So I wish this, that this clip was extended because according to reports, after that point, he just remained silent until the next question came around. Yeah. <laughs> How do you leave us with that awkward silence? It's great to just have his mean face just looking at the screen like he had nothing else to say. That was it. Next question. Like, what the fuck? What do you think about Hulkamania? That's the shits. Why are you so angry, man? That's the shits. Same answer. Jesus. <laughs> oh, Brett. He's so Did you need a hug, sir? Like, we're gonna... Come on, Brett. Cheer up. All right, well, 205 Live, according to Wrestling Observer, is now taped. They should change the name to 205 Taped because they taped it before SmackDown. So uh, it's taped around 7.15 p.m. They usually only have two matches, and then they tape SmackDown, and then they do a dark match unrelated to 205 or SmackDown to send the crowd home, I guess, happy. So slowly but surely, 205 is being minimalized. Just food for thought. And this current situation... Definitely doesn't help. You know? Yeah, not at all. They were on the cutting block as it is. Like, that's just going to hurt them more. Now they're not going to have any crowd to uh to watch this along with. This week, though, there was one person who got to watch from the crowd. And his name is John Cena! I knew it. When you start talking about the crowd, I knew it was coming. So check this out. This is something that I often long to do. Watch, watch this done live. There's no experience like it. But a guy like me sometimes sticks out in the crowd. 
I definitely stick out in the crowd today because I am the crowd, but I'm in the tech area, and because of the given circumstances, you get the treat of watching this live. Now, I'm used to performing in front of a crowd, so I'm a rookie at all this stuff. I'm watching the pros and taking notes. This is, this is awesome. Very lonely. You get the idea. Yeah, kind of fun. So unsupported boys. WWE is still shopping around. It looks like it's almost definitely going to happen in regards to selling off their pay-per-views to another company and it no longer being part of the WWE network. Um, Mm -hmm. They basically said that uh, we're going to be hearing about it, I think, next quarter. Yeah. Actually, we're going to hear about it this quarter. So, uh, so pretty soon, because we're almost out of the first quarter. If anyone doesn't know how quarters work, you know, you basically, uh, it's a fourth of the year, which we're, we're pretty much through. So, yeah, you're going to start hearing about where the pay-per-views are going. I suspect they're going to wait until after Mania. This will be the last Mania that you have on the WWE Network. Yeah. Well, if that's their decision, you know, good luck with that, guys. Wrestling Observer is reporting that Triple H has a new role in the company which was being seen as a quote-unquote quiet demotion because his main responsibilities are just NXT and expanding that brand's global reach. So uh, he used to oversee all talent and live events as the chief operating officer. And uh, right now we're being told that Triple H uh, is about the performance center, develop and open new performance centers domestically and internationally so that they can expand the number of talent they groom for the future. And so he's in charge of the Performance Center and NXT. And I guess he's in charge of making more Performance Centers everywhere he can, is the way that reads to me. Oh. So, uh, yeah. That's the reason why during SmackDown, uh, they, you know, when he was joking around with Michael Cole, he said, for a guy who got demoted, I'm sure stay busy. He said something like that. He was kind of throwing shade at the dirt sheets. And I don't know if that's him mocking the fact that Meltzer's reporting it as a demotion when in fact in the eyes of the company it isn't or if that's just him acknowledging it or both yeah I mean I would guess both but I'm sure he's happy I mean that's what everyone thinks of with Triple H is him doing the NXT and the Performance Center stuff but it just looks like he's not really in charge of the big brand stuff in any way whatsoever so uh, no you know he he sort of uh he sort of took some of the roles of the the co-presidents in a sense you know but just with the NXT and with the Performance Center stuff, not with like the whole brand. So I guess it's like a position that didn't really exist before. And in regards right. to those uh those presidents, George Barrios and Michelle Wilson, uh their severage their severance packages apparently were revealed online. Which um yeah, they're pretty lucrative. Just in case you haven't already had a shitty enough week because of everything that's going on. Let's take a look. What we got here. Uh so they each got $1.4 million and $176,000 bonus. They get health, life, and accident insurance for the next 18 months. So that's pretty nice. I'll have a demotion, please. Yeah. Well, they didn't have a demotion. They had a firing. They're gone. Oh, I'll have a firing. Huh? Yeah, you Probably take a firing house. too, right? Even better. Then you don't have to work. 
the demotion, <laughs> the demotion, you still have to work. Triple H got kind of screwed. These guys are gone. Look at those figures. That's beautiful. And Roxy's like, fuck it. I'll take Call of Duty Wars on all day. Fuck this shit. <laughs> <laughs> we out here all day. That's the way that's all work. day. And all day, every day. Just severing <laughs> packaging away. <laughs> My goodness. You had to stress that one, didn't you? Yeah. So, uh, in other news, apparently there was a mishap with the Undertaker shirt recently. I heard about this, but I didn't see what the mishap was. Let me have a look, and I'll tell you. I love doing this now. I get to I get to see the shit with you, uh, Undertaker. Oh, yeah, it's, it's the most fun. Let me see what we got here. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Oh god. So the fact the, that you reacted before you put it up on the screen frightens me. No, it's on. It's up there. But uh, be weary of the old man in a profession where young men don't last long. So, so what uh, you calling me elder? We. <laughs> so here's the problem from what I'm seeing. There's the word leery, which means cautious in a sense. And there's the word wary, which means cautious in a sense. The word weary is just a merger of the two words that doesn't exist. You could be leery or wary. You can't be weary. (laughs) Be weary of Corona. So, 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 so was they mad when they made this one too? Like, be weary of, of be weary of Cobb of 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 COVID nineteen. <laughs> but yeah, be weary, be wary, be leery. So yeah, they fucked up. Maybe that'll be their word now. Weary is it real though? I guess weary is yeah. There's no such thing as weary. Be weary of grammar. Oh, leery. Well, we say weary as in you're tired. Is that a word though? Yeah, I believe so. I mean, yeah, but, we usually but that say, would be... how, how are you feeling? Oh, I'm feeling fatigued and weary. Okay, so be, yeah, because weary, be sleepy, be tired of the old man. We are kind of tired of the old man in a profession where young men don't last long. It's just an accurate statement now. Well, it could mean be wary. Well, that's what they meant. They meant be wary, W-A-R-Y, or leery, L-E-E-R-Y, but they just merged the two and made weary. Like, fuck it, they close enough. Yeah, weary means you're tired. Yeah, which we are tired of the old man in a profession where young people don't last long, but that's not what they were going for. Yeah. Dear Lord. Now, now if you want to be more accurate, put in parentheses, we can't do his moves right, that's different. We're weary about a lot of shit right now. Yeah. All right, a couple more stories, then we're going to wrap up with the weeklies here, so we've got a little bit of time left here. Now, apparently one of those AOP guys hurt his bicep. Yeah, author of botch number two, I guess is the name. Akam, yeah. So yeah, uh, Akam. He apparently they're saying he might not need surgery, but it'll be a couple of months without surgery. With surgery is six to eight months, but closer to eight without surgery. It would, but without surgery could still be a couple of months. So get the surgery. Get the surgery. Yeah. Well, then Rollins is down one disciple. All, all he's got to do is just get rid of the bot or the office botch, and then get a legitimate tag team. He'd be all right. Yeah, well, we'll see. These guys are injury prone. Didn't they just come off of an injury? I feel like they're always injured. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The other one got injured. Ah, we're doing that again. We're doing that again with tag teams. This is what happens when you get guys who are big and just don't do shit right. This is why Vince doesn't like tag team. Triple H has even said that he doesn't like investing in two guys and then one fucks the other one over and then like he, the whole thing's fucked up. And I, I hate to say it, but when this happens so often, you almost can't blame Vince for feeling that way. Yeah. Like, good lord. I hope he gets better, though. Not that I care for that team, but they, they were doing better with Rollins than they've done with anyone else. Yeah, it's because they weren't wrestling. They were just existing. They were with Rollins and they were with Paul Elring or with Drake Maverick. 
know, it's that running theme. As long as they're not by themselves, nobody has a problem. You know, like there's something to distract them. Yeah. Nia Jax, thanks, Seth Lord. Nia Jax was apparently uh, bored because she tweeted out saying, I'm just going to start another four horse women group so I can get booked because talent has nothing to do with it. Triggering people in three, two, one. So, uh, Nia, you was doing so good. Yeah, we, we were encouraging you and everything. Even though you, in fact, ironically, don't have much talent, we were still being positive. You know what I'm saying? Like, fucking Sasha gets hurt more than all of them, but still more talented to you. So. Yeah, like, why are you well, so well, I, mean, I, I mean, one of two of them only headlined fucking WrestleMania last year, so Stop one's it. coming up on basically a year as champion, so. Mm-hmm. That, that takes a lot of talent, Naya. <laughs> Apparently, Big Daddy Yum Yum indie wrestler was shot according to ktbs uh they said he has non-life-threatening wounds as a result of a shooting i remember that guy he used to sell chops man it was one of the funniest things the way he would sell japanese chops wait is it the guy wait no no it's not the guy who does them really fast it's a... it was the way he would sell the chops <laughs> i think see i that. remember who he is he used to flail his arms in the air and shit, right? Yeah, he's a yeah, yeah, yeah. That guy, you you know him. Everybody seen oh, that shit. God. I forgot that was his name. That motherfucker used to sell shots. That usually used to sell Yo, chops like Denzel getting shot the in the way, end of fucking training day. The way that dude used to sell Japanese chops specifically. Wait a Let me see if I can find it. Oh God. Yeah, like it's when I heard, it, I was like, wow. I used. I I remember first seeing him on Botchamania. Years ago on Botchamania, it was like Daddy Yum Yum Chops, and I was like, "What the fuck is this?" And Matthew had the music while he's selling the chops. Let me see if I, I might have it here, not the Matthew version, but I might have a version of this that I found just now. The Chop Master. This shit used to be. You want some of me? You want the title? Anyway, you get the point. Look, he kept doing. I have to bring it back up on the screen. How many times? What the fuck? <laughs> I thought we were done. <laughs> Oh my god. The sh- what? <laughs> okay, I've had enough. I tap out. I tap out. Anyway, glad he's not dead. You know what? The fact that he's going to be okay, I can say it. Can you imagine how he sold the bullet? <laughs> <laughs> if that's how you sell chops, right? <laughs> Then imagine how you saw bullet wounds. Oh my god! <laughs> like I just in my heart of hearts, I want to know that he in my perfect world, that's how he sold the shit. Just boom, he sold the shit like a fucking Power Ranger. Boom. 
So Tony Khan spoke to during that AEW Unrestricted podcast they did, and he said that the show was originally supposed to be called World's Best Wrestling instead of All Elite Wrestling. Boy, is he lucky. Ooh. Lucky oh, motherfucker. Boy. That would have been Ooh, the other one. Yeah, I'll dodge the bullet on that. We, we, I don't know if we'd be able to support y'all with that. Huh? World's Best Wrestling. God almighty. <laughs> God almighty indeed, right? Sounds like, a, sounds like a fucking shitty wrestling company you see in a movie. Huh? Mm-hmm. All right, well, let's talk about the weeklies, which was probably half of this is going to be for the last time we talk about them in a normal capacity ever because the world's ending and all that. So, AEW (laughs) Dark, did you watch it? Yeah. I'm doing this off of memory because I I watched it when I was traveling. I watched it off of my phone. It was uh, Hikaru Shida had a match, right? Yeah, versus Abaddon. Which that's that woman who looks like a zombie, right? She she looks like she she looks like if Rosemary and Impact had a faction, she'd be in it. Dude, that to me was the funniest shit I've seen in a long, long time. Because she looks like a literal like I, I wish we had a shot of her on the screen. She looks like a literal zombie, you know? And uh commentary is talking about how that kind of stuff doesn't affect Hikaru Shida, you know, how, you know, she's a stoic Japanese woman, she's not going to care about and Hikaru Shida, she looks tough, she slides in the ring, she does her entire thing, and then she looks over like she sees the opponent for the first time and just kind of has a look on her face like, oh shit, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> You know what that looked? You know what that look was like? That's like when you get ready to go out for a night on the town, your girl come out and you that's the moment you realize she don't know how to do her own makeup. And Taz How do I look? Oh shit. Taz couldn't handle it, dude. The whole time Taz was out there, he was like, Jesus, he just kept he just kept crying. Oh how does he was like, <laughs> How does one how does how does that happen to somebody? How does that you know, how does that happen? I'm like, did nothing happen to her, man? Like, it's cave, it's like, how does it, how how do you think how do you think that happens to somebody? <laughs> oh my god, poor Taz couldn't deal with it. How, how do you think like he he was just so shocked the whole time all he could keep thinking like he got lost in the fiction of the fucking gimmick that's when he knows a good gimmick because he just couldn't get away is she okay good god oh like he just he was so disgusted every time she did something Taz couldn't see past the kayfabe oh he couldn't see because that is she is ugly looking in that makeup that they have her in oh my god what a gimmick did her makeup thumbs up to you she looks like the fucking zombies from Evil Dead One. Oh my god! And you know what I'm saying? <laughs> she looks like one of those zombies that's been dead for a while. Like, yeah. like we we watch enough Walking Dead to know exactly what that means. Like, not like she was fresh dead. Like she'd been she, dead for. She a was minute. like a season six zombie. She was a season exactly. six walker. <laughs> you know, not she those fresh ones. Like the little girl that Rick made. She looks like some of the fuckers we saw on Sunday. Like a thriller zombie. She was in thriller <laughs> zombie <laughs> decay mode. Oh my god. Nah, dude, I, I don't, the character, the only reason why I was sold on it was because it was disturbing enough. You know, where it was like, yeah, that's fucked up enough that I, uh, I'm displeased. And I know that's what you guys were going for. So, uh, let me bring some of this up so you guys can take a look that's at it. Yeah, I know you're not Joey Numbers. No, no, he's still inside, you know. Is he? You know what that means, right? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, oh, oh, oh boy. Alrighty then. <laughs> Making her AEW debut. Built from the Black Hills. And the reason I bring up Joey Numbers says here on my sheet, her weight is 1,000 lost souls. Taz, what is the approximate weight of one lost soul? I'd say probably 136 pounds and probably 67 stone. <laughs> Alright, there you go. 
and probably 82 kilograms. Got Numbers Jones here himself. I feel like I'm watching a freaking Marilyn oh, Manson video from 98. <laughs> it's wild. <laughs> Be careful when you mention Joey Numbers, by the way. <laughs> Be very careful. Let's jump this up a little bit. We need to see, see this whole who will not be intimidated by that. It is our number one. See, she will not be intimidated by that. And then she is. Yeah, Sheeta sitting 4 1 right now in the year 2020. I, I thought that too. It almost made me like the Hikaru Sheeta character a little more. See, now look at her. Like, she's like, what the fuck? <laughs> she is intimidated by it. You guys called her too soon. She just didn't see her yet. Like, is it like. See, they sound like she's here from a distance. Did she get the post? Oh my Yeah, I mean she's got like uh well anyway. So Sheeta here, tremendous competitor. I'll tell you, she Abaddon like needs to be just aware of the striking him. ability of He's trying Sheeta. so hard not to be distracted. Watch this like a little bit of a shimmy Jones edge. See that? What was that like, like a little shimmy thing? My God. I saw it. I saw it. I'm sure you saw it. I'm, I'm, I'm going to show your monitors on. No, no. I'm, I'm as... You're uh, lost for words. Look at that. As perplexed as uh, Hikaru Shida is, but it'll see if the... the <laughs> she was like, what in the... <laughs> she was fucking scared. Everyone was like, she was going to no-sell it. She sold the shit out of it. She doesn't want to go near. Her tongue's on the floor. She was realistic with that shit. Now, I guess they're going to Greco-Roman knuckle yeah, lock there. Test the strength here. Abaddon breaks, and oh, oh she, she, went went to, she went to bite the hand of Hikaru Shida. Shida realized that, and looks like looks like Abaddon was maybe biting a lot of stuff in the locker room area. I don't know. I mean, catering <laughs> must have been rough. Catering must have been rough. The, the walk-in fridge. Besides <laughs> the beef in there. Well, there was that pulled pork that was rough. Fucking into a side headlock by Oh, my God. Shida. <laughs> Just imagine that. I mean, that hair, what it must smell like of stench, random. It's not smelling like perfume. It's right up after that shoulder tackle. Imagine what her hair uh, smells like. Jones. Eyeball Jones. Once again, he fucking caught her eyeball Jones. The Lariat Abaddon comes oh back. That whoa, 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 whoa. Whoa. Wow. I don't think she'd have expected that. Oh, more that. Low drop kick there from Abaddon. Oh, God. Covers. One, two. Two count. Well, that would have been a gigantic upset. I think Sheeta is, like, freaked out right now, and you can't blame her. But she's going to have to get her mind back into how successful of a competitor she is, Sheeta. And don't let this this stuff, like, bug her out right now. That's it. Oh, look at this. Abaddon. Trying to chomp on the wrist uh, of Hikaru Shida, but Shida. I gotta uh, tell you, that Abaddon needs to see Britt Baker and Dr. Britt Baker get some help with those teeth. <laughs> Shida, though, cuts off Abaddon with that knee to the midsection. Taz. Taz is on fire. over the top. <laughs> Suplex. Taz. Yes. Uh, well, look. Abaddon, what has she got in mind here? <laughs> yes. Some, he said that yes, like he just snapped back in. She is a very odd human. If she is human at all, I believe you had a question for me, sir. I was going to say, I haven't seen a lot. You know, I've seen some zombie movies. I haven't seen them all. But you ever seen a zombie movie where the zombie does his head scissors? Oh, no. Or DDT. No, I haven't. <laughs> Abaddon looking to make short work of the number one contender here in the AEW women's division. Well, listen, Ashina is obviously distracted by how, uh, you know, unorthodox and Abaddon is. And I think that's why we're seeing... No, she's having a hard time here. That was a good recovery. How, how, uh, 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 unorthodox. I thought she would not be, uh, 
Taking a bath. Oh, oh, so oh, my face. Shit, <laughs> all my face. And now, oh, Karushita. I think she like got like paint or blood t- tongue. I don't know what's going on there, but I think Sheeta might be a little pissed off at this point. I think Sheeta realized. Okay, I gotta that. stop. I gotta stop. I gotta stop. His oh, whole God, match. Be here all night. Right? Yo, he made the match for me. <laughs> oh my God, Taz! I'm so glad we have him on something. He didn't know what the fuck to say or do. It's just like, oh. I just love how at one point, what was it? Uh, Excalibur goes, Taz. He goes, yes. <laughs> and it was up? that kind of yes where like you're looking at something, you're zoned in, and then you hear somebody in the background. What's up? Hesitant said, "Yeah, what the hell was I watching? Right? I have no idea." Whoa. I have no idea at this point, man. Oh, oh my lord. god. I was cracking that was magical, up when I saw like that. Oh, well, anything else in AEW Dark? I I don't even remember the rest of AEW Dark. That's literally that's the only thing I think oh, of god. with that. That that was like the highlight. I mean, just briefly run through the results. Uh Jurassic Express beat Kip Sabian and Pierre Avalon. Right, I remember that. Yeah, Jimmy Havoc defeated uh Severino Cornetti. Oh god! And then we had private party went over Brandon Cutler and Sunny Kiss, but it's like that just that shit was the highlight, like that. Yeah, tell me about it. Oh my god! Anyway, we're gonna speed through a lot of the results. You guys don't need to hear everything. We got through the fun stuff. That's what really matters. Yeah. Usually, we only nowadays we usually only kind of stick around on something that's funny. That's pre. Holy shit, pre! What are you doing here? Why is your name? Holy he- shit! Why is your name hesitant? Set, bitch. Where you been? <laughs> Where have you been? Oh my god. Wait, no, I gotta do it. I gotta do it. Pre here. <laughs> we you got um we mentioned pre to you, right, Roxy? I think so. Yeah, she's from your neck Pri of the is woods. OG yeah, she's a bruncher just like you. Literally from, Pri, from where you Pri are. Pre was around before I showed up. That's how old school Pre is. Yeah, Pre's oh, wow. from, from the Like, like Pre Pre was a part of this family before I even started listening. She's the one we mentioned that did the fake page bit. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, that's fake page. Wow. Oh, God. Missed you. Jesus. We were just Holy talking Christ. about you not long ago. Now I think about it. Like, yeah, you got to call in sometime. Holy Christ. I, I just remember, like, so, like, cool breaking the fourth wall. When Rick first kind of dropped a hint about Roxy, all he goes is, imagine pre. But I think what I can't remember what it was you said. Yeah, but it was just like she's going to remind you Somebody from the same pre. neck of the woods. You know? Yeah, this- and I was just like, oh, shit. I don't want you guys to think Pre doesn't love you all. It's like the the schedule is 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 really tight. You know what I mean for for her hours. And Roxy knows this because Roxy is a trooper to pick it up when she did. But that's ultimately the only reason she hasn't been around. Like she knows she's always welcome on the air. Yeah, Pre know all. Pre knows she could walk in. Don't even gotta wipe her feet or nothing. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Uh, but uh yeah aw aw dynamite which again i'm going to try to speed through this uh just because we've done a lot tonight but cody versus ortiz uh with the finish being cody tapping him out to the figure four but during this match jake roberts shows up through the crowd and reveals his client to be lance lance archer hoyt 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 you would know about that right Dustin, from the tna days yeah i remember because they always used used to pop for his moonsault yeah exactly (laughs) because the fact that he was a seven footer doing a fucking moonsault Mm -hmm. so afterwards santana and ortiz try to jump cody but arn and the other elite members including brandy come to the ring they wind up rescuing him and the heels wind up retreating however it's not all happy days because jericho hager and sammy guevara bring it via satellite and they reveal 
that they crushed Nick Jackson bleeding underneath the door, right backstage while this whole thing was going on. So the elite rush to the door to get aid. They get the door off of him. Paramedics take him away and they end that whole segment. Uh, let me think what else happened. We had Bea Priestley and Nyla Rose against Akaro Shida and, uh, who, who was the fourth person? Who's Shida's partner in this? Karushita, let me say it real quick. I know Nyla Rose goes over Sheet, I believe, with the Beast Bomb, and then yeah, it was Chris. It was Chris Statlander and her Karushita versus B. Right, Priestley versus Bea Priestley and Nyla Rose, and then that afterwards yeah. Priestley winds up uh, turning on Nyla Rose and attacking her, and that's her way of making her play for the AEW Championship. You stay your box your ass away from that shit. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Uh, what else? We had the uh, Jurassic Express against Butcher Blade and MJF. And uh, so on the way into the ring, there was a bit of a botch here. Oh, this was amazing. Poor Marco stunt. Luchasaurus bringing his legs into the ring as big as he kicks Marco stunt in the fucking face. It's just like, (laughs) he even sells for him. Because, I mean, I guess, how could you not? The guy has a big foot. I thought I saw it wrong at first. It was like... And it was so funny. You could tell, like, it stunned him. Not necessarily that it hit him hard. It's just he didn't expect it. I literally had to go back. I was like, did he just kick him in the face getting in the ring? You know, I, like, I, was, like, I thought it was a mistake, but the fact that he was selling, it. you know, the, the selling the is funny, what did it. it was like, he sold it, though. The funny thing <laughs> is, I didn't even notice it until the newest botch of Mania when they pointed it out. And I was like, oh, shit. Yeah. And look, I know some of you like the butcher and the blade and all that. I'm not included. Like I'm not included in that group that likes that though. Trying to have Luchasaurus, that whole thing where he's standing toe to toe, trying to have him go toe to toe, blow for blow with that middle aged man doesn't work. Like, I'm not going to believe that fat Silas Young is going to get the best of Luchasaurus. You know so what I mean? So here's the thing. Nobody, I don't think it's that anybody likes the butcher and the blade. Everybody just likes the bunny. Hey, we liked her when she was just Allie. They didn't do anything with and, the ears and, on and her. And they just, they, they, they just tolerate the butcher and the blade being there. But that's sure enough what it is for me. Like, uh. Then that's a failed experiment, my friend. A fucking failed <laughs> experiment. It shouldn't happen. You know? Uh, what was that afterwards that we had? That segment where there was like a body bag with Jericho's face on it being dragged by a car or some shit? I think that was like, I think that was a Darby Allen thing. Darby Allen being weird again, man. Who was in the, whose body was that? Who, who fucking knows? <laughs> is Darby Allen, real, do we really want to ask? Well, there was a real body in the bag, but they had like a like Jericho's like a Jericho mask on the person. Yeah, yeah, that was def- that was that was a Darby Allen style thing. That's what he's become ever since he's been feuding with the Inner Circle. He's become notorious for now. Oh, thanks for the sparks. I remember that. That was the that was when Vince had to join his own Kiss My Ass Club. He winds up fucking when Rock pushes Rikishi's face, and I didn't even know you could put those on a jack room. That's Jesus. amazing. Leave it to Amy Rose to figure that shit out too. Okay. And when poor Shawn Michaels wound up having to kiss his ass. Oh my god. Oh. Remember when they fucking made him join to kiss my ass club mid hell in the cell? He lost his smile up Vince's ass. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god. I didn't even think about it before I said it. Yo, that phrasing was so fucked. Oh my god. Um. That's the fucking, I don't know why it just clicked back at that. I can't even, I think it was when uh, he had William Regal join. He was talking shit. He was just like, look, I can make it do tricks. And I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> By the way, happy 316, guys. It's 316 Eastern time over here. Happy 316 again. Anyway. 
<laughs> so Britt Baker shows up with the heel dentist promo, talking shit about everybody's teeth. And I'm a dentist, didn't you know? And I, I like it. She's doing really good with this. Big Squall shows up with the public service announcement that freaking Tony Schiavone does not even like her. And then Yo, Baker wants to. Mm-hmm. Swole had the clap back of the century. Yeah. Ba- well, Baker winds up telling Swole that the only person in wrestling that anyone cares about is her boyfriend. And this which, bitch go hop back and go, I am married, baby. She says, she corrects her. She says, she's married. And even freaking Cedric on social media says, I'm husband or something like that in a, in a tweet. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, Baker winds up throwing coffee in her face. I'm imagining it's warm coffee considering that she didn't sell it at all. You know, she just kind of stood there like, I can't believe it. if that was hot coffee, she would have had more of a sell for it. Yeah, threw you know. down right there. Ice should, latte, anyone? What she should have done if she wanted a good clap back, what she should have been like, I'm married. You're the one with the boyfriend, baby. You know, that would have yeah. been a nasty clap back. You know, yeah, she, she won that one for sure, though, because Brit looked like, oh, shit. Yeah. Brit looked like, bitch, you not pay attention? Like, fuck. Mm-hmm. Death Triangle versus Private Party with Joey Janela. We get the new Death Triangle music, which is like an evil version of the uh, Lucha Lucha Bros music. Which just let that phrase settle in, ladies and gentlemen. An evil version. An evil of version of their music. <laughs> an evil alert music. Does that have. not tell you how fucking evil this group is? Their like, mean evil guys, you know? As if those two needed somebody else mean with them. Like, it's not bad enough that they're really fucking mean. Like, the fact that one stomps you into a package pile driver that the other one delivers isn't shitty enough. I nah. love the dynamic of this group, though, because stylistically, it's the perfect three-man group. It they're high flyers is. who murder people. Mm-hmm. And that and that manifested itself in this match because there was a lot of crazy offense in this. Yeah, of know. course. Uh, the finish being obviously Death Triangle goes over, but I love how they did this because it was that package, that spike package pile driver. Which, and, by then, the way, and then the black arrow on Janela. Which, by the way, my favorite thing about the fact that the Lucha Brothers do that is you've noticed every time Phoenix does that, it's instant suicide dive. He yeah, doesn't even absolutely. give this, he doesn't give you the opportunity. To try to even have a moment to try to break that shit up. Yeah, no, he does not. And like, you don't t- often see too many um, tag teams do that. Like, that's almost become like if they like if, when the AEW game comes out, I almost see that being a part of the motion because he yeah. and he does it with no hesitation. Like I said before, Phoenix is frighteningly athletic. Mm-hmm. He's 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 one of the few high flyers I've seen that's literally the stuff he does with the ropes. It's he's literally limited by just what he can think. Now, of course, Pentagon being the bigger of the two, not as athletic, but still extremely creative for those two. So this is a I love this three person team like Death Triangle. I could see all of them capturing gold at some point in AEW. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And it's interesting because I never I don't know why I didn't see it. It's like the most obvious thing, but I just didn't see that being uh, a thing, you know, like I just didn't see the three of them together being a thing like that. And it worked so well. And then after the chaos, they literally put it in uh the in the death triangle. <laughs> I think that's actually what that three that six part ways of mission is known as. Mm-hmm. Like, Which I is a weird looking sucks. move, you know? Yeah. The only drawback I feel like is that it looks like it just takes long to set up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Let me see if I could get pre on this. I don't know how to. I gotta work the board here a little bit. All right, pre, man, get your ass in here. It's been too far. I've been on you. I've been on the air with you one time. Come on now. Like, <sighs> I remember them days. Those were good days. <laughs> hey. Hey. Yeah. 
Hey. What's hey up, guys. Pri? How's it going? Pri here. Yeah, good, good. How are you guys? Oh, God, missed you. Oh, missed you guys too. I literally listen to the catch up every week and I'm just oh, laughing at myself like a maniac. That is awesome. How have you been? Yeah, yeah, I'm good. I'm <laughs> quarantined. <laughs> really, really? I don't, I, I didn't even yeah, know yeah. that. <laughs> it, 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 I know we're not going to get political here, so we'll just leave that as it is. Oh, we got really political early. You have to listen to the first half oh, of this. Really? Oh, yeah. Right. Absolutely. <laughs> it's like I, an hour and a half. Like, yeah, the first the first oh, half of this is all about corona and everything. The, 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 the funny only started like a few minutes ago. Like, well, I think that the corona stuff was pretty funny. Just not the actual oh, yeah. virus, but just the, the stuff around it. Uh, I'm saying, I'm saying, apparently there's going to be a bidet shortage. So, <laughs> cool is like, damn, she does sound like Paige. It's kind of funny. This is, this is before Man, his time. We should have got him too. Yeah. <laughs> this, this, oh, that is hilarious. Oh, that would have been magical. Uh, I still laugh with all over those uh, those prank calls we made. We I managed to bring them, them back. Or yeah, all we're gonna have, I have them in the cloud. I'm saying, yeah. like, the, the audio of one was only ever played. There's still a few in there. No, there's several There's several in there that we haven't run. We were saving them for a rainy day. You know? I <laughs> might mean, be it now. Yeah, this might be it, right? What's worse than what, than what we're on now? <laughs> Fuck it, play them all, right? Unbelievable. Oh, yeah, hilarious. So you've been um, keeping up with uh, any of the wrestling lately? Yeah, it's a bit of a weird situation in the UK. So, um, yeah, obviously, as you guys know, Sky stopped... Um, like hosting it and then it went to BE Sports which have um actually probably a smaller share than Sky does but I found out apparently I can see the the, the one hour condensed version on on TV so I'm like why am I going to watch five hours when I can watch two one hour damn they must do a lot of cutting in that yeah yeah it's it's cut out so much but I saw I saw Smackdown on Friday that was interesting so, yeah. so SmackDown from a live studio audience that wasn't actually there. Yeah, where? Yeah, we? I mean, I mean, Trips was the main MVP there, wasn't he? Oh, he. I, I think if it wasn't for him, like he. <sighs> yeah, we're we're actually about to get to it. Is there anything else with this? Uh, with this stuff that happened, we were talking about Death Triangle, right? So then, yeah, basically, finish was like you said, Spike Pile Driver, Black Arrow, Janela, and then afterward, they beat the fuck out of all the baby faces and put them in that triple submission Death Triangle. But the best friends and Cassidy show up for the save, and then basically the baby, the heels clear the ring, baby faces are in yeah. there. You get a friendship hug. Um, there was this one guy dressed like uh, Orange Cassidy in the crowd, and he looked. Just like that gay guy, the, the the gay heavy guy from Modern Family, it looks looks like him in Orange Cassidy. I'm, I thought that was a Modern Family guy. I was like, no way, the gay guy from Modern Family. Was Orange Cassidy. Yeah, Cassidy. <laughs> Orange Cassidy. <laughs> Freshly squeezed guys. <laughs> oh my god. God. I've gotten worse since the last time you've been on free, okay? Just so you know. That's ridiculous. But yeah, no, you're right. I can tell. Every time it's going to get worse and worse. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, so we got gay Orange Cassidy out there. Uh, they show. <laughs> They show a video package of Sean Spears, which like his partner, like they're trying to show. It's almost like tough enough. They're showing all these fan submitted videos of who should Sean that Spears partner be. Well, as if any fan is going to, oh, right, we're going to select that guy. But we, we have to see this montage of all these videos. And, and like I suggested in the chat room at the time, they should just have each of those Sean Spears rejects come meet oh him. 
one every week and then just have him and Tully just kill them. You know, so you want to be my partner? You think you have what it takes? And then just Tully hits him in the shin or something. And then, is, and you have what it takes to be my partner. Beat the hell out of him. You know, <laughs> first round American Idol, like you said in the chat room. Oh, you my know, God. First yeah, round eliminations. You know, start with that fake Berg that they showed. Remember they showed uh, that one guy who was like a fake Goldberg who sent in his videos? Well, wait, hey, hey, wait, wait. Is, isn't fake Berg universal champion? Yeah, that's, fake that, that's fake Berg B. Fake Berg B. <laughs> no relation that's to fake. B. <laughs> Don't you do it. Don't you do it. I won't. I won't. I'm going to show some constraint. No relation to Whoopi Goldberg. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, John Moxley does an interview with JR. He just says a lot of John Moxley stuff. It's kind of like there's not really any way to progress his angle any further. So, uh, you know, yeah, you basically you can see like what's next. Like, yeah, pretty much. Um, let's not do that. <laughs> yeah. But, but it made me his interview about just everything that happened, the eye for an eye stuff, the injuries, everything that they've done to each other. It just made me think in the kayfabe fictitious world of wrestling, who the hell would work there instead of NXT? Because you look at one company, and like you said in the chat at the time, it's nice and cuddly in NXT where it's war over an AEW. Like right. in, NXT, in NXT, we got motherfuckers hugging each other, holding hands, roasting marshmallows, all saying, we are and NXT. All the while, in we're AEW, big... we have a group called the Death Triangle. Yeah, we're a big happy family. <laughs> we take, we all take selfies with Triple H and we cut the crust off our sandwiches and shit. And then on the other place, That's motherfuckers like are. Yeah, and then on the other place, we have motherfuckers that, like basically taking each other's vocal cords out with skateboards, busting heads, whipping people and, and, and sacrifices. You know what I mean? Undead yeah, people fucking, and stuff. It's like fucking no man's land over here. Yeah, like. it's like Gladiator. Every time someone goes through that current, you never know who's coming back. Like AEW has become straight up warfare. And then you have the other company where it's like they're all respectful and they love each other and they all want each other to do well and they support that's, each that's other. Like, like, that's like when every time I hear, oh, uh, Ray Mysterio's your face, this man's got her made AEW. And I'm like, no, because they will murder him. This is the only company I've ever seen where the, the the two opponents, the champion and the number one contender, it looks like the champion would give the number one contender his other freaking Pop-Tart. You know? You can have my Pop-Tart. That's what NXT is conveying. That's the energy I have from them. They're the Pop-Tart sharing and, and, brand. And all the while, fucking AEW is like that movie Life with fucking Eddie Murphy and Martin Lawrence. You want your Pop-Tart? Like, fuck. Yeah, coolest thing, if, if Roxy and Pri ever had a segment on exchange... He wouldn't get them all mixed up. Well, you never know what will happen. But right away, Roxy, Roxy, pre, pre, Roxy. Yeah, there you go. Roxy's <laughs> part of the family now. <laughs> I think he's on about. I think he might be referencing our accents. I think they sound completely different. Yeah, it's pretty easy. Like, to tell, we like, really do sound different. Completely. How would you get them mixed up? Because only cool can mix up. Maybe because we're British, we can tell the difference in like the regional dialects. But I could tell it too. Maybe. There's just something wrong like, with him. Like, like the- <laughs> but, but that's what I'm saying. I think we could set something up where we just talk about the differences in our accents. It's, no, not about the We can set something up where we talk yeah. about other stuff. <laughs> it, it is painfully easy to tell. We the shortest podcast ever. Let's talk about the differences in our accents. That's like yep. saying you can't tell the difference between me and Rick's accent. Like, what the fuck? Right, exactly. Everyone has a unique sound here. That's part of the requirements, Cooler. Yeah, come on now. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, Sammy Guevara and Jericho have their match against Dustin Rhodes and Hangman Page as the main event with the finish being Dustin with the Canadian Destroyer and then Hangman follows up with the buckshot lariat on Guevara for the win. But then afterwards, 
The heels wind up jumping Hangman. Kenny Omega shows up for a run-in, and then Omega gets overwhelmed and hit with the Judas Effect by Jericho. Cody shows up, but also overwhelmed and, su- and suplexed on the ramp by Ortiz. And they're, and they're about to triple powerbomb Adam Page at the top of the ramp, but then Matt Jackson comes in for the save, and he saves him from that triple powerbomb. But then the little cockiness between Matt Jackson and uh, Adam Page gets a little bit too out of hand because he sort of flips uh, Adam Page the bird, sort of back, is like revenge for earlier. And in the distraction of doing so, Jericho uses that opportunity, takes him out with the steel chair, and basically the heels run rampant again with the most standing tall at the end, ending off the show with the with commentary asking who's going to be able to take out the inner circle. There is a lot. I swear to God. Like, it, they're underdogs. Holy shit. Do, 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 do the elite guys ever win? I tell you, well, the, this is actually the one thing I've liked about AEW. It's not like just because they're elite, they're the top dogs anymore. Like at this point, they've they've gathered the people who could fuck with everybody now. Like it's unpredictable in this company. Now. <laughs> yeah, a lot, has- I guarantee there were a lot of people who were just like, oh, yeah, the elite guy, they're taking everybody's championships. Nah, not the case. <laughs> yeah. I, I just noticed, though, like what is up with like everybody trying to kill Sammy Guevara every time they hit him with a finisher? Because that buckshot looked like it sucked. <laughs> yeah, it did. All his buckshots look like they sucked. Oh, my God. Like, Overall, this is the one show that really feels alive in the week is AEW Dynamite. And again, yeah. NXT is a good wrestling show. Like, if you're just there to observe the talent of the moves and spots and how a show's put together, that's great. I just feel like it's missing. And I've said it for a while. There's just something that makes it feel as like a lesser show in some ways. Not the wrestling or the wrestlers. But AEW is way more balanced in the fact that stuff happens. You can talk about AEW and talk about just the wrestling if you wanted to and discard the angles and you would be, have a whole lot to talk about. Or you could talk about just the characters and angles of that week and not talk about a single move and you'll still have a ton to talk about. Whereas with NXT, if you were talking about just the angles, very little happens. Like they move yeah. at a way slower pace. And that doesn't mean it's bad, but it's definitely uh, different. That being said, mm. moving over to NXT, Keith Lee versus Cameron Grimes for the North American title was what opened it up this week with Lee going over with the Big Bang Catastrophe. Uh, is, is, is this Dragon Ball references with, with one of his moves being the Spirit Bomb and the other one being the Big Bang? Like it's a Goku and a Vegeta finish. You know what I mean? Yeah, I, yeah. I know for sure his, uh, basically it's his last ride set out power bomb. The, the Spirit Bomb is definitely one. It has to be. And then the Big Bang attack from Vegeta is kind of like the Big Bang Catastrophe. So I'm thinking, yeah, it's all Dragon yeah. Ball related. Yeah, could you know. be. Yeah, if that's much. what they're going for, yeah, hell yeah. Like, yeah. Uh, I did like when Lee drove Grimes' face into the corner turnbuckle and like his hat fell and everyone, including Morrow, popped for that. Like, I didn't know that, that Trevor Lee's hat was such a such a big deal, you know? Yeah, I mean, that was part of oh, I'm sorry, Cameron Grimes. I'm calling him Trevor Lee, which remember I told you on, online, I messaged you random a lot. I was like, imagine if Keith Lee and Trevor Lee, if they would have let him stay, <laughs> if, if they let him stay Trevor Lee instead of Cameron Grimes, they could have made that his half brother. Bruce Lee. You're my brother. Because <laughs> I was thinking about that shit. I was like, wait a minute. And then I was like, and then they get trained by their father, Bruce, just to be trolls about it. Oh, but yeah. God. Trevor Lee's I was like, I, was, I remember because I told you in my perfect world, Keith is the adopted one. Yeah. That would be good. It'd be like Bubba and Devon back in ECW. Oh, my God. You'd be even better. Holy shit. <laughs> but yeah, Grimes hitting Keith Lee with that German. That was pretty nuts looking. Afterwards, Damon Priest, he winds up taking out Keith Lee with the nightstick. And then Dijakovic winds up chasing him out of the ring. And then he goes to help Keith Lee. And then Lee winds up hitting the spirit bomb on him because he didn't realize who the attacker was. So they, that's the way that they managed to switch this um, this respectful feud that these guys had into something with a little bit more heat. I had a feeling when he went to help him. I was like, oh, shit, he doesn't know what happened. He's going to get hit with a finisher. And he did. So 
Yeah. That, that was interesting. Uh, yeah, yeah, I mean, because they've been basically like Dijakovic's been trying to get another match with him because after his body basically quit on him the last time, he's been he's been chasing another shot. Lee, so. Yeah. Uh, next, we had Mia Yim versus Dakota Kai being accompanied by Raquel Gonzalez with the finish being. And that's what I hate about this Dakota Kai thing. They turn the heel phone on. These motherfuckers can't even cheat right because she accidentally, Raquel winds up distracting the ref, but it's to her disadvantage because then when Kai has Yim rolled up with the tights, by the time she turns around, that pin is broken. And, uh, basically Kai winds up with it eat the feet, right? Yeah, she has, she got acting on, she got hit with protect your neck. Same shit. It's that, that shit is Gail Kim's finisher. How dare she rename it? Well, no, no, no. The, 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 the protecting neck is that um, knee to the back of the neck. Oh, right, 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 right. Yeah. Okay, Wait, which was weird that they call it eat the feet because when she first came up, they started calling it soul food at first. But I'm like, I need y'all oh. to pick one, please. Like, <laughs> What do they call it when Chuck E.T. <laughs> yeah. does it? When Chuck E.T. does it, it's soul food, right? Yeah. I think I mean, that might be why they changed because like Gail Kim's not even an active wrestler anymore. So Yeah. Did, mm. she, did she get that eat the feet from when her and, uh, Gail Kim were tag tagging in uh, Impact. I think it was either when they were tagging or um, at the end of their feud. Yeah, because I don't remember. Her but definitely it was an. It, but definitely Gail passed to move on to her. Yeah, one complaint, and it's not even really about the match. Uh, for first of all, afterwards Gonzalez takes on Mia Yim with a choke slam. She has a good looking choke slam. I like that. But Morrow referring to Mia as the rose that grew from concrete. Come on, dude! Like Sunny Kiss oh. is the concrete <laughs> rose. Fuck off with that. And I think that's unfair because I, I'm almost certain there's no, I don't believe in a coincidence like that. Sunny kisses the concrete rolls. I've never heard anyone refer to a rose as concrete in my whole life until that. And I'm hearing of it twice. They steal yeah. everything, every fucking thing, you know, but whatever, you know, they're, they're the E. That's sort of how they got here, right? Yeah. Uh, Kushida went up against Roe Mendoza with the finish being, uh, was it? What, what exactly was it? It was, uh, he basically hit a super Spanish fly into the right. other block. It was an avalanche, super, super avalanche Spanish fly into the cross arm breaker, essentially. Oh, yeah. Right? It was like a, arm breaker, it, yeah. it looked like a cross arm breaker to me. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. But what was nuts is what happened after. Oh, yeah. Because well, what, what basically, uh, Raul Mendoza got kidnapped. Thank you for the host, Lucas McFadden. Thank you. Oh, that's right. He, uh, yeah. <laughs> Which, why are they doing that? I don't it, know. Yeah, like somebody took him away in a car, right? They, they just fucking like, motherfuckers just, it was like taken, like somebody go show up in a promo tomorrow. Yeah, I, I believe that happened later in the, in the night though. That was after the Ray Ripley match. But yeah, cut back to him leaving. He was just getting kidnapped. What was, was the conquistadors that kidnapped him? That's what <laughs> you fucking get kidnapped by the conquistadors? Yeah. The fuck? That is weird. And, uh, Austin Theory interrupts Tyler Breeze having an interview at Full Sail and basically shits on him. You know, he just calls him like a has-been, like, you know, just calls him a failure where Breeze winds up taking a picture of Austin Theory and he tells him that he looks good for a flash in the pan and walks off. Chip, you know what? You just made the list. Oh, no. Oh, here we go. <laughs> Thanks for the follow, Lucas McVadden. Vaden, you're going to have to correct me on that. 745. Thank you, sir. Uh... What else we got here? Diana Perrazzo against Tegan Knox with the finish being uh, Knox with her shining wizard. Um, Perrazzo looks like she finished some pound cake before this. I mean, I, I hate to fucking body yeah. shame here, but you know, if you're going to be on this brand, a brand that's it taken this fucking seriously, what are you doing? You know, maybe it's just the way the outfit looked, ah. her, but it's just kind of like she looked a little out of shape. I mean, am I the only one? 
Am I the only one? Please. She, she, look, she looked a little bit hurt. You know, it's, it's kind of like, and again, this isn't about body. It's like, that's your job. If, if this that's is just a, that's an observation, we talk about UFC that way. When someone doesn't make weight, it's weird how the, the, how different the communities are. But in UFC, when someone doesn't make weight, we shame them because we're like, how shitty of it that everyone's working so hard. Your opponent w- went through all of this to cut weight and your lazy ass couldn't do it. And you, it's disrespectful. But in WWE, if somebody isn't able to just keep a reasonable weight, like the fans are shit for for acknowledging or yeah. noticing it, you know. Like your body, like yeah. The UFC fighters get it harder because they don't fight every week. We come down them a lot harder. <laughs> yeah, no. That, I, I, I think it's that. mainly because like with the with WWE superstars and other wrestlers, it's just like how do we have the time to get out of shape? Like, and the reason I also acknowledge it is because I know that the company, the office, does too. The office will base your push on that kind of shit. And if you're not yeah. seeing somebody that you don't like, and then you start seeing them look a little soft around the midsection, they gotta ask yourself, what came first, the chicken or the egg, or the donut, <laughs> or the donut? The point is, she didn't make Knox look good at all. Yeah, in my no. opinion. And the worst thing is, is that you can fight me on this. I don't think that Knox has looked good for a while. I just don't, even though, I just don't think that Dakota Kai and Knox mesh well, even though. Oh, yeah, we said it before they don't, they really don't. Yeah. No, and by putting her into a, a match with, um, with uh, Perezzo, she it's like, I, I don't know what they're trying to do with Tegan Knox. And I, the truth is, I don't think they know either. So I was just kind of, if I was a little bit, oh, what the fuck's going on here? It was like pointless filler match. Do you know what I mean? Like they'd run yeah. out of stuff to do. Oh, for sure. No, I've, I've seen it and I'm, I'm, I'm mm. still done on it. I think it was very underwhelming in the beginning with these two and they just keep putting us through more hell with it. But, yeah, uh, big but, time. Yeah, but Knox is going to the ladder match. So, mm-hmm. so Vevatin and the Undisputed Era have some back and forth. There's not really any encountering here or anything. Just him, uh, just back and forth. I believe it was Teen on the, dr- the Tron, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, mm. Bros awaits against Red Dragon with, uh, the grizzled young veterans winding up interfering in this. The bros awaits wind up going over as a result. Uh, but yeah. As usual, a knockout drag out fight between these four. Yeah. Well, I've told you guys since 2014, Red Dragon, my favorite tag team. And I wouldn't say of all time because that's, that's reserved for the Dudleys, but my favorite active tag team on the planet. The people that I truly have believed are the best tag team globally since 2014, Red Dragon all the way. And I, and I told you early on, as soon as I saw Kyle O'Reilly back when he used to team with Adam Cole, I, I've always said on here, I mourn the loss of future shock when those two broke up and turned on each other. And it took me a while to warm up to Bobby Fish being the replacement guy. Now it's hard to see him without Bobby Fish. Now seeing all these years of them, it's just kind of like, yeah, those two are dope. And I, I still think every now and then Adam Cole and, uh, and freaking Kyle O'Reilly teaming up like for future shock reunions and being a tag team. That, that's still cool because that's where it all began. But, uh, I really think Bobby Fish came into his own with the, with with the two of them as a team. So I really like it. And, uh, yeah, this was, this was, and Brotherweights, of course, are fantastic. So I think they mesh together so well in the short time they've been yeah. a team and, and throwing the grizzled young vets in the mix. That's also really cool. You know? Yeah. Cause I mean, that's NXT UK's first tag team champions. So why not send them over to the other side, let them hunt for them, those, ta- those titles as well. Mm-hmm. I think they're the only team so far. Well, no, actually, um, mustache mountain as well. They're going to be now the only team probably when it eventually happens a challenge for both titles, but they could be the first to win both. 
they're going to have to do something as, as in regards to the fact that there's so much untapped talent. And I know it's tapped in for the people that watch it, but would the UK sort of gets lost in all the other wrestling, the NXT UK? Like, I don't watch it. I don't even try to watch yeah. it. At that point, there's way too much wrestling going I, on. I, I, but, I actually kind of want to get myself caught back up with it. They're doing good. But yeah, definitely the fact that they're bringing more of them over to NXT is benefiting them a lot. Definitely. Yeah, I watch the takeovers and every time I see it there, everyone, everyone looks good. Because so, I mean, um, they're amazing. Because I mean, recently they ended the feud between Tony Storm and Kaylee Ray, and I had a violent freaking I quit match. The freaking scariest thing I've ever seen in my life. Because in the finish, like I think um, Kaylee had it was one of those spots where like, she has them trapped in the chair, but she had it on her chest and shoulders. It was the craziest fucking thing because um, Piper Niven, who's a friend of Tony's, had to had to basically convince Tony to quit. Because she wouldn't quit and like fucking Kaylee was gonna kill the poor girl. And I was like, I love that storytelling, but they're just they're lost in the shuffle, so nobody really sees it. Yeah, and that's and and that's one storyline I've been paying attention to for a few months now. I like the whole way they sort of fell apart where she accidentally hit her going back like a couple of pay-per-views yeah. and uh, just everything that led to it. That's good. Do you see what I mean? Like that's good booking like, right there. It, it, I'll tell you, if you get a chance, well, I think it was maybe two or three UK ago. Uh, Watch that match, and it's like the fear in Piper's eyes because, like, the basically this whole story they were telling was she'd already stepped on her once and basically slammed the chest, the thing down on her chest, and she went off the middle rope and did it. And she was gonna go to the top, and it's like you're they're seeing like the crowd was even conveying like she's not going to quit, let make this girl fucking quit. But it's the coolest story I'd ever seen, and it's one of the best finishes to an I Quit match I've seen. Like, they're doing so good over there, but unfortunately, they're getting swallowed in everything else going for the week. That sucks. Mm. So, uh, to end the show, Champa comes up for answers to questions that we never had. It's like, we have to find out why Gargano did this. You guys have, like, a long <laughs> history. I, I, I didn't even question. That's the one thing I'm not questioning. But uh, Gargano brings it via satellite from the Performance Center conference room. Not very wise because Ciampa finds him. Like, come on. He he knows the Performance Center. You guys both fucking were brought up here. That was my first you know? thought. I was he like, went, did Gargano forget how went, close I'm gonna he go is I'm going to go straight to you. And then they beat each other up through the hallway. They fight all over the gym. You know, shit was sprayed in Ciampa's face. Crutches were thrown. Gargano tries to attack Ciampa with a weight. It winds up backfiring. Ciampa gets a hold of it. He fucks up Gargano with it. Ciampa winds up throwing a gate. And then it misses Gargano. And it hits a mirror. The mirror shot. This whole thing just ends in chaos with the two of them beating the hell out of each other. So at least you get you go off the air with everybody having heat, everything's hot, and boom, nice close. Finished all the chaos with an air raid siren through the um the commentary table. Yes, it was. Very nasty one. That being said, AEW Dynamite once again fucked them up. They had a two hour average of seven hundred and sixty six thousand viewers. 0.26 rating in the 18 to 49 demographic versus NXT's 697,000 viewers with a 0.21 rating in the 18 to 49 demographic. It's a little bit closer this week for the first time. That's only because AEW viewers have dropped, not because NXT have gained. If anything, NXT is actually down too because uh, last week AEW had 906,000 versus NXT's 718,000, which they're down to um, to 697,000. So once again, not one single week has NXT won anything in the sprint marathon, mountain climb, call it whatever the fuck you want. But they are not winning. They they now need to start being mindful of where they put their product, which is funny because that shouldn't happen. They should be ashamed of the fact that as established as they are, a company that just came out and they have to kind of duck them now, at least for the foreseeable yeah. future. And like this is a message: don't talk shit before anything's ever happened. 
They're focusing now, on who they looking embarrassed. They're focusing more on who they could sign, who they could keep, whose contracts they could hold, and they are on the creative, and it's blowing up because all these guys in AEW, when you watch the show, it just looks like people are trying to think of cool things to do. <laughs> and that's all that's happening. It's like one cool thing it, after another, you know. Every, every episode of AEW looks like the craziest game of can you top this ever. Like <laughs> Yeah. And unfortunately <laughs> the NXT guys, they have all the talent. WWE still has the stronger roster across no they matter what whether it's raw it smackdown NXT, oh, yeah. it, now it's just showing how shitty they are because now there's no excuse they have the roster of our dreams can you imagine if back in 2011 or 2012 someone told you that you'd be able to see aj styles and bobby Roode and even austin aries people like ricochet who back then we were swimming kevin steen generico can you fucking imagine if that you would never believed it you would have never believed it they have people who have carried companies by themselves, with no help, all together. Think about the people in the Indies that would carry an entire brand on their back with no hesitation. Kevin Owens was was Ring of yeah. Honor. Generico Sami Zayn was Ring of Honor for a while. Those were top like, guys that are used like casual fucking mid-carters. Like, here's something to think about. Did you ever think there'd be a time where three former Bullet Club leaders would be under the same roof? AJ Styles... Adam Cole and Finn Balor. Yeah. No. Yeah, and you can see yeah. what they're doing with Finn, anyways. Oh, well, Finn's the, the sad part about it is that Finn Finn Balor is proof at this point. If you're on Raw and SmackDown, you get lucky if you get sent to NXT. Yeah, and and mm-hmm. the funny thing about NXT is they don't really change anything. They just kind of take the angles the way that they were happening in Ring of Honor and just port them over here. Like the Red Dragon, for example, Kyle O'Reilly, Bobby Fish. Those guys, that relationship was always there. Think about back before when when uh. When they first started fighting against Roderick Strong, and every week I was on here like, that doesn't really make any sense. Why would those three be fighting against him? That's like the strangest. Like, shouldn't those four be friends? And then they, I get they went and fixed it because suddenly everything was the way that it used to be in, uh, in RH. Like, they've done yeah. that with, with many a thing where they just like let it. The only thing that they haven't done with, uh, with the Undisputed Era is incorporate Shayna Baszler. Cause if you remember in RH, like at final battle, she would accompany them to the ring. And it's kind of weird that they could have had that and they just decided not to yeah. do it for whatever. She fit right in with focused. And I guess now she's gone from this. So, so you're never going to get things like that. But, uh, um, no. yeah, I think that yes. everyone needs to readjust a little bit in NXT when they have that many people that are all main event status. And I guess main event status is different in WWE's world from the indies because like I've explained to you before, before they became involved with Evolve, I've purchased Evolve pay-per-views. For the main event being, uh, Sami Zayn versus Kalisto, which at the time El Generico versus Samurai Del Sol. And they were great. They were so good that you could find Evolve pay-per-views the way you could find UFC pay-per-views that are named after that main event. You can find an Evolve pay-per-view called Samurai Del Sol versus El Generico 1, Samurai Del Sol versus Generico 2, and Samurai Del Sol versus Generico 3 because Zayn and, and Kalisto are so good in the ring that they were main event status in the Indies. Oh, exactly. And when you look at them, it doesn't even seem that way. I would never have imagined. It's like they fucked those guys up big time. I don't care if they get to talk more, if they're funny, or Sami Zayn has a nice hat or any of that shit. Like that guy was incredible and does nothing. Does nothing. He's a mouthpiece now. I remember, like, because uh, we mentioned it before, the fact that ROH has been uploading those like three matches of a lot of their past great champions. I I just watched uh, over again freaking Ladder War 4, and I'm like, you can't tell me that's the same person I see now dancing and jiving on the fucking ramp and shit. And that's because that's what they want, and that's why I say that the the rest of the I was like, well, I watched that motherfucker get package pile driven through a ladder scaffold and live to tell the tale. Like, are you kidding me? 
And Amy Rose, you're cheating yourself if you think AEW is a waste of time. Has well, I haven't felt Amy like Rose. it's not Amy Rose. That probably could be just an alternate. I mean, I'm sure it's Amy Rose, but the point being that, uh, yeah, it's definitely not a waste, hands down. Like, I haven't oh, felt God. they've wasted any of my time. They, to be they, honest. Like, even with the women, you see the potential there. It's definitely the weak point, but and, it just, you know, it could get better. Like, and for people who are like hardcore Bullet Club fans, like we used to be, like, there's, it, it's the gift that keeps on giving. Like, most of the members, most of the core members of the second version of the Bullet Club are in uh, AEW. When you look at, aside from Adam Cole, you still yeah. have the Bucks and uh, and all these guys and Cody who was added in New Japan and in Ring of Honor. You know, WWE got the original Bullet Club, Gallows Anderson, uh, Finn Balor. Exactly. And, and we, I don't even know if they have any. Right now, the Tongans are the only ones left, right? From the old, old Yeah, and they're, they're the only ones still in Japan. <laughs> Good God. What I would say as like a piece of advice for Amy Rose, I'm like a huge, like I'm a hardcore WWE fan. But it's like, as Rick said numerous times, it's a palate cleanser, AEW is. And I used to feel the same way that you did about AEW. But seriously, sit down, give it a go. You might surprise yourself because I did. That's yeah, what very, I was going to say. <laughs> very well said. I mean, it's a, it's a strong product, you know. And, and you guys yeah. know, anyone who, who's followed me from the beginning, Destin knows this too, because sometimes he even throws shade at me for it. I've said, say what you want when it comes to WWE. <laughs> Just a little bit. <laughs> but as a guy who's grown up on that product, I've said at the end of the day, it's like having a sibling you don't always get along with or a relative you don't always like. I'd fall on my fucking sword for Raw because I've watched Raw my entire life without ever missing Raw. You know what I mean? There's no way that I'm going to be a fucking turncoat here. And just because another company currently is doing better just say uh, oh you know well fuck raw now like no dude that is our home we wouldn't be even having any of this we wouldn't be on the show it, it all brought us here you know there's no fucking way and i think it's hypocritical when people who have watched wrestling their entire lives see a company like this and they do that abandonment stuff where it's like well now fuck one company over the other no but i'm also not going to disacknowledge the fact that wwe is messing a big time it almost feels like they have no idea what they're doing and they allowed a much smaller lesser company despite being good and having all of the credentials they need they let a small company make them look stupid for a good long time now the coronavirus saved their asses because like it was looking bad. It looked like they might lose those fans anyway. And uh, the stock was falling already. The investors were already preparing themselves for the worst. So everything was already in a free fall before this happened for them. And they should not be in that situation with some of the best wrestlers in the planet. Probably the best wrestlers. You know, it's just that when you think of the best wrestlers, none of them are being used. Exactly. No. That's the problem with WWE. Too much talent, but no booking power. It's because, like, it's like I've said before, they don't want the talent to display. They want the talent so everybody else can't have it. That's like, great. how do they? Which is, doesn't make sense. Isn't it kind of weird that they have Finn Balor there and nothing's happened? How? How do? Who would have expected that? Like, how it, the fuck do you have Finn Balor and nothing's happened? Any kind of relevance. Like, really? You got that guy from them? You got Nakamura? When I was watching Wrestle Kingdom 6 and 7 and there was no, it wasn't popular over here and there was no way for me to know the fucking subtitles or the dub of whatever was being said. I remember seeing him above everyone else and being like that dude is stands out so much for me his spots his moves his, the way he moves to the ring and stuff you know like i've showed you some of my uh my old my old stuff that i have this and i've had stuff going back years with him and i'm not even knowing anything i'm like that guy has emotion to him and the way he is where it's like i'm completely invested in everything he does i've always said that about that guy yeah and, and somehow kind of funny, like 
that, that's why one of the things in this past rumble that annoyed me the most annoyed me the most was how much he how they just had Brock dismiss Nakamura. And I'm like, they clearly forget that um Nakamura won, I think, his first IWGP heavyweight championship from Brock. Beating Brock, anybody exactly. who knows Nakamura's history knows Nakamura can rock Brock if he really wants to. Really badly too. And it's very convincing the ass whippings he was giving Brock. So that's why over here it's like, what? <laughs> Nakamura really like, like and I told you guys what did I say when he was feuding with AJ going into Wrestlemania I said I promise you you heard it here for, I'm gonna find my own drop where I said if this guy does not win the title at Mania that's it I was like that is it they're done that clearly they're not gonna try anymore and it's just gonna get shitty from here on and they never fixed it they never fixed it yeah so. which was so stupid because it's like I don't care if AJ been in w- was in WWE first at the end of the day everybody knows the last time you saw those two in Japan Nakamura won yeah well they don't you know what it is a lot of the guys like nakamura don't even care they're making good money they've already they have nothing to prove people know the real deal now you have like a more conscious audience so it's like it's just everyone sees through the kayfabe of it and and they know these things Mm. you know so it's kind of sad like that's why i think it bummed me out so bad when nakamura was intercontinental champion because i remember back in new japan where you couldn't keep the belt off him I'm kind of used to it. I'm numb to it at this point. If I had to say critical shit about WWE, it goes back to Tajiri and Taz. I remember when Tajiri and Taz first came across and I was like, oh my God, can you imagine the kind of stuff we're going to see from these guys? And you know what? I I, I couldn't imagine. I couldn't imagine the guy because first of all, Tajiri turned into like, like someone that dangerous. You know what I mean? And it literally, he became like a gimmick character. It's like, ah, look at the little Asian guy, little, little cute little Asian guy over there. Come over here, little guy. And then, and then Taz became that guy who got shit from Austin for not wearing a shirt. Naive, naive, uh, early teen me remembers when Taz first got announced leaving ECW and going there and me thinking, man, I wonder what's going to happen. You think they're going to put him straight into the main event? He's gonna show up there and he's gonna be fighting some of the top guys. So it's like we have to oh, ride him. Human suplex machine. What else he's gonna do? Nah. Or oh, 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 who who <laughs> called him suplex king? Well, oh yeah, it was Vince called him a suplex king in that one interview. Yeah, I wish I had a time machine just to go back and show me the clip of Austin whipping his ass with a belt. <laughs> this is what you gotta go turn away now. <laughs> Remember that? That was the guy in the alliance, right? That would always get his ass kicked for saying dumb shit. Oh my god. He got thrown out of the Stone Cold party. Remember Stone Cold's laughing? He's like, ha 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 ha, get out. And he made him leave. Yeah, yeah, because he, he wasn't wearing the shirt. <laughs> yeah, we were, because of his shirt. <laughs> Taz was, Taz was the only one wearing his own shirt. He got, so everybody much. else had the, uh, had the Stone Cold shirt, right? Yeah. And fucking oh, Taz. Taz. Taz was the one with this fucking bright ass orange shirt. And sometimes Austin would just troll him. I could tell some of it was just like complete shooting. Like that time when he would go up to each of them, you know what my watch says? And Taz one time got smart. He's like, do you know what my watch says? And he was like, I don't know. I don't speak Spanish. And he just walked away. Oh, like, <laughs> what? <laughs> Why the trolling this poor guy? What the fuck? Oh, dear. They went out of their way to let you know that Taz is shit. Now, even Paul Heyman, the guy, the biggest endorser of Taz, would call him a short, fat announcer and not even a good one. Jesus Christ. Like, that's their problem. Like, if WWE concentrated on making their own product great, NXT would be back and forth with AEW all the time. But they're worried about everybody else instead of their own thing. AEW is not worrying about anybody else but AEE fucking W. Yeah, and they're having a good time. Oca- doing occasionally, they'll take a little dig here and there, but usually it's just for the laugh. And they're, yeah. yeah. And uh, they're smart about it. Where everyone thought this was going to be like basically 
an elite slash bullet club circle jerk. Like, oh, you're just going to have the Bucks doing this stuff, dominating everybody and Cody. And almost to the point where some of us wanted that. And it was like, yeah, here they come. And then not really, man. They go out of their way to take the spotlight off of themselves. And they've made stars. I think about all the people that are over. Orange Cassidy, the best friend, which Chuck Taylor and and Tremberetta were in every other company and couldn't have gotten as over as yeah. they've gotten here. You know, the, the, the Lucha, the, the, the Lucha, Lucha brothers, the Lucha bros were over everywhere, but they got super over here and they got more exposure here. The Jurassic Express wouldn't even exist if it wasn't for a company like this. Darby Allen, really good talent. That's another guy who I I wouldn't have known fuck all about him. And he works. Penelope Ford and Kip Saban are people who have worked out. It's like, we know these characters. Joey Janela's been fantastic. Janela's been really good as far as things go. Like we literally know the characters and what their motivations are. Look at what it did for Sean Spears. Yeah, Sean Spears is one of my favorite. Like that to oh, me is he, one of the he's things. He's my favorite where, success story out of everybody in AEW. That's like one of my favorite guys there. Like straight up. Like I'm so glad that that Ty Dillinger shit didn't work because now that I'm seeing the potential in him, it's like I almost I knew he was gonna be good. I knew he was gonna be that good. Like they have a guy there for whenever they need to just carry with. Like he he's he's like fucking bulletproof with the gimmick and the Tully thing and the way his in-ring talent already is. So they probably already know. It's like, hey, we got a champ there that we could just kind of keep to the side for whenever yeah. we need it. You know, Adam Page, who's developed over all of the company, but he's really like peaked here. So I'm like I said, the, the list goes on and on. The only thing that sucks are all the girls. Yeah. You know, like pretty much all I mean, Nyla Rose has gotten better amongst them. So just, Nyla Rose is really good. Needs to catch up. Nyla Rose is, is better on the mic than she is in the ring. And that's, and she's not bad in, in the ring, you know, but the mic yeah. stuff for Nyla Rose is what really kills it. Like that is like white hot. All right. Well, that's the last fun wrestling you're going to hear from on this show for a long time. I hate to be the bear of bad news, but now the last two things before we wrap up here are both empty arenas. We're going to talk SmackDown, which honestly, I don't even think I took, I didn't bother to take notes. Like most of the shit was, uh, replay it's just stuff. repeats yeah repeats yeah. from the yeah. pay-per-view yeah off the top of my head what what even happened what was the main thing so, so uh, daniel I mean, bryan Je- yeah go ahead you go we had jeff hardy's first match back jeff hardy's first match yes jeff hardy had an and empty it's arena weird match. that he's now got the twist of fate yeah well, now he's renamed the twist of fury they yeah. renamed it the twist of fury and then there were reports going out that uh, according to PW Insider, WWE doesn't own Twist of Fate. So since Hardy's gone, they needed to change it. And uh, Matt then tweeted saying, I did not. The WWE and Jeff are completely free to use Twist of Fate. The change 100% came on their end. I would never, ever do anything to hinder my brother. I'm I'm thrilled to see him back on WWE TV looking healthy and happy. So he might own it. Maybe they did it just because they didn't want to, uh, you they, know, they, they, they want to make you forget about the Hardy they don't care about. Yeah, that's the that's the way that they are. It's that it's that pride. That's pride fucking with you. Fuck pride. There's, a, there's your second Pulp Fiction reference of the entire. Jesus anyway, uh, yeah, but I mean, he looked good. Yeah, he looked good. The, yeah, the match good. itself was, was was good. He's I mean, still just, ridiculously hot. It's Jeff. You know what I mean? There's, there's there's no down points to having him when he's on his game. Yeah, he's just you know stay healthy. He look he look in good shape. So yeah, I like Bailey and Sasha pandering to the uh to the empty arenas and being in here. <laughs> like I like this such bitches, man. Right? Like you know what killed me though? <laughs> What's that? This this that tag match between Bailey, Sasha, Bliss, and Cross didn't it look like Nikki forgot where she was for a minute? 
because that she starts part, trying to hide yeah. the crowd that's not there. Alexa, I, men- I mentioned like, that to you, yeah, when she was like, Alexa, Alexa, and she's clapping out to nothing. And then, <laughs> then, then the commentary starts corpsing, which Triple H did a great job. Did you see why I like Triple H so much? He's you know? so fun. When you just let him be funny, like, it's great. He, he All these years, he still job. figures out ways to be funny. So they uh, there was a match. The match actually stopped during the commercial break, right? Yeah. <laughs> Literally, the match stopped. But I, I still haven't figured out how we were able to see that. That's the part that confuses me because it was commercial break. So how did they get the footage of it stopping? Right, was yeah. somebody filming it? Like, yeah, someplace it, it didn't stop. But anyway, uh, I'm gonna put it up. Do we have it here? Match suddenly? Yeah, this is it. I'll put it up on. So I'm not. I'm actually not gonna share this on social media just because I don't want to. Um, I really don't want it. Honestly, there's no other reason. I don't think that we should discredit them for that. So they stopped wrestling. I'm looking at it now for the first time on the screen with you guys. So this commercial break, they stop wrestling. They're adjusting the stuff. These guys go back to their corner. Yeah, I wonder how they got this. This is on Fox 5, it looks like. That would be my neck of the woods. Maybe it was um, a mistake. Hey, somebody forgot to hit stop record. Yeah, so they ran yeah, over and said a few things to each other. Right, but... Um, was it the first outbreak of the of the show? Uh, I don't recall if it was. I don't think so. But, but again, I didn't see it this way. Like, I didn't see it this way, though. You know what I mean? There was no... It went to commercial. You know what I mean? So that's yeah, why we I'm couldn't see anything. I'm wondering how this happened. See, they're talking about what to do here and everything. Yeah, that looks like Fox 5. Yeah, Is that looked, right? It looked like it. So, um, Alexa Bliss was pissed off about this justifiably so she tweeted us saying you can enjoy what we're trying to entertain you with everything going on in the world or just be jerks up to you what a rude move man just enjoy what we're trying to do for you and you know what i'm i i agree that's the reason i'm not going to share it and try to uh popularize that because yeah yeah, man what the fuck it's like amazing how well people just look for stuff to bitch about it's amazing how well they were able to do under those circumstances way better than i would have imagined you would think that the crowd was there with the way these people were performing and it's like you're gonna shit on them because of a production issue like that like just stop just cut it out like yeah i get it but at the same time it was just weird how they're nitpicking every little thing and under these circumstances give them a lot of credit they didn't have to do shit you know it didn't need to be done at the end of the day those athletes given the circumstances gave their time and their effort to put in a product together uh for those of you that couldn't watch or couldn't attend at home and you're sat there nitpicking the shit out of it for something that was completely out of their control i think some people just some people just can't stand for things to just be okay they have to find something to be wrong with it yeah exactly yeah so um what else happened in this they had daniel bryan's match against cesaro right yeah, that was uh whew. Yeah, you know why? Because they're smart. You want to have people out there to know what they're doing. Another guy says, I think about how good Cesaro is everywhere you've seen him, but WWE. They, they said, let's put two people out there that we know know exactly how to have this kind of a match. And they did. They had a really good match. Cesaro looking and great yeah, with those they uppercuts. they don't push the guy. Nope, they don't push Green, probably one of, the, one of ah. the best wrestlers on the planet, Cesaro. One of the strongest ones, too. Like that's no, that is not that is a shoot when they say pound for pound, probably the strongest person on that roster. And one of the best though. Like overall, one of the best. If you really really watch that dude, man, and watch some of his old shit too, when he had hair like Chris Hero. Yeah. You know, but watch, it's like fucking amazing. Okay. How the hell is okay. that guy in a mid spot, you know? Was barely it? and barely mid at that. What was that pre? I think 
I think they sent, wasn't it him and Alicia Fox that they sent down to NXT when they wanted to get people to prep and just do like longer matches as well? Yeah, it might have been. I mean, that's somebody that I would get. He's a, uh, isn't his, uh, his wife is a uh, Sarah Del Rey. She's the lead. Yeah, yeah she's yeah. the lead she, trainer for the women down there. She was Sarah Del Rey mm. in Ring of Honor. She was really good, you know? So what the fuck? I don't know. I don't get it. But, uh, because he's Swiss, man. Mm-hmm. And John Cena came back. He didn't throw his crowd, his, his hat into the crowd like you oh. guys on Twitter were worried about. Everybody was worried on Twitter about oh, him throwing, it, throwing his fucking hat and it just landing on an empty seat. That would have been That's amazing. Yeah, you know, no, he, he, he gave a good promo. People who got to shine during this. Roman Reigns has clearly cleaned up his promos. Huh? I wonder who fixed him. Yeah. That should seem but then, again, I mean, but then again, I mean, when you got to cut promos and the other guy on the other side is Goldberg. You sound magnificent. So. Still, you can but, tell that that Rome yeah. is cleaned up. He, he, yeah, he's gotten much, much better. But also, it's been speculated that because it was in front of like a well, there wasn't an audience. It's been speculated that there was actually um, I can't think of the name of it. Teleprompter. That kind of screen. Yeah, a teleprompter there, which is why they're coming across so clean. I don't know, because recently I heard McIntyre talking about one of the reasons why he's coming across so clean is because they're just giving him bullet points and he goes out there and says what he wants. I'm hearing they're kind of leaning back towards that. So it wouldn't surprise me if yeah. they just let people do what they... I mean, a teleprompter could fuck you up for a promo more than, yeah. so than, it, than it being Not okay. Not to discredit Roman, he did sound great. I can't, I can't take it away from the guy. Yeah. And of he course, did see, sound great. You can see he's improved yeah, from a bunch of suffering succotash. Yeah, which was we don't talk one. about that. Yeah. <laughs> and Cena also. Cena did a good promo and everything. Uh, the fiend showing up, I thought was really interesting. He shows up through the crowd, and uh, that was hilarious. Through the crowd I of chairs, rather. About the crowd. Yeah, you know, and uh, <laughs> yeah, there was a lot. There, there was strange stuff like that going on. Also, Oscar showing up when she interfered in uh That was um. That was, like, was hilarious. It was like, how do you in, how do you show up without uh us hearing you and trips was like oh, i didn't see her coming where did she come from i legit didn't though i didn't see or hear her oh, and it was then it was quiet and they was like wait what did where how did you do that very good she's I, like a ninja oscar might be one of the funniest people on that whole roster oh yeah oh yeah oh dude, like it's like the way that they it, just letting her go with it if you ever see her youtube channel she is hilarious i was literally gonna say that just oh, the way she's randomly God. walking around and filming shit yeah I watch- I, i've always heard stories about like she's the most fun person to be around even though her english is really limited i watch all her youtube stuff yeah she's one of my favorite remember we went uh when they first brought her in here my co-host at the time and myself, I think you were a listener, Destin. We were like, hey, isn't that Kana, the girl with, that does all the video game stuff that we used to talk about? Yeah, she used to work for Microsoft, I think, right? Uh, she was did some development in games. Yeah, I think it was, was, it was something like she was, she was heavily involved with them. Yeah, yeah, and she was a game writer and stuff. But it was just funny. Like, we knew her that way before. And it's kind of cool to see she did the Oscar thing and sort of is still that person as well. Which I always yeah. said, you get to see a way cooler version of her than even the WWE version when you watch her on that channel. So... Yeah, you just get to be her natural self. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Mm. So, uh, this SmackDown was 2.588 million viewers. This is up because last week was 2.453. So they went up over 100 there. I think it's a lot of people tuning in just to see what that atmosphere is like, what they're going to do. Yeah, yeah, it was like a speculatory kind of like, oh, well, this might be worth a watch. Let's go and see. 
exactly. you know what they're doing or what what of a shit show it could be basically yeah. morbid exactly. curiosity <laughs> It's exactly. a car crash. It's basically the car crash effect. Pretty much. I think if this carried on for like, I don't know, two months, I think the ratings would go down as normal. It's just oh, more yeah. of a novelty novelty episode. I think the ratings are going to go down significantly, not as normal. I think that they're fucked. Like, oh, uh, yeah. oh, they've yeah. seen how awkward it is one time. Like, <laughs> yeah, like. What what are they gonna do going forward as far as the the ratings go? I think after I don't I don't want to watch that. You know what I mean? I'm gonna we have to, but I don't want to watch that. Like if I wasn't doing this show after that last couple of uh Raws and Smackdowns, I'd be done for a while. Like it'd be like all right, I'm I can't. It's just and even though some of the stuff is good, it's just there's too much filler is the number one problem. I don't know how, because they announced during during Raw, which we're going to get to, WrestleMania is going to be at the Performance Center. If they can't carry a SmackDown or Raw without having to show long matches from other pay-per-views, how the fuck are they going to carry a WrestleMania? And that's the thing. I think, you know, it was great, but what bothered me was the amount of things from the pay-per-view. And also, how long is it going to be before they piss off people that are paying for the network? Like, yeah. fine, it's it's like, you know a tenor like it's not that much of a big deal but i've paid for something and now you're just showing the best matches on live tv why don't i just wait for that then yeah yeah because it hasn't been that long since the chamber yeah we gotta hope that uh there's a compromise here like i was saying earlier i want to get back into corona stuff but that's definitely not going to work long term everyone's going to be hurt and it'll take years to recover for weeks of mistakes it could take years to recover from not just for wrestling but companies in general so hopefully they're just a little bit smarter about that kind of stuff. Yep. Uh, let's see. So, yeah, I think that's pretty much it as far as that. According to Fightful, they were they said that SmackDown crew members were at the airport. They didn't know if they were supposed to go to Detroit or go to Orlando. They they were they were told the night before um, to go to Orlando, but then some of them were told to go to Detroit. So they didn't find out until mid afternoon that Thursday, which place they actually had to go to. So they were pissed with WWE. It's kind of hard to really, under these circumstances, really blame them. They probably didn't know for sure what was going to happen. Everything's been really up in the air. It's the first time for everybody. Um, so you really got to look at it that way, you know, uh, as far as Cesaro, they actually did a backstage fallout. The whole damn show was backstage fallout as far as I'm concerned, but they did a backstage fallout with Cesaro just to get his take on what it was like to have that Daniel Bryan match uh, with nobody around. So we're going to run that play it for you guys and all that. Cesaro, tonight we had Friday Night Smackdown in Orlando at the WWE Performance Center, which is a place you know pretty well. You've trained here. I still this, do. You still, still train do. here. I still do. I actually worked out this morning from like 6.30 to 8, and then I went home and I came back. So, yeah. So what was that like, coming back and then performing in a ring with no fans at all? Well, so it's crazy because uh, NXT was here on Friday. Oh, now it's Friday. NXT was here on Wednesday, and just to see, was I'm, I'm here every morning almost when I'm at home. So I had to see the crew turn around the performance center with the seven rings into the NXT set was amazing. And then you know I come in uh, this morning after we found out yesterday that SmackDown's going to be here, and just see at 6:30 the whole crew is there, the semis are lined up outside, and it's just everybody's working. The whole thing, like all of a sudden there's the, like the, the real the SmackDown barricades, like everything is there. It's just crazy to see uh, like what the crew does and just like, I mean, I know how awesome they are, but it's just crazy. Okay, cool. Let's get all of it done. And it was amazing. And I came, and then I come back, you know, five hours later and like everything is just looked as amazing as it did tonight. So big shout out to the crew. And for me, it's cool because, you know, I'm, I'm home in 30 minutes. <laughs> well, as a superstar, when's the last time that you have 
had a match in a ring with no one watching besides maybe your peers. Well, as, as a matter of fact, I actually had a, a match in here with uh, uh, Tyler Breeze for Up, Up, Down. I'm sorry, Left, Right, Left, Right. Uh, just a couple of uh, couple of months ago uh, without anybody. But uh, so if you would have told me 10 years ago that, um, you know, when I was an independent wrestling in front of, you know, sometimes 12, 20 or 20 people, uh, that I would wrestle Daniel Bryan in front of nobody, I would have believed you, but not if you would have said, yeah, it's going to be for WWE. You know what I mean? So it was just like... On Fox, on Nationwide TV. So it, 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 it is pretty surreal and it just shows that the dedication WWE has to put on original fun programming, which I think, uh, you know, people just want to tune out and watch something fun. I, I know when I get, people always ask me, they're like, Oh, do you like horror movies? I'm like, No, no, I don't. I want to watch fun stuff when I'm at home. So to me, it's, uh, it's the same thing. If I want to watch, you know, whatever's going on, I know I can watch SmackDown. I know I can watch Raw. I can watch NXT and I put a smile on my face. I can, you know, talk about it with, with my friends. It's wrestling. It's fun. It's WWE. And that's what we do no matter what. And I think tonight was a, a show that probably surprised a lot of people because it was it was a lot of fun uh just we had a lot of fun elements we had great in-ring action um i i wish actually so looking back i wish me and brian would have had i don't know probably half an hour you know it would have been it would have been fun it was just such a different experience the other cool part is like as a wwe superstar they always ask me like hey what's your favorite match you know like oh who would you like to wrestle i'm like you can't pick a favorite match you can't pick who do you want to wrestle because it's all that matters is the point in time that something happens, right? So I had a lot of cool opportunities in WWE and one of them happened tonight when I got to wrestle Daniel Bryan in a match where nobody was here. A cool memory you'll look back on like, yeah, I did that. I was able to pull that off because to me, everything is a challenge. And that's like, yep, I did it. Pulled it off. Another notch in my belt. Let's, let's see what the next one is, you know? So it was a fun night. Thank you, Sarah. I'm also, I'm also Mr. Positive, so. <laughs> that yeah. was the fakest laugh I've ever heard, by the way. <laughs> terrible, terrible. Her <laughs> laugh was almost as bad as his promos. Oh. <laughs> oh. Yeah. I do like him bring up up, up, down, down, left, right, left, right. He used the whole Konami code almost. Up, up, down, down, left, right, left, right, yeah. BA. Uh, yeah. Which that, the funny that, thing is, uh, the left, right, left, right has become almost like a spinoff of it. Yeah, well, that's because for anyone who's too young to to realize that the Konami code, up, up, down, down, left, right, left, right, BA. By the way, the creator of that code died recently, so rest in peace. But the Konami code started with Contra, and it's essentially on the title screen, up, up, down, down, left, right, left, right, BA gives you 30 lives instead of the two lives you're supposed to get. And Translation, the, the only way you get through that fucking game. And it's popular because Contra was an Old early game. Cheats. Yeah, it was one of the first games to have a cheat like that. So I remember people talking about it and people being skeptical, like, no way, that's not going to do anything. And then there were those of us that did it and it was like, oh shit, we have 30 lives, which, uh, that's how it became popular. And for me, uh, I got the game Life Force, which was the sequel to Gradius, another Konami game. And just for the hell of it, one day I did up, up, down, down, left, right, left, right, BA. And then in Life Force, I had 30 lives. And it was like, holy fuck, I have 30 lives in here too. What the fuck's going on here? <laughs> like as a kid, we didn't realize, like as a kid, we weren't putting two and two together. I wasn't thinking, oh, well, Konami made this too. They clearly it was just like, holy shit. We were trying on everything after that. <laughs> you know, but I remember that's sort of what made that a popular thing. Yeah. And, uh, it's the most famous cheat code in the world. If you're a gamer, you know that cheat code. Yeah. It was the Konami code. So uh, yeah, up, up, down, on left, right, left, right, BA. All right. Well. All that's left to talk about is shitty Raw. Even talking about the Konami code is going to be more entertaining than that. That being said, uh, last week they did 2.163 million viewers, which was down 
from uh the previous week and after uh, this week god helped them which was 2.257 viewers which is considered low for wrestlemania season i don't know what's going to happen with tonight it's too early it could be worse it could be better um i think after that smackdown my my estimate is going to go for worse the only reason okay. it'll be better is because less people watch SmackDown. I know some people in the chat room were even saying that they didn't see, so they were surprised to see how everything looks. A lot of us were already groomed for it thanks to Friday. So uh, just because Raw's the more popular show is the only reason that would bump up. As far as the show goes, uh, it opens with an Edge promo about Orton. He calls Orton out on his jealousy, and then he reveals that Beth Phoenix was actually there to retire him again. He just didn't let her finish before he did his Healy stuff. WrestleMania was officially announced to take place from the Performance Center. Like we said before, I have no idea how this is going to work out. Undertaker comes out to be interviewed by King, and instead he rages out and he flips a table. He legit shoot didn't look happy when he came storming out flipping this table. They couldn't have cut to commercial break faster, so fast, in fact, that even when they came back, they were still showing like highlights of other stuff. Uh, I'm not going to talk about the, the uh, Royal Rumble, which they wound up showing for most of the show. They basically ate an hour away. Yeah, they also hour ate. And a half, wasn't yeah, they also ate an hour away on SmackDown, showing the uh, Elimination Chamber tag team match. So that's what they're doing to to uh, I guess make up the time. Uh, AJ brings it via satellite. And he talks about how uh, you don't see Michael Jordan interjecting himself into the NBA Finals the way Undertaker did his match. And I was thinking, no, I actually don't see anyone interjecting themselves into the NBA anything. AJ might not be the best reference right now. Because, you know, for several reasons. But uh AJ talks all the shit. I love this because he talks all the shit uh, about uh helping The Undertaker with his assisted housing after WrestleMania. Like, he goes nuclear on him. He's calling him his real name and everything. It is like a heat promo. And then it after was so that, funny, like, when he came out in the beanie, I'm like, oh, shit, Mark Calloway showed up. And then afterwards, he wants, yeah, poor, and then he wants poor Gallows and Anderson to take the, 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 the fucking contract out. They're like, us? After you said all that, he's like, yeah, you go. And you go with him. And they try to safely slide the contract into the ring, but he does the darkness teleport behind them and winds up taking them both out. Poor, poor Gallows and Anderson. Rey Mysterio has a match against Andrade with Rey going over with his splash. Uh, the highlight of this match was Asuka just screaming like a lunatic throughout the entire thing. I loved it. <laughs> She's fucking great. I love how she... She was better than all of the other three fucking commentators there. I love how she she starts off with an angry promo. You know what I mean? And then goes into... and she But she introduces herself very formally. Like the promo's anger was all on levels of like... And then when it got to like the the, the introduction... It was... Ask this. <laughs> like it was like... It almost made her seem schizophrenic. It was like... Oh my god. This is crazy. <laughs> you know, so I really did like that aspect of her. Um, you know, and, and just her being out there was a lot of fun. We talked about it at the beginning of the show. Becky Lynch arrives on a big rig that has her spray paint like a Becky Lynch graphic. She does a promo about Shayna Baszler. This is all basic stuff. They just basically did the bare minimum to survive. Not many things, not many of the hands were of time were moved for this. Kevin Owens right after it has a promo where he talks about uh how the performance center is the best place for his fight because he feels that it's his home turf. It's where he's been brought up and so on and so forth. Was there even another match that I'm missing or no? No, there was literally 
what was a it? match it was or 316 two. Then and, that was it um, are you kidding me what they, they ran one match yeah. in three hours I just realized it. You know, it's funny because I, I'm just, I just mark certain things down and I don't really look back at it. Yeah. I thought that I fucked up somewhere. That was it. Yeah. It was all so what was Rollins? and 316 and Rumble. Really? What was Rollins talking about when he said that he had to be at that, that, that clip we played where he said he had to be, was he there? He wasn't even there. Yeah, he, he wasn't fucking there. Hmm. Hey, man, the, the, rock, rock, rock time to be company boy, Rollins. Just say it. thing is though, don't the majority of the wrestlers actually live around the area? There's quite a few of them that do. So, in reality, it would have just made sense to get those guys to come in rather than people all across the country. I don't even think they know anymore. Okay. They're going to need to find people, and they have a limited amount of time to do this, is my suggestion. They need to find people and test them and allow them admittance into the performance center as part of a small crowd that doesn't go over the CDC's issue which i believe is 50 so that's kind of rough but honestly it's better than nothing man yeah better All than no small pop is better than no that pop. ambient sounds fucking them up i mean even then you could probably just make the people sit far away from each other like not in the same row i don't know like seven seats away from each other or something crazy but i'm on like um, a hard camera side maybe yeah there's like a one meter rule isn't there so you could just have them maybe sitting near the front, every other seat maybe, and then just black out the rest of the crowd and just maybe feed in a bit of audience ambiance. Maybe. Yeah, I would even put a... I mean, they do it with laugh tracks. Just put something in the background. They have... Yeah, because otherwise it's awkward. They're called creative and they're paid to be just that. So I'm hoping with the time that they have, they're thinking of ways to make this as good as possible. You know, like sometimes that's what creativity is about. You know, you just got to think of what works and what you can stick together. And it's like the the thing is not to do nothing, you know, which I kind of feel like that's what they've been doing. Like, sure, the wrestlers went out there and gave it their best, but I don't really feel like they had the creative power behind them that they needed to make this look and come off a little bit better than it did. So, um, yeah, hopefully they can adjust that because everything that you guys decide just just decided here are all better things than what they were given. Mm. You know, and it's like, that's not good. We're just sitting here doing a podcast, just joking and shit. Why are we talking about this? They should be thinking about what the hell they can do. I guess also they are probably as a company thinking more big picture. So they're yeah. like, shit, WrestleMania is in what, two and a half weeks? Yeah. And they're trying to get yeah. everything sorted for that. Yeah. In reality, I would be fine with watching shitty like weeklies and then having a really good WrestleMania. Yeah, and and Spoko gameplay, we don't do follow for follow here because, uh, not to sound pretentious or anything, but we are uh monitored and uh in, I guess you could say, in bed with larger channels that are uh partnered and shit. And at the end of the day, Mixer itself and the Microsoft community really they observe when you guys get your followers from the follow for follow. They aren't stupid when someone shoots up to four thousand follows. And so on. Yeah. So I can check out your channel and if I like the content and you're welcome to do the same, I'll hit follow because I do follow and support other creators and plug them on here all the time. But that whole thing doesn't work anymore because there's so many channels out there, not just on this platform, but across all platforms that use methods and tactics like that to boost each other up that now a lot of the platform owners are starting to look at that and look for people who have authentic communities versus bloated ones with a lot of phantom follows. I advise yeah. you if you're, if you're aiming, we're not aiming for any partnerships or any of that stuff here. People 
people have tried to talk us into it, but we're just kind of doing our own thing right now before we go into the requirements for that. That being said, if it's something you want to pursue, I recommend you stop that shit right now because I'm telling you right now, speaking to ambassadors on here, speaking to the mixer creators themselves and everyone else, F for F will not get you there. Doesn't matter if you have 10,000. That's yeah, not wait, what they're looking for. He, he, he didn't even stick around to hear all that. He literally just tried to get a cheap follow. Yeah, but trust me, they come back and they, and they, uh, they listen more because I hear from a lot of them later when that shit kind of happens. But it's important that they know. Yeah. You know, like yeah, it's not yeah. going to work. He, you know he, literally, he, he literally popped in here, hit follow for follow, and then left. We, it, it's yeah. like we're, there's a method to our madness. <laughs> if we gave a shit about that, we would have kept our Twitch channel. And there I said, exactly. the, I said the, the, the forbidden, I spoke the forbidden word here, but you know what I mean? It's like, it's like, that's not what it's about, man. You'll see. You'll get it. Yeah, but um, going back to what Pre touched on, I completely endorse what she said. Maybe just move the big event further back. Cause we, we touched on that earlier on at the start of the show, didn't we? Where they were speculating about having um like a summer mania yeah. kind of thing. And I, I think that that would have been a better idea, but I mean, like you said, it will be interesting to see now in the coming, well, we'll say weeks. There's only a, a fortnight left, if that, um, to see exactly what they're going to do with Mania. Yeah. Uh, but personally, for me, uh, as a fan, I mean, I obviously I'm not going, but I'd like to see if they're, they're, they're pretty much they've been delayed in in cancelling like uh, the the actual public event itself. I'm just wondering what the delays are going to be like with processing people's refunds because there's going to be a lot of people out there who spent a shit ton of money who are going to want that shit back. Yeah, exactly. Uh, it's uh, it's going to get messy before it gets cleaner. The, the best thing I can advise you guys again before we get out of here, I'm just going to say don't lose your heads about this entire thing. Uh, you know what I mean? Don't lose your minds. Stop being paranoid. It's, it's, it's serious, but it's not serious enough to end the world. Um, I know a lot of different content creators are kind of disclosing what their plan is as far as going forward, how they're going to handle content creation. I'm handling it the same way we handle everything else here. Even if there was nothing, uh, going on, we would have something going on. You know, we have backup plans for our backup plans. You never have to worry about that from our neck of the woods. We're good. Uh, I'm sure most of you already know that. So don't worry about it. there's no hiatus or sabbaticals or any of that shit happening here. So the final segment was the Stone Cold again with uh showing up with the missed first beer. They threw him the first beer and he missed it. To me, that's a bad omen. That means we're all going to get the virus. I'm saying, yeah, be, yeah, beer guy never misses. So yeah, you missed it the first beer. He declares the 16th day of March a holiday. And he asked for a hell year, which Byron at first is silent shot of the chair. It's very cute. And then Byron participates. Then Byron's doing scoring for some reason. It felt like out of left field. He's just holding, he's being the crowd. He's doing scoring of the different segments. He gets into the ring predictably for beer celebration slash stunner. Gets a couple of stunners to his liking. One at the beginning, but then Becky shows up with a big beer cooler. She downs a couple of Steve Weisers with Austin. And then Byron gets the second stunner to go home. Yeah. Uh, the funny thing about it is with that first stunner, he got kicked in the nuts. I don't know if anybody that. caught that. And he sold and he st- sold the spit pop going down. I caught that too. <laughs> he caught the, he, instead of he recoiling up, good. he sold the spit pop going down. I've never quite seen that before. Very shame interesting. McMahon would be proud of that. Yeah. What what a shame <laughs> that uh something that seemed like it was gonna be a lot of fun and a good addition to the road to WrestleMania, uh, sort of got washed down by, uh, the circumstances and still Becky and Stone Cold did, uh, the absolute best 
that they could do. And it's still amazing to me how this company, their top person is still Becky with all the different transitions and shit that they've been going through. She's the only consistent rock that they have where it's like when people think of a star, they think of a top person, they think of money, they think of fame, they think of championships, they think of fucking Becky Lynch. Think about that. That is amazing. That to me is an underdog story. That like girl I went never from being on the chopping block. That, that girl went from being on the chopping block, Irish jigging in NXT to now she's been on top of the mountain for a year. I uh I had a friend uh visit to drop something off and they, they saw her on the screen. Was on the background, asked who who's that because they knew they know off WWE. They know everybody like who's that? I was like, that's the current main character, my dude. <laughs> I was like, that's pretty much the Alpha and Omega of this shit because there was an entire WrestleMania last year season that they could not have survived without her there. More than fucking Ronda, they could not have survived yeah. without Becky Lynch. They need oh, to be no. kissing her ass every day. They should wake up. She should wake up to her ass being kissed. You know, fuck a bidet. She should have hands on ass kisses. <laughs> Commission by designated wiper at every arena. Designated wiper. Let it be our truth with his limited toilet paper. Pre, pre, pre. You gonna have to go back and get that joke. So he. Was... Yeah. Yeah, um, I will do. <laughs> all right. So before we wrap up here, this has been an extra long one and a special one. So is there anything that you guys want to say about anything? Wash your hands and yes. Um, I personally like what you were saying with the viewership was raw. I think that it could be relatively high purely because a lot of people knew that Stone Cold was going to show up. But that's all I'm going to interject on that. That's yeah. all I got to say about that. What about you, Pri? Uh, I'm going to reserve my judgment and just see what happens the next couple of weeks. All right. And Dustin? I mean, yeah, it's going to be intriguing to see what happens. I mean, I guess we got SmackDown. SmackDown's champions finally going to actually show up this week. So that's going to be me. But... Um, it was weird seeing an empty arena. I haven't seen one in so long like that, but I'm hoping they can pull something out of that because they can't survive like this on a permanent on a long term basis. I think they need to go back and rewatch the magic of um Mick Foley and The Rock and basically just follow that formula. Problem is, they only did that for one match. Yeah, they can't do that. Still, though, still, that one match was more entertaining than the rest of the show. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. All right. Well, like I said, guys, don't lose your heads. We're going to be here. We're going to be still doing content. Not much is going to really change. If that was to change, if I felt things were urgent, I would literally just put something up and let you know on social media. Um, you know, that being said, thank you to everyone who has hung out. Don't forget to join us uh, this Wednesday. We have the Party Game Zone once again open. Sundays, we're still doing our indivisible streams with myself, Destin, and Miss. We're almost at the end of that, so you're not going to want to miss. Uh, and all of the Winged Weekday stuff in between. Guys, George Z and Willie V2, Emang, Stasis, Kula Ice, Six Slayer, Mark 710, Spartan Jesus 92, Adam Awesome 171. Congrats on the band, buddy. Saku Hasu, Lord <laughs> King Michael. Uh, Little Wolf Dog, Quirky Bridge 997, Sith Lord Sting, Cody Codes Buds, Paulie Poobag, Amy Rose, Hesitant Set 2726, Kobe God, Marauder, Lucas McVaden 745, also thank you for the host, sir, and the follow, Metallic Smile 331, uh, Lizard King 7757, Spoko Gameplay, 
and all of you listening on iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn, SoundCloud, and all of the other different popular podcast apps. Ladies and gentlemen, you've been listening to Talk Brunch Live, episode 372, hosted by yours truly, Rick Dara, a.k.a. Captain Brunch. For myself, Destin, Pre, and Roxy, we are out of here. Peace. Wipe your ass. You nasty. Wash your hands. Shut it down.